This podcast is sponsored by Man Present. Ever struggle to buy a man a present? Want to get a present that is universally loved? Who the hell doesn't? It's usually so bloody hard, right? Socks and ties are lame, gift vouchers suck, and flowers will not be well received. Well, all your man gifting worries are a thing of the past with manpresent.com. Manpresent is a gift box delivery service that lovingly sends classy gift boxes of Cuban cigars and single malt whiskey to the man who deserves a touch of class. Whether it's a wedding, a new father, a birthday, or just because they deserve a gift, use manpresent.com for the win. With boxes starting at $69, it has never been easier to be a gifting king. Simply visit manpresent.com and ensure you use the coupon code OFFTOPIC, all one word for 5% off your order. Manpresent.com. Man gifting made easy. Spartans, prepare for glory. And here we are for <laughs> Sorry, you're waiting for my here we know for a very special episode. <laughs> We're here for a very special episode. You yeah. are correct. We're looking at uh, 2019 movies that are coming out. Yeah, our little overview of what's happening Up and here. Coming. And obviously, uh, I'm sure Macy and I've got Jason McDonald as always. Yeah, sitting across I'm not, from I'm me. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and uh, our very special guest, uh, movie critic Shane A. Bassett. Welcome. Hello, Hello mate. Hello, and thank you for having me back. Um, it seems like yesterday I was doing this with you guys. <laughs> it goes quick, eh? Yeah. Hey, I've got to say something too. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, we have happy a little birthday, bit of, uh, of course. How happy you forget birthday, so quickly? Mate. Cheers. Just have a quick... Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> oh, really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you for coming on your birthday. My God. That's true. That's, that's an effort. We're talking <laughs> movies. So, I know. You know that, that got me in straight away. And do you know what? I, we recently had our best of uh, 2018 episode, best movies and TV. And it's a bit of a lackluster year, was my opinion. There were some highlights, definitely. Yep. So I think looking through this list here in 2019, I think it looks amazing. I think we could be in for a bumper year. It could rival, I'm going to say it. 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Which is now the 20-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they get, Hollywood gets it right once every 20 years. Every 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what we're doing here really is just trying to give you guys, the listeners, just a, a little overview of what's coming out in 2019. Yep. Hopefully that you can create your own, uh, you know, top five uh, list so you can make sure you know for. what's... Yeah, yeah, so you can put it in your diary. Get excited sure, for. Yeah. Um, not everything obviously has a trailer yet. Because we're looking no. quite far ahead, but uh, there are. I was surprised. I, I had a look today. Up to about sort of May June, it, you, you've got a pretty good um, chance of seeing something. Yes, and we've just been treated with a few recent trailers or teasers in Spider Man: Far yes. From Home and John Wick Three, which we'll talk about. <laughs> Spider Man looks great. I've oh, got, to, got to say up front, <laughs> yeah. wasn't expecting it to look as good as it does. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm keen. Are you, are you a Jake Gyllenhaal fan? Well, I am actually because Donnie Good. Darko is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. yeah. I put that in my top 20. But 
I don't know enough about the Marvel lore and history to know whether he's a good guy or a bad guy in it. And yeah, I like right. that fact that they did that. They kept it, you know, to a minimum of mm. revealing too much in yeah. the trailer. They almost hint to the fact that he's because I don't know. Uh, yeah, that is good. Like you know. Uh, so I like that. Do we want to start in January? We're doing DC vs. Marvel again, aren't we? <laughs> All right. A very special episode. <laughs> so the way this is going to work, folks, is uh, yeah. we're just going to run through month by month what's coming out. Yeah. I think now, we did the same last year, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, so same as last year. And th- the one thing that everybody needs to realise from around the world, because we are a, you know, a worldly... Uh, we podcast. are only one territory. Yeah, we yeah. are. And a lot of things uh, come out here that haven't come out in the States and also vice versa. Generally more vice versa. <laughs> yeah, the UK seems to get things a lot later than what we do in the US, yeah. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Other than uh, British films or European films. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But then there's occasionally we get treated to a superhero flick that's like a little bit earlier, which is rare. But yeah. I've noticed maybe it was, you know, short in Australia or something like that. We might get it two or three weeks earlier. Yeah, a good yeah. Uh, example of that was Thor Rangarok. Yeah, Rangarok. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. that about a fortnight before the US and everywhere else. Yeah. So, so we will try and actively point these out to you as we go along. But forgive us for any, uh, you know, misgivings. <laughs> Discrepancies. <laughs> as we go through. Yeah, pens away. Uh, Stop yes. taking notes, you listeners. <laughs> uh, right, so we're going to look at January. January, January. Yeah. Obviously, we are halfway through, so there have yeah. been some releases already. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to put it out there that we've had uh, in some territories, Green Book, Green Book yep. come out, uh, Mary Queen of Scots, Glass, uh, The Mule yeah. has, uh, has also come out. Um, have you guys seen any of those? Yeah, so, um, okay, so I've seen Glass, and we can probably have a uh, quick conversation on that, but I just want to talk about um, Green Book. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'm really excited for. Uh, it's gaining a little bit of momentum with the awards um, yeah. corridor, of course. And, it's uh, cleaning up on awards, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the guilds really haven't come out yet except for acting, so we'll see mm. what happens there, but it did well there. Um, and, yeah, but the funny thing about this including the pun, is Peter Farrelly is a director who is uh, the director of such films like There's Something About Mary and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. yeah. And he's always shown that he can do a hint of drama through some of his other films, you know, like Shallow Howl had a little bit of that undercurrent drama. I think Dumb and Dumber had its own little uh, undercurrent <laughs> of drama, you know. When, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's so good to see that. I think it's set in the 60s. Not sure. I'm st- still very keen to see it, but have not yet. Figo Maltesen looks amazing. He's put on a bit of beef for the role. Yeah. And uh, really hamming it up, which looks, he looks amazing. <laughs> Worked very hard on his accent for that. Yeah. And that's for sure. Mashala Hala Ali. Yes. <laughs> Got that wrong. Well done. Yeah. No, that's better than what I would have done. He, uh, he's name. the busiest guy in Hollywood at the moment. He's yeah. just got work after work, TV, films, everything. It's great to see he's a real leading man. Yeah, he's great. He, obviously off the back of um, of Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, and Mary Queen of Scots uh, has had some mixed reviews to slightly negative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I, more I'm not negative. too aware of this. Yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah, but that's okay. I, I'm still going to definitely go and see that film. This That's a working title film, yeah? So uh, they're behind such films like Notting Hill and, and that kind of thing. All, all I'll say is it's definitely uh, boring. 
where the cap- oh, you've seen it. Uh, it is. Yeah. I'll give it a capital B for boring. However, uh, Margot's uh, transformation yeah. is insane. Okay. Um, Saoirse Ronan's also very good in it. So it's a bit of an actor's showpiece and the costumes are fantastic. Yeah. But they're... So it's a true period drama. Well, I think historically I'm no professional on Mary's Queen of Scots. Yeah. But uh, I think historically it's been fabricated like many are. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a slog to watch. It's a tough watch. Because I, I, I will enjoy it if it's boring but is uh, accurate. If it's not accurate and boring, then I think I'm going to be It'll in the same boat as you. Yeah. Mm. You'll be removed. You'll, you'll <laughs> resist. It's glorious to look at, but uh, it, I struggled to get through it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, at least they could be the favourite, you know, and be, you know... Have a little poke. Inaccurate, but yeah. then have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Have you seen The Favourite? Oh, I have, it? yeah. One of the best movies of last year. Okay. Yeah. 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 Totally deserves all its award praise. Yeah, cool. I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to off... <laughs> Off this uh, podcast, I have to get your top five for last year. Anyway, we move on. Uh, okay, and then um, Glass. So um, Sean and I recently saw Glass together and you would have seen it as a pre-screening perhaps. I did, yeah. 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 So without going into too much, because obviously typically M9 has a f- fair few spoiler territories there, um, but overall, what is our general vibe for Glass? Shall they run out and see Glass or, or not? What, what's your opinion? Uh, my opinion is... On its own, I think it's a pretty decent thriller with some good acting. Yep. Um, but I think it helps if you know Unbreakable and Split. Yeah. Probably more Unbreakable than Split, but for some people, if that's a little too confusing, just watch Split first, then this maybe, yeah. and then maybe go back to Unbreakable. Yeah, that's um, a good way. I did enjoy it, it, but I think I hyped up myself without giving anything away so much to see it because yeah. it's been on my radar for such a long time. I was a little deflated. Yeah. A little deflated by the end of it. But overall, I still recommend it. Sean? Uh, look, for 50% of the listeners, go and see it right now. You're going to love it. For 50% of the other listeners, uh, don't bother. Mm. So I think what Sean's <laughs> saying is it, it is a little bit polarizing. Yeah. I think the best way, my way of summar- summarizing is ignore the critical um, hammering at the moment because I think it's like 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. I still think this movie is worth seeing at the movies. Yes. Now, 50% of you will walk out yeah. and say, oh, I didn't like it, and 50% will, will probably really enjoy it. For me, for the first half of that film, at least, or even three quarters, I was really enjoying it. It was fantastic. The last act is where it will polarise people, only because he, he tries something, I guess, and he throws something that's quite ambitious at the, at the wall, and you'll either go along with that or you won't. And if you don't, you probably won't enjoy it at all. If you mm. do and you're open-minded, it's a bit of fun. Yep. The biggest problem I had with this – I actually enjoyed the film. My overall is I enjoyed it. My biggest problem with this film is that um, it was a little bit out of tone with, with Unbreakable and Split. So Unbreakable and Split do not talk about – the whole thing about them is that they're a grounded comic book – world that you don't really know about and they never refer to them that's why i said it the almost last better second. stands on on its own doesn't yeah. it yeah whereas this one is has a lot of uh reference to comic book movies in the movie for the first time mm. <laughs> so and i kind of i guess because they're all together maybe that makes sense but i found that a little bit hard to swallow other than that i'm, I'm in i, I like I, I'm james mcavoy yeah. Just go see it for James McAvoy's yeah, performance. Yeah. Not only is it he's going through, you know, 12 of his or 13 of his 23 personalities, <laughs> but it's also a physical performance, which is like you put them apart from each other and they're wonderful on, on their own two feet, right? Yeah. But he puts them together, together yeah. and it's quite an amazing thing to watch, I think. 
What about Anya Taylor-Joy? What do you guys think of her performance? Because she was really good in Split. Um, and I, I quite I like wanna, her in general, actually. I think she's pretty I, re- I really pretty like good. her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't mind her, um, but I don't think she really did anything in this film to warrant a comment on how I felt she was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She was overshadowed. Yeah, just because, only because James McAvoy is so brilliant mm. that you can't any like if he was in a mirror, that's the only other person that could have acted <laughs> yeah. as well as him. <laughs> the, the only thing I'll say is that I really felt that that um, that Samuel's mum, Mr. Glass's mum. And um, and you know was shoehorned into the script a little bit. Um, uh, Unbreakable. Um, Bruce Willis's son was kind of made sense to me. Yeah. The other two mm. were just kind of pushed in yeah. to the script. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that for a review. A review. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> it's probably worth uh, going out and looking at her. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and then uh, the mule. I believe you've seen that. Trent. I have. Uh, doesn't come out for about another week in Australian cinemas, but I saw it just before Christmas and it was released in the States late last year to, to hopefully get some kind of award, you know, traction, but yeah, it won't, yeah. but it is still a good film. And if you like Clint Eastwood, again, he said years ago, he's given up acting. He's not going to act anymore, but when a role comes along like this, he wanted to take it. So he did. Mm. Um, he's frail and he plays up to that. He's not in his 90s. He's yeah. such a good actor. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And Bradley Cooper. And it's just about drug running and how an ordinary man gets in it to get by and then ends up liking it to a sense. But yeah. it's it's a good film. Diane Weist is just amazing in it too. Great supporting actress. Weisty. Yeah, love we love her. Lost Boys days. Yes, um, yes. I, uh, the trailer that came out in 2018 was one of the best trailers of the year, in my opinion, and it emotionally affected me. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not. Laughing, He's laughing yeah. at me because I was he, really emotionally affected by it. He texted me saying, yeah. uh, I won't ruin your punchline, but basically texted me saying, you've got to watch this because... <laughs> because it's an, an emotional trailer. And he was crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I got caught up in the music and Clint Eastwood yeah. and the fact that he was frail and he was forced to do this drug running. I got caught up in that. Yeah. So it affected me. So when I got the first couple of reviews yeah. came out, which were not amazing, you know, it wasn't uh, Grand Torino amazing. No. I was a little bit deflated, I guess, but I'm still very keen to watch the film. Still see it and yeah. take some tissues or, ah, a, or a hanky, Jay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, it's it's not um, a brilliant, amazing film that's going to blow your mind, but is definitely one of those slow burners yeah, that yeah. I highly recommend. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so now we're sort of up to films that are you know either just out or haven't come out yet, um, like The Mule with The Upside. Obviously, Kevin Hart has had some um, yeah. ups and downs in the last <laughs> uh, couple of months. Uh, obviously, with the Oscar um, controversy yeah. and. Uh, Yet, what from what I understand, Upside um, is doing quite well. Mm. It was released last week in America. It did, uh, was it $33 million? Is that yeah, right? close to that, close to, something yeah. like that. Which I think is a really big uh, opening for that kind of film, uh, and especially with all the, the stuff happening with Kevin Hart, because that kind of stuff can, to, can affect a film. It can. At least, yeah. Know, not the yeah. actual film itself. Yeah. Also, the, uh, the film was um, shelved for about 12 months, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Brian, Brian Cranston star. said something about that. that it was a Weinstein release, and it was caught up in all that. It was just about to be released when all that bullshit happened, so they just shelved it and, and kind of had to put it to a new company to buy it. Blah blah blah, which mm. is why it was delayed. You know? Yeah, 
But this, this movie, uh, the upside is obviously based on the French film Intouchables, yeah, and which is an amazing film if anyone hasn't seen it. That is one of my favourites, and um, so Neil Berger is directed this one, The Upside. Uh, it's also got Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Yep. Yeah, uh, and Neil Berger directed Limitless and Divergent. Um, he's responsible yeah, nice. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reviews are quite positive, uh, and the money, the money's there, so its box office has, has been quite good. Yeah. So. Um, sorry, Shane. Have you seen the film? No. No. Okay. So yeah, I'm. I'm keen. I'm. If it's, if it's honestly, if it's sixty percent as good as the Intouchables, it'll be a great film. Yeah, that's my opinion. Well, it, Intouchables yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. I, have, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I really want to. Just haven't. I think <laughs> a lot of people won't even know it's a remake because no. Intouchables was quite a while ago, and even though it was a big hit hmm. commercially as well as in independent theaters. It's not being advertised as a remake of The Untouchables no. and the story has been tweaked yeah. a little, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But so the whole it's... Kevin Hart thing, maybe that's why it's become popular because people yeah. are actually on Kevin Hart's side now yeah, with Ellen backing yeah, yeah, him that was and everything else. a good else. interview for Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. It was, it <laughs> was. So I have a feel that reverse of what you were talking yeah. about that it can affect the box office did affect it but in a good way. Positive way, especially with the whole Weinstein you know, yeah. tarnished... Back well, yeah, Kevin Hart's got a lot of support. Definitely, mm. a lot of support from. I really uh, his wanted fans. to see him him host the Oscars. I really hoped he would get up and say, "No, no, stuff yeah, I'm going to do it." But you know, it's his prerogative. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah, he chose not to. Yeah, Oscars will be fun this year <laughs> <laughs> with hol- holograms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they're going to do? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they need to do a hologram with Bob Hope or something. You know, like that'd be great. Put, or Billy Crystal again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, alive. I'm just thinking of all the former past Hollywood um, <laughs> That's a great idea. Hosts but the great thing, the that would be a nice joke about it, is the fact that you can't have Billy Crystal anymore, but you can, because he's alive, <laughs> you, but you can have his uh, hologram because his hologram hasn't done anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, so many people have been asked to do it, so many famous, you, there's a whole shopping list of um, Hollywood celebrities that have passed on it. Um, a lot of them is to support Kevin Hart. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, just uh, okay, have that stand. Hugh Jackman did officially say no, though, because he's in uh, rehearsals for his right. world his tour. World tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, a whole lot of people said no, and yeah. I, I have a feeling it's to support Kevin. Yeah, well, good on them. Good on them. Um, although I won't get involved. Uh, so next up we have Serenity. And we, we love a good thriller around here. And we're still in Jan here, yeah, Lake Jan. So Lake Jan Feb's a great dumping ground for great thrillers like uh, The Girl on the Train and stuff. I think even Gone Girl was was Feb. Um, We're bringing back Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. So this looks like just a good old school dead calm style thriller. Um, It's directed by Stephen Knight who directed a really um, under the radar movie with, uh, with Tom, Tommy, Tom, Tom, Locke. Is it Locke or Loki? Yeah, oh, Locke, I would Locke. say. Tom Locke. No, no, no. Um, it's got Tom. Um, from Brandon. Hardy. Hardy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is it Locke or Loki? Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't uh, know. I think it's Locke. I think it's pronounced Locke. Yeah, right. It's L O C K E. One of his earlier British films, was it? No, no, no. It's um, it wasn't. It was just it was an under the radar DTV director okay. video. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, really great film, but it's like kind of shot in one scene, which is in the car. Yeah, he's yeah. got to control everything from in, in the car, and his performance is fantastic as a as a sorry Tom Hardy. Um, yeah, so he directed that, and he also re- re- directed um, Jason one of Jason Statham's good director videos <laughs> in Redemption. 
right. So the guy's got a little bit of cred there, you know? Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a step up for him, I think, in the budget, but yeah. Well, I, I recently watched the trailer for this and yeah. uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. it. It comes across to me as a bit more of like those 90s thrillers yes. that you're so yeah, used 100%. to. Um, and I haven't seen something like this for just a little while. Good. Yeah. Um, look forward to that. And, and Jason Clark's in it, I noticed, the Australian mm. actor. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's, he's keeping he's busy. Yeah. 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 He's got Pet Cemetery this year as well. Yeah. 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 Terminator Excellent. 5. Is he back Tem- for that? No, no, the last one. He was in the last one, yeah. I don't think he's in the new one. No. <laughs> the film has been pushed back. It was a 2018 release originally, but the Yeah, I wonder what that was about. Yeah. It could, well, it could have been a Weinstein thing as well, perhaps. Do you know? I don't yeah. know. It's been two years or so, really, since that's mm. all really hit the ground. Exposure from him. So, well, no, the upside was absolutely because of that. It was a Weinstein film, yeah. and it, they just shelved it. It was an Australian movie, Mary Magdalene, that got released uh, oh, a- yeah. Easter last year, which was a Weinstein Weinstein mm. movie. Um, that got pushed back because of the dramas as well, and that was an Australian release through Transmission. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. That. I actually um, saw a bit of that. Some screening or something. Rooney yeah. Mara. Yeah. Joaquin. Joaquin, that's right. Yeah. All right, so we're on the February. 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 Feb. Uh, and we're going to look at a it's Netflix. It's a leap year this year. Is it? <laughs> For those who care. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've, I just never, like when everyone ever mentions leap years, I'm yeah. like, yeah, cool, okay. <laughs> you see Zeds. Yeah. I'll, I'll hear you again another four years or whatever it is. Um, so uh, February. We have a Netflix film coming up called Velvet Buzzsaw. The reason why I wanted to bring this up is because it's uh, directed by Dan Gilroy, yeah. who did... Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, one that you keep banging on about. Oh, no. uh, yeah. It was a real breakout uh, hit for me. Well, not hit, real breakout um, under the radar film for me that I loved. Terrific movie. Terrific movie, yeah. Mm. He also did um, Roman J. Israel as well with uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. So uh, quality director, and this this movie looks batshit crazy. I kind of it's got a bit of a neon demon feel, you know. Probably not as punky as that, but yeah, it's um yeah. And we've got uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal, John Markovich, Tony Collette, Rene Russo. It's great to see Rene Russo back in something. Uh, yep. Well, actually, I love well, she, yeah, she was in Nightcrawler, so they've obviously got a bit of a thing. yeah. Yeah, which is great. You know, have you seen the trailer for the Shane? No, no, I haven't. Um, this is one of those movies I'm unaware of. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, yeah, it yeah. looks it looks crazy. Um, yeah. I guess because it's Netflix. Um, being a a film critic of theatrical stuff, I don't. Um, I come across Netflix and yeah. HBO stuff, but not as probably often as you guys do. That I mean, that's an interesting thing in itself, isn't it? That you could make a big discussion about, which is, uh, you know, as you know, a film critic. That Netflix don't seem to seek out that sort of approval, rather Not than really. just know that they've got no. some subscribers. So they know that they've got a built-in audience. They're going to pay for it no matter what. Well, they don't normally do it here in Australia, I notice, but overseas in the UK and America, they will often release a Netflix movie for a week mm-hmm. or two weeks in a theatre, yeah. and then that's it. It's only available on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, But I have noticed them doing that over in Australia as yet. So, yeah, that one sounds good, and I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the name, Velvet Chainsaw. Oh, uh, Buzzsaw, Buzzsaw yeah. yeah. Very good name. What was no, that uh, wonderful film with Jake Gyllenhaal and Amy Adams uh, two years ago, um, Tom Ford? Oh, that was that oh, was. Oh yeah, terrific. you and I went to Dendi mm. to see that. Nocturnal, Nocturnal animals. Nocturnal. Yeah. 
one of my favourite films, and, and I've seen it probably four times already, and it's, it's, it'll be in my top 20 films of all time, yeah. I think, just, just yeah. saying. Anyway, <laughs> imagine the start of that film, right? You yeah. know, the whole uh, art side of that yes, film is quite bizarre. Of course, yeah. Meets Neon Demon. Which I really loved, yep. Neon Demon. And Nightcrawler, put all those three things in, and you've got Velvet. <laughs> Buzz saw. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got me at Jake Gyllenhaal, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Donnie Darko. Uh, so the next film, again, Jason keeps banging on about this, and it's actually from, um, it's actually from a, a director who has already made this film before, mm. um, and this film is called Cold Pursuit. With Liam Neeson, about a yeah. snowplow driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the original was a Norwegian film, yeah? That's right, yeah. Nordic, and they do some great little thrillers, although th- this one yeah. apparently is a black comedy thriller, yeah. yeah. And it had Stellan Skarsgård, so, yeah. you know... Yeah, it, of course it, it did. Every film's got a Skarsgård. Well, especially when it's in uh, Norway. Especially when it's Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But the original one was called Order of Disappearance. And so this is like a direct remake, yeah. Just is it like a Hollywood version? Yeah. But he's doing. But he's doing it. Yeah. And look, it's it's basically a similar thing to what Liam Neeson has been doing. You know, in terms of the older guys, sort of getting some sort of revenge or whatnot. Yeah, but I think it might have a little bit kid. more smarts if they interpret it. Well, from what I've heard, this will be the best of those. Mm. You know, Taken was pretty good, so that's that's going to be hard to beat. But. But I'm really looking for. I'm actually really looking forward to it. I know that you aren't actually this on this one, Jay. But well, no, I'm just over Liam Neeson actioners. But I'm a big fan of um, Nordic thrillers, so I'd watch it just for that. Just for that. Well, can I can I turn you maybe with this? So the character's um, name in the Norwegian film is Nils Dickman, right? Yeah. Liam Neeson's name is Nels Coxman. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Just for that joke alone, you've got to get in there and... <laughs> uh, I hope it's a joke. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I, I don't know. You're being sarcastic, I think, Jay, because I remember it's distinctly the last Liam Neeson action movie you couldn't stand. Yeah, no, I was being the very commuter. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah commuter, he, he, yeah. he does not uh, not want to say this. And film. I didn't mind it, and I remember you slyly saying... <laughs> oh, look, I, I've got nothing as Liam Neeson, by the way. Nonstop no, no. was I actually, actually pretty good. I, like I love non-stop. him in a comedy or drama. I love it. I loved him in Taken. Yes. You know? But he's just, he's phoning this in. He's riding the wave. And great. Good on him. You know? Yeah. So, But the films are just, I think they're just mm. subpar. I think the fact it's being released in February is a pretty good indication of what it's like as well. What it's yeah. capable of. Yeah. yeah. What was that uh, the snow was it snowman? Yeah the snowman was I think a, a originally a um yep. Swedish no- yep. Norwegian or something. Yeah Michael Fassbender he was a shot. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Uh so then we're gonna move on to another you know, was it what do you call it a remake, a reimagining? Yeah yeah, I think it's a reimagining this one. Yeah, because yeah. it's not a sequel or but it is different. Yeah, we yeah. had obviously what women want and yeah. now we're turning that into what men want. The lovely you know Nancy what? Myers. I've already bought my ticket, so <laughs> <laughs> I love these sort of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, perfect Feb release, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a no brainer comedy. Valentine's Day. We thing. know what we'll get, right? And yeah. um yeah, obviously, um, Taraji, is that how you say her name? Taraji, Taraji? P. Hansen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hidden Figures. Yeah, she is so good. She um, is good. What's the TV show that uh, 
She's in so like rap moguls and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I can't think of it. But oh, em, em, Empire. Empire, thank yeah, you. Empire. Uh, yeah, um, she's great in that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just for those who haven't seen What Women Want, Nancy Myers, uh, basically Mel Gibson can hear the thoughts of all the women and in this case... Um, Taraji can hear all the thoughts of us men. Yeah. <laughs> God help us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're in for a bit of a hard time. Uh, yeah, in this era of um, yeah. Hollywood, it's going to be an interesting yeah. comedy, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, is there a cameo from Mel Gibson? Does anyone know that? Or Helen Hunt? I wouldn't think yeah, so. Yeah, I haven't either. heard, but that would be... Be nice. nice I like yeah. that. <laughs> Although if they are doing a whole Me Too sort of uh, you know, comment uh, on what men think, you're not going to have um, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson. <laughs> show up. Fair well, that could be quite funny with a phone or something. I don't know. He's redeemed himself, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. it's been long enough, and yeah. he's been in other movies, and people, I think, are respecting him again to a point. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. so I like uh, if Robert Downey Jr. can do it, then <laughs> all those are slightly different. But anyway, yeah. uh, then we're going to go on to uh, another animated film, uh, the uh, Lego Movie Two, the second part. Yeah, they're always very funny. They're always tongue in cheek. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw the first Lego movie. I mean, you. you I did. Have. I did, yeah. and I sat through the Lego Batman, and I sat through the Lego <laughs> Ninjago movie or whatever it was. Yeah, with Jackie Chan. Ninjago. Ninjago. Yeah. Yeah. Ninjago. I'm not real keen on this one. I know. Like, no. see, I I really enjoyed. Uh, the Lego movie. I thought that was fun. And obviously I've got kids that I get to go That's with. That's true. So yeah, it's that, nice to enjoy it in yeah. that way. Um, the oh, Lego the, Batman the, was like, I found really hilarious actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's better, to me, that's the best one of the yeah. three I've seen. Yeah. And yeah. this one's um, <clears throat> as a parody on Mad Max, speaking of Mel Gibson. Oh, is it? So it's kind of post-apocalyptic, you know, it's, it's on the road. It's Mad Max. Rough Fury Road. An excuse for hundreds of pop culture references. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, right. And kids love that. Adults love it. So I'm yeah. sure it's going to be a hit. Yeah, it'll make yeah. some money, I think, <laughs> a little bit. I'll see it, but, you know, not hanging to see that one. Yeah. Well, Lego, you... Lego, sorry, Lego yeah. Batman and Ninjago didn't make a ton of, ton of money, actually, yeah. as I think they may have expected. Oh, Ninjago yeah. was, wasn't great. No. Right, okay. Yeah, it wasn't great at all. Okay. Um. Like the other two really stand out for me. Ninjago, I could have, I can sweep it under the carpet. Mm. Yeah. It's boring and a bit crazy. Okay. That's something to be said. They when probably should have released that one, Jago, after Crazy Rich Asians came out. Uh. You know, it was the big, <laughs> big, you know, Asian influence, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would have helped it along it a little could've. bit. Could have. Yeah, could have. Um, so uh, we're, still, we're still in February and we're now up to Alita Battle Angel. What's up? Yeah. yeah, and uh, I'm so keen for this. <laughs> there, there are a couple of moments there when I was saying to Jay, we're looking at like, is she mo-capped by using Bruce Lee? Yeah, there's a couple of moves that uh, really? she does. Well, just there are a couple of moves that she does that are so similar to what he yeah. does. And what he, the, it was funny when that when we watched the trailer, the, we're talking about a fight scene that Alita does, and it was only that at that point that I thought, hang on, with mocap. You could just put anyone in there for the fight scenes, yeah. like a real, you know, martial artist who is amazing at Corey or whatever it might be, and just pop him in for those fight scenes. Yeah, because it's not a face facial thing, you know, or well, it is, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and just do the body movements of a martial artist. Yeah, and put whoever is playing Alita, which I, I don't have that. Who's playing Alita? Uh, Rosa Salazar Yeah And put her in for You know what I mean And I never really thought That you could yeah. do that with I never clicked That that is something You could do with mocap Because oh. her movements In it are spot on 
for martial arts, you know, like for fighting. It, it's quite a big cast. I mean, you've got Rosa Salazar, but then you've got Jennifer Connelly, um, Christoph Waltz, um, Ed Screen, and Michelle Rodriguez. You know, yeah. when I say big, I mean, for something like this, I didn't expect to have anyone in it. I mean, it's no Sin City. No, but, uh, it's, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. I was about to say, so yeah. for Robert Rodriguez, um, and usually he has staples that he puts into these films, but mm. he's, he's tending to sort of go in a new direction, it seems. Well, Michelle's a staple, isn't she? Rodriguez? Mm. Oh, really? No. I thought she was in... Um, she might in, have been in one thing, but yeah, yeah, not, uh, not much, not many things. What was I thinking of? Um, the one with... She might have been in Once Upon a Time in Mexico or something like that. I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, I do think it's going to be good. I Machete, actually, sorry. Um, yeah, she yeah, was. She was in Machete. Yeah, one right, of okay. them. Uh, I think it'll be good, actually. Um, I was a bit worried because it's been put back. Like yeah. it was meant to come out last year. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and now Fox has sort of taking uh, been taken over by Disney as well. I think it was an acqui- acquisition by Disney that told them to re like pull it back. Yeah. Um, to a later date. But I like it. I reckon, I, did, I don't know enough about Bruce Lee's moves. Uh-huh. That, the trailers. Oh, there's probably one moment in yeah. there. Oh, and I've right. gone, That's it. Everything is Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Fist of Fury and End of the Dragon and probably my two favourite Bruce Lee movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you guys obviously know more about it than I do. But, yeah, it'll be good. I actually think it'll be good. Is, is it an anime or a yeah. game? It's an no, anime. it's anime. So okay. the source material is um, uh, manga. And, yeah. um, and I actually have seen um, a couple of the uh, cool. movie versions of Elite because I was, I was right into anime when I was a teenager. And so, yeah, I've been hanging for this to be adapted. And then when Robert took it on, Robert Rodriguez, and produ- yeah. produced by James Cameron, yeah. I did see something where Robert tweeted saying, if you're doing a, a film for James Cameron, you do the absolute best you can. Yeah, you know what stuff. I mean? Yeah, so he's well, taking it very right. personal. And that's another thing. Uh, so, you know, Rodriguez really, I mean, he's always had Miramax as, mm. you know, someone talking. But in terms of like a producer uh, or executive producer, Mental, yeah. he hasn't really had a lot of people over him that could, that could conceivably control what he's doing. Yeah. So this, this is why I'm hanging to see this because mm. I, I love his career and I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with the direction well, of... He's always been about the home studio. You can do this at home, you know, yeah. with the right equipment. Yeah. yeah. He's responsible for Spy Kids, right? Yeah. 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 And, and Lava Girl, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, yeah, Shark Boy and Lava he, Girl. He had his own, no one was over him then. He just did what he wanted to do. That's right. that, but that's what I'm saying. Movies. Like uh, for yeah. all of his films, like, really, no one's been over him. They've given him a bit of cash and yeah. small amounts because he does everything like himself. He yeah. edits, he scores, yeah. he does all that stuff. Um, so it'd be interesting if he can work in the system for James Cameron, and if it is, he pulls this off. I hope yeah. so. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit excited for this one. I'm hoping it could be a breakout. Um, yeah. I, I didn't mind Ghost in the Shell. I kind of yeah, really I liked it, it mm. but it wasn't the wasn't a breakout hit across the board or masses. Yeah. Um, well, it was rejected by the anime crowd because of yeah. the um, whitewashing of the <laughs> yeah, Asian yeah, yeah. characters. And yeah. I guess fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't taken a risk to see it. I have it. I own it on DVD. I have it on DVD. It's worth a watch. Oh, it's great, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, ScarJo is awesome. She's just not Asian. <laughs> uh, She's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, oh, ScarJo, I'm happy to watch, yeah. obviously. Um, now, I'm very excited about this one. <laughs> this is something about Jason again, but he actually—I'm not being sarcastic here. He kept banging on about this movie, going, "You gotta watch it! You gotta watch it!" One, because he knows I love Groundhog Day. Yes, like I've seen that movie, arguably more times than any other film I've. Seen. It's Groundhog Day meets Scream. 
Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I grabbed it when it came out on home video. Then what we're talking about is... <laughs> Happy Death Day. <laughs> but now this one's called Happy Death Day to you. Oh, I see what oh, they did so there. so cute. Um, <laughs> so basically everyone's coming back. Yeah, everyone's back. The directors, same director. Yeah. Um, and that's not a spoiler, by the way. She's waking up in the same room yeah. on the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So what's happened there? I, I don't know. But she went, one thing I loved about this movie is is her personality, like her, sorry, her presence on screen, her charisma. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Roth, Roth. is it? Yeah. yeah. Jessica Roth, yeah. Yeah, she was fantastic, you know, and I'm, I'm surprised I haven't seen her in anything else yet, but these are pretty close together, so maybe she hasn't had a... Well, it seems like she's helping someone else through a loop, and then all of a sudden somehow she gets caught back, back into yeah, her yeah, original yeah. loop of... Groundhog Day. I think so. Uh, I love it. I can't <laughs> wait. I love the first one. It was great. It was only a year ago, wasn't it's, it? Yeah. So it they've so much rushed fun. this back yeah. into production. Which is always a concern for me. And there's a few of those sequels coming up in our list today that is a concern. They just push them out quickly. But given it's the same team, same director. And possibly similar locations. Yeah, Since yeah, it's yeah. The, maybe the same room and that. So Just to remind people, this was a Blumhouse film, the original, and this, this one is too. So, again, he turned you know little into magic. It was $4.8 million production budget that became a $120 million worldwide hit. So that's a, a good return on this, like 20 times your investment. Look, I, I can't <laughs> believe Jessica hasn't broken out a little bit more by now. Mm. I spotted her and made a point of putting her in my review I remember for La La Land. You, yeah, I remember that. She's in La La Land, so... When she headlines this movie a year ago, Happy she Death Day, she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Well, she's and the reason why the movie worked, to be honest. Let's, let's be honest. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, concept yeah. was fun, but with the wrong person in the lead, it just would have been just another horror generic She's horror in um, ha- yeah. uh, Valley Girl. There's a remake of Valley Girl, the 80s movie. Yeah. Right. Um, that has actually been filmed, which is on the shelf, and I don't know of a release date for right. it yet, which is a musical. So I... She plays the Valley Girl, so I'm looking forward to that whenever it, and if it gets released. Yeah, and um, there's an alternative ending to Sean. Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, that. on the Blu-ray. I've seen really? That. Yes. Yeah. So if you've got the Blu-ray, it's actually pretty morbid. It's it is. It's so. really it's really dark, and I. It's I kind of liked it. It was like the you butterfly it, yeah. effect. Um, yeah. You remember butterfly effect? Butterfly it was a great effect. Film. Yeah, yeah. They had an alternate ending, which is really, really morbid. And so they yeah. didn't release it theatrically like that. They just put it on the DVD at the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of similar. It's a bit more fun and tongue in cheek. But it's a little bit oh, gee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you have got the Blu-ray at home and you haven't bothered to look at the alternate ending for Happy Death Day. Check it out. It's kind of and it's it's quite extended. It's probably about seven minutes or something. Yeah, something five, like from memory. Five, seven yeah. Minutes, yeah. Good fun. Good movie. Uh, and lastly for February, we have a film that has come out already in Australia. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and in fact, uh, some of my family saw it um, a couple of weeks ago. It's a very strong animation. It's a hopefully a great way to wrap up uh, what is a wonderful trilogy. Um, How to Train a Dragon, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Mm. Yeah, it's done well, this little, not little, this massive franchise. Yeah. What am I talking about? It's won an Oscar. It did. Uh, yeah, part two won an Oscar last uh, right. two years ago or three yeah. years ago, whatever it was, which was uh, amazed me at the time because I think there was a Pixar in there, I think. But um, but the, and this is this one's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. at the moment. Yep, the trailer as well. Um, my boys loved it, and uh, like I'm, I, I would find it hard to go to the cinema by myself and pay to see it. 
just because it'd be a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> but as soon as it comes out on home ends, I, I do that all the time. I yeah, see, you have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but even normal sessions, I'll go and see something that might be a kids' movie and sit down the front, you know, and always think what people think, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you care. probably go to normal timings. I, I'm a 9.30 p.m. Yeah, screening that's true. Sort of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Can I see the kids' film at 9.30 yeah, p.m., yeah. please? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, I'm just going to drip a matinee. Oh, we had to cancel that, but now that we've sold one ticket to you, we've got to keep it We're on. We're opening. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I think people hopefully will see that one. March, my birthday oh. month. It's the most important month of the year. Yeah, I always forget. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at I remind forgetting. you, you know. <laughs> uh, and, and now, here's a film um, that's... You have uh, a big big birthday celebration this year. I've been, yeah, I've gone you turning 40. 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel 50 at the moment. Uh, turning 40 this Special year. Special podcast in Three March then, uh, maybe? Uh, maybe? You know what? Every weekend, I'm out. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm doing something. I'm, it's big. It's, uh, I'm just, you know, out. <laughs> we're, uh, we're actually going down yeah. to uh, the F1 in, in Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. right? Um, so that's one of the weekends. A weekend away, yeah. Try um, Trump uh, Mudgy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, driving around the Bathurst track. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're in March, and uh, I want to kick off with um, an English film. Yes, this has my attention. Yes, directed by Stephen Merchant, who obviously, yeah, yeah, was involved with all the Office, and yeah, he's been in other bits and pieces. What's his main? He was in Logan. In Logan, Logan. yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's right. He looked weird in Logan. He was. I can't think. I like. I liked him in Logan. Um, Character. But uh, he's very funny. He's a very funny guy. And uh, in fact, he was in the Big Bang Theory for a little bit as well, just in case there's any of those. uh, Yeah, yeah, he played someone who dated. um, I can never remember names. Sheldon? <laughs> yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, yeah. Sheldon's wife, actually. Right. <laughs> um, he, he dates her for like two or three episodes. It's quite beautiful because he, he and Sheldon had to like face off against one another and, they're, you know, they're, they're never watch an episode. So this is, oh, right. this is based yeah. on a true story. I think it's probably pretty loose, but it's based on a true story, yeah? Yes. Of a WWE diva. Yep. Named. Uh, her Paige? stage name is Paige, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's about her entering into the WWE. She was just a kind of regular person, right? I guess. Yeah, completely. So her whole group. family want to be mm. wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, and you know, she's the girl in a male-dominated family that wants to do, which is a male-dominated sport back then, really. Yeah. Nick Frost is a, you know the lead. You got Vince Vaughn yep. cameo from The Rock. I think it's probably a little bit more of an extended cameo, but it's, yeah, I'm really keen for this. I mean, I, I'm a. <laughs> I've got a soft spot for WWE. I don't watch it a lot these days, but I, I get it. Yeah. I get the entertainment value. Yes, and, completely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested. Actually, what I've always been interest, interested in with the WWE is not front of house, but the back of house. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's why I love those Mick Foley documentaries and stuff that came out. Yeah. So I'm, and this will have a lot of that back, back, you know, backstory stuff. So, yeah. yeah but Steve Merchant is really uh, smart with his comedy. Yeah. And the English in general. He's um, good. Yeah. And, and the English in general seem to have a bit more of an intellectual grasp of their type of comedy. You know, it's not as slapstick or anything like that. Yeah. So I really feel that this is going to be a great dramedy. That's, that's, that's how I want it to be. Yeah. But it may not be that in the end. Well, it could <laughs> be a Nacho Libre as well. I enjoyed Nacho Libre. <laughs> Did you? See, yeah. no, that was But that's horrendous. very quirk, yeah. Yeah, but, I never liked it. Um, what's the one with the Khan boy? And um, Khan and boy, Khan. Yeah, he's not Scott Khan. 
and uh, and it is a wrestling film. Okay. And uh, it has Sean William Scott. Oh, in it, and it's got yeah, the, the dude Co- from um, David, one of your favorites, David Arquette. It yeah, is. from the oh, oh, that's name. right, David Arquette did that yeah, wrestling. And it's got movie. Oliver Platt. Okay, I do. I never saw it, but I know that what you mean. And then David Arquette went into actual wrestling. Yeah, he still does it. It really yeah. still does it. He still does if it. If you can get your, I'll find out. We'll have to find out what it is. But uh, yeah, you've you mentioned it on a podcast before, and you, you love that movie. I, I do. do remember. It's, yeah, because yeah, it was just a, it was a really under the radar type of. Yeah, I don't think it got a cinema release down under. No. It would have been straight no. to yeah, we, DVD. We were, we were working the video. Well, I was working the yeah. video store certainly at the time. And uh, so, you know, anything that came in that was direct to video was straight in. Yeah. Especially something like that. Uh, so, now here's, here's one that's quite interesting. It doesn't have a trailer. And also, there's rumours that it might be pushed back to yeah, 2020. I reckon, yeah. I reckon this is going to be pushed back. I yeah. can't see this coming out in March. Uh, it's called Chaos Walking. And it's directed by um, Doug Lyman. Yeah, I love Doug Lyman. So he's behind um, Swingers. Swingers, yeah. Swingers, and yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Edge and of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. And which Lutheran was repeat. fantastic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I loved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he didn't he do one of the uh, Bournes? Yeah, maybe the first two, actually. Yeah. Oh, no, was that Greengrass? That wasn't Paul Greengrass? Greengrass yeah, maybe he did, did uh, the second and third. Okay. Yeah, no, Lyman is good. I like his style. Um, I don't know anything about this movie, though. Yeah, I mean, you've got a film uh, with Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, so Spider-Man and uh, Ray from Star Wars. It's a bit uh, young adult YA. I think yeah. it's kind of... Um, yeah, oh, okay. Diversion, Hunger Games-esque. If you like them, watch this, you know. They so have had their day, under. that genre. Yeah, and this is what's interesting about this moment. film. Yeah. Is it, they've had their day. That was the last 10 years. We had plenty of them. Yeah. So is this uh, two years too late? Or is it something completely different, you know? The Darkest Minds came out last year, which was a young adult uh, adaptation. Mm. And it was, I didn't mind the film, but it was like their last effort to try and get a franchise going for young yeah. adults again, yeah. and it, it uh, didn't happen. So, <laughs> just just for those who were uh, yelling at their radio at the moment, it's um, 2000, ready to rumble. David Arquette. Thank you. Ready to rumble. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've oh. never seen it. But yeah, he still does wrestling. I only saw him recently getting interviewed again or something about it. Yeah. That's amazing because um, I just don't, I mean, he, you know, he's a big man now. And I mean, he's always been a big man, but he's older and he's a big man. Yeah. I just don't know how he can move around and do that. Mm. Might be that second tier of wrestling that right Mickey yeah, Rock yeah, does yeah. In, in the wrestler. Oh right, you know the great movie, just in gymnasiums oh. and things. You know what? Uh, my family's away tonight, so you know I'm going to be watching <laughs> all night YouTube videos of Oliver Platt wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Platt. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so uh, oh okay, one of the biggest films likely this year is going to be a female led. Superhero movie. I'm sure you know what we're talking about. Wonder Woman 2. No, I'm not kidding. It's Captain <laughs> Marvel. Captain yeah, Marvel. Brie Larson, Samuel L. Yes. A young Samuel L. Jackson because it's set in the 80s. Yeah. Or 90s. Yeah. No, sorry, 90s. That worries on, me. Wonder Woman's They're 80s, doing sorry. the Benjamin Button thing on uh, yeah. Samuel L. Yeah. But in the trailer, it looks good. Okay. Do you agree? Uh, no, I haven't actually looked at the trailer okay. properly yet. Yeah. I'm not a huge superhero fan. Yeah, right. So... Yeah. It took a lot for me to watch the Spider-Man one, but I am partial to Spider-Man. This yeah. one, I don't want it to sort of ruin anything. I want to no, go into enough, it. Don't yeah. know the character. Well, I it, like Brie Larson. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go in blind on this one. It, she was amazing in Room. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Um, it looks 
great. Like okay. in the so, trailer. This yeah. is obviously they've worked hard on the trailer and they've fixed it up and whatever they need to do. They're, um, they're doing this a lot too, giving um, these big films to like little indie direction, directors. Yeah. I don't know whether that's because they can provide some kind of spark or they can, I guess, tell them what to do a little bit more. I don't know. Mm. But these yeah. guys, are the dual directors did uh, Half Nelson and Sugar, yeah. which are two little indie films. Um, Great. Half Nelson yeah. was Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I know that one. I don't know Sugar. The 2000s maybe, the 205 or something. Yeah, early yeah. 2000s. Uh, and you've got, um, yeah, so, sorry, what I was going to say, it was Avengers. Uh, yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, this War. is the bridge. So this is the next, yeah, yeah, the next step from sort of giving us any answers. Mm. And that's what it is, it's answers, because chronologically it's different. So what sort of answers are we going to get in this movie yeah. that helps us? Um, I think the only through. answer we'll get, because it's an interesting one, the only answer we'll get is where has Captain Marvel been? Because yeah. uh, obviously, obviously, Samuel L. calls on her at the end of uh, Infinity War. Yeah, why is she suddenly? They've been fighting. Avengers have been out for you know what, probably seven or eight years in the Marvel universe, whatever it is. And yeah. where has she been? Where so, has she been? Yeah, yeah. And and obviously, she she's very powerful. Um, and yeah. she's the last port of call. But so looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, Next film. Oh, is, oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now this one I do know about. <laughs> Original <laughs> horror. Yeah, can't wait. The next yeah. film is called Uz. <laughs> if you're in the UK, it's called, in the north of the UK, it's called Uz. <laughs> or Us, for the normal people. <laughs> yeah. Us, yeah. What is Us, Jay? Right, so Us is the follow-on feature of uh, Jordan Peele's directorial debut of Get Out, uh, which was a phenomenal hit. And um, and I'm going to say it. In my opinion, it's a masterpiece already. <gasps> yep, uh, it's a it's already for me. It's already a classic masterpiece of the horror genre. Yeah. So this is his follow-on. So expect expectations much? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, the trailer's out. Have you seen the trailer, no. Shane? Or no? No, I haven't. You know, yet. Are you going to watch it? Oh uh, yeah, that's the trailer. I probably will watch. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I'm it looking forward little, to it. It looks. Well, it looks as fucked up as Get Out was, basically. Yeah. Um, it looks like a big mind F. Yeah. But it looks fun, you know. Completely. You know, I'm not a big yeah. horror fan anymore. I used to be, just yeah. not anymore. But um, I really, yeah, really enjoyed his, his last film. So. Oh, I went off horror in the noughties as well. Like, I, I really just didn't like it at all. I was had a sour taste in my mouth. But I've got to say, since The Conjuring, and there's been sprinkles of brilliance in horror, not only in movies, but in TV... And I love it. I love the fact that we've got this kind of bit of a resurge, even in the you know the fact like Walking Dead and and there's yeah. real drama in horror. And I was watching A Quiet Place for the fourth time last night, and even though that's a sci-fi thriller horror, there's drama. real drama in horror. And I was just thinking about that I was while say I was drama. watching it. Yeah, as I say, yeah. <laughs> it has everything in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. But but it's Except just sound. I just I love the fact that horror is actually having a genuine. Um, high quality resurgence, you know, um, not with everything. Last year was a good year for horror. A very Renaissance, good year. Yeah. mate. I like Suspiria. I know it got didn't get good reviews, but I was um, absolutely entranced by it. Yeah. yeah. But hard to watch, even for me. And I've seen a lot, you know. Yeah. yeah. Where did you Where did you sit on Hereditary? Like another <laughs> positive. Uh, positive. Yeah. High. Loved it. Yeah. I can't recommend it. I can't recommend it to no. just anyone because no. of the situations that happen in it. Yeah. But 
Eight was a strong film. Eight affected me. And yeah, the, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm, I loved Hereditary. Was yeah. um, well, A Quiet Place was before Hereditary in my top ten, but they were my two only horror films in the top ten, and I haven't seen Suspiria. Mm. And I'm a massive fan of Dario Argento's Suspiria. Well, it's just different. Yeah, I know, no, no, that, I that's know. why people didn't a lot of I can't wait. I know like it's it. going to be an art house horror, and that's what I want yeah. with a bit of giallo. It's incredible. Yeah. But Halloween, totally didn't like it. See, that's funny. So, yeah, so, I, I, had I, I, I was just let down by it. Oh, wow. See, I had Halloween in my top 10 of the year. <laughs> no I had way. so much fun with it. I was by myself. No one was around me. I was just watching this, like, you know, because I, I find obviously those types of killers ridiculous because, you know, just walk slightly faster than him and you're good. <laughs> just don't ever stop. Don't turn left or right. Just it keep walking straight. Better. I just expected more. I don't know. I think the last 20 minutes was pretty exciting and pretty good yeah. and well handled, but sorry, Sean. And up next, we have Captive State. Yes. Have you guys seen anything on this? Is this the sequel to Garden State? (laughs) Actually, it is, yeah. uh, (laughs) Once they smoke so much uh, weed in Garden State, uh, yeah, they head to this. But uh, this is kind of like a dystopian um, picture where uh, aliens come down to Earth and they seemingly want to help humans get by. Um, But, yeah, I'm sure that there are ulterior motives and that seems to come across in a trailer. It gets a little bit crazy. Um, so directed by Rupert Wyatt, who did uh, Rise yeah. of the Planet of the Apes, one of the greatest reboots, I think. Yeah. And uh, and it's spawned three, no, two sequels. And Gambler, which I didn't mind Gambler with... Um, oh, he did that, did he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. With John Goodman. With John Goodman. And Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Marky Mark, yeah. I didn't mind Gambler. What, yeah. what did you think? It was oh, good, from memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slight remake of the James Kahn yes. 70s Gambler, yeah. and it was yeah. George Kennedy's last film. The great George Kennedy. Yeah, right. Yes. He appeared in it, and that yeah, was his right. last movie before he died. But I like The Gambler too, but it flopped. Huge oh, flop. Oh, big flop, yeah, yeah, yeah. But worth, but it was, it's worth, worth sussing it. worth watching if you're into that kind of, that film. And usually at this point, uh, this is where I'd brag about talking about, uh, or talking to Rupert Wyatt, um, but I can't because Shane's here, and he's probably had dinner with his mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I've never spoken to Rupert Wyatt, have you? Meeting. Yeah, so uh, oh, cool. because of my job, Ooh, we're over, dropping. <laughs> because of my job as a sports coach oh. back in England wow. at a very hoity-toity private school. Awesome. He was um, one of the kids there. Oh, no he wasn't a kid when I was teaching, um, but because I ran film society, uh, I got him on the um, on the old Skype. And he was willing to do whatever he needed to do to talk oh, to the kids. And that's just, awesome. Yeah. He was very busy. He was, he was doing one of the eight films. Um, and, uh, but he was lovely. Yeah. I, I thought that's, Rise was fantastic. Just, just a great version of what's already been done many a time. As a whole, that was a magnificent trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I love that stuff. One of the better ones, yeah. I agree with that completely. Andy Serkis could have easily been nominated for yeah. an acting award. Yeah. Although they don't give it to mocap, one, yeah. one day they might. We you talk about know. that a lot, but yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you would think that they would have some sort of mocap category that they don't Get show on the on track. There. It might happen. Yeah. I mean, when they were thinking more. about a most popular movie Oscar, which was just ridiculous. Yeah, but a mocap that thing or a special, yeah. a special, special effects award or something. <laughs> you know, what? like I think down the track, especially with the new Avatar. Who knows what James Car- Cameron's going to do with that next? Yeah, I know, right. Yeah. Filmed underwater. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's another another movie that I adored when it came out. So I saw it about 15 times. Which one? Avatar? Yeah. 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 Big screen must. 
If if you remember after we finished oh, yeah, this podcast sure. today, I'll t- I'll tell you a great story about James Cameron. Uh, and someone did you of, get him on Skype too? And well, <laughs> I was I'm one degree away. Remember James Cameron's avatar, um, avatar, James Cameron's Aquaman in Entourage. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That's good. Oh, Aquaman, billion dollar club. Thank you. Uh, okay, so next film in March, uh, there we've got Greyhound. Tom Hanks film, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. So this is a um, biopic, yeah? I think. Great. Oh, uh, is it? No. No, sorry, sorry. That was another, sorry. (laughs) Submarine That's the other Tom Hanks film. Yeah, that's coming up a little bit later. later. So, yeah, uh, Aaron Schneider, he directed a really unknown film, which I actually really liked. Uh, Get Low. Did you ever see Get Low? Yeah, Robert DeVal. Robert DeVal. Yeah, I did see that. I saw it at a film festival. And I didn't get picked up. Bill Murray? Bill Murray was uh, it? Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty decent. And he's um, done a few um, documentaries as well, but yeah. yeah. It's, well, I don't uh, very little about this, but there's a submarine involved. <laughs> there's a submarine, there's and a chase. I like submarine movies. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks, submarine. Now, I'm, I'm guessing that a greyhound means that the, 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 um, chase. the chase means yeah. that the ship is possibly faster. Than the rabbit. Than all of the chasing submarines. <laughs> no, so, the Greyhound uh, doesn't catch the rabbit. That's no. the. But as I'm saying, so is it is it a case of who runs out of petrol first? I'm not sure. Maybe there's is a that... Greyhound on board that they've kidnapped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh it's the only thing to survive. Good to see Elizabeth Shue too in, a, in another movie. I, yeah. You see her on a bit of TV, but not in a lot of movies now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad to see that she's doing something. Do you know what? The 90s are coming back. They really are in a big way. And that is the best news for someone like me who, in terms of nostalgia, 90s mm. is everything. So yeah. yeah, well, I mean, we've had our 80s go and saturated that comeback, yep. which is kind of They'll never go away. Our, I mean, look, Captain yeah. Marvel is 80s. Well, right. uh, 90s. Oh, it's not. Yeah, because the, they land into the... Wonder, Wonder Woman's 80s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They land into the blockbuster um, right, oh. at, right at the beginning of... That's how it, the trailer starts. Right. Is they land into a well, blockbuster. I'm glad I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah, just to set the looking scene of the 90s. Uh, so I'm really looking for that. Big, <laughs> big flappy pants. It's great. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so pants. Greyhound, I think, is just going to be a really fun, hopeful, you know, big scale film. Yes. And I haven't watched Tom Hanks in something for a long time because I haven't really been into... Oh, Sully was good. You didn't yeah, see that? No, I just... Sully was good. Yeah. Post Post was good. Post was good. Yeah. yeah. Captain Phillips was good. I saw yeah. Captain Phillips, yeah. He did that, that one, The Circle, with Emma yeah. Roberts, which yeah. I yeah. thought was okay, but it didn't do very well. Yeah. And I really liked um, uh, Bridge of Spies. And Bridge of Spies, yeah. Mm. That's where I sort of finished, was Bridge right. of Spies around there. Uh, And then there's always the question Where'd you go, Bernadette? I'm not sure where she went But Richard Linklater's going to tell us Hopefully Mm. Hopefully, because otherwise, you know, we'll be a bit disappointed by the end of it This director, (laughs) he's a really um, diverse, obscure director, isn't he? Like he's responsible for the Midnight Trilogy um, But you want to see everything he does 100% Yeah Boyhood, obviously Boyhood, which was nominated uh, a couple of years ago, got snubbed by... Yeah. Days are confused. Everybody wants some. Uh, 
which was the unofficial sequel. Yes. But I still yeah. enjoyed it. That was 80s. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, I had, this has been on my radar for a while. I reckon yeah. it's going to be great. You look at, I've seen um, some images from it with Kate Blanchett. Good cast. Yeah. Yeah. I really, we we really love Kate like Blanchett it. on this podcast. Yeah. Billy Crudup. Kristen who... Wiig. I'm still waiting for him to, to do something better than Almost Famous. Uh, he won't. He won't. And that's, that's the unfortunate thing. Like a better yeah. character. It's yeah. not his fault. It's just that he, he had peaked. one of the best characters. He, he, <laughs> oh, he was good in Watchmen with the two-foot penis. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I blacked that out. Now you've just reminded me of it. That's <laughs> yeah. right. He was, he was in briefly, wasn't he in briefly in um, Alien Covenant? Yeah, I think it was in that, he wasn't had, it? Yeah. Uh, something happened to him, though, fairly early <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, and Judy Greer's in this, too. I always want to mention her whenever I see her name. Who is Judy Greer? Uh, look, you know her. As soon yeah. as you saw her, yeah, she's in sure. so much since the late 80s, early 90s. Mm. She just appears in things. Okay. She's really, really good. Because I, I, I watched she's the... She's in Halloween. She was in the new Halloween film. Oh, I definitely know who, yeah, who yeah. she is then. Because, uh, yeah, I watched the trailer to this. And... and I thought it was going to be slightly more thrillerish, maybe. Okay. Because just because of the title, where'd you go, Bernadette? Um, and in fact, I don't know what it is. I don't know what sort of Genre. It's comedy or yeah, drama or thriller. whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it does still pique my interest. I really want to see that because of the cast and, and director. Because uh, Days Confused is one of my favorite films of all time. Great, isn't it? Um, and I, and the year I left that college that I was talking about. Um, I was there for the same amount from um, the first year. Those boys were graduating right. the year that I left. Yeah, so we right. were all been through that life together. Yep. And I said, you need to watch a film. <laughs> and on the night that they finished, we all went into this huge little, huge, <laughs> huge little theatre um, that we owned. I popped it on and no one left. They all sat through it. Did you crank the uh, volume up? Because what a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, yeah, everything there was perfect. and uh, Great. Yeah, it was great. Really nice movie. I revisited it recently. Uh, Hadn't seen it for a long time and it just holds up. Yeah. It's a really good movie. (laughs) Loved it. It's so good. Uh, Okay, so where'd you go, Bernadette? Definitely into that one. Uh, Staying with March, still big, big month. Uh, We've got one of uh, Disney's... Entries, one of their uh, major entries of the year. Mm. And in fact, when I was thinking about Lego 2, I thought usually in a year that would be at the peak with maybe one or two <coughs> other films. But no, but there's a couple that trumpet a yeah. lot. Like a lot, yeah. A lot, yeah. Uh, and if, so the first one to come out is uh, Dumbo, the one that my mother called me about today and said, I just saw the yeah. Dumbo trailer. <laughs> and so many people are going to be like so that. So this is their continuation of converting their classic animation into live action. Yeah. And they've got none other than Tim Burton to do this, which I think is a really nice fit. Yeah, no, yeah the circus, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah if, I don't, if you haven't seen the trailer, I mean, Dumbo looks so cute. So cute. So mm. cute. Like the kids <laughs> will absolutely fall in love with him. So. Yeah, and you're going to get that repeat money, oh, you yeah. know, uh, and you're also going to get the nostalgia money. Like you're ticking so many boxes of, uh, you know, mm. I'm going to go and see Dumbo. Yeah, of course. I mean, oh, Tim Burton. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Adults are there for Tim Can't Burton and, and obviously the remembering Dumbo as a kid, I And guess. Danny DeVito. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Legend. Mm. Yeah, no. Um, it, this, the thing is, though, this was filmed two years ago, apparently. This was done and dusted just about 18 months, two years ago, apparently. Yeah. So it's taken that long and they have pushed it back once. They, um, it's taken that long for the effects. So it must be pretty mind-blowing. 
the effects. I hope, and I hope that's the reason. Well, and also like like we've mentioned before, Disney and Fox um, and the purchase there. I mean, that obviously would have been known about for a long time and them working on it. Yeah. They're probably all trying to make sure that everything's yeah. just settled. and. I think they're digging into their archives, Disney, and they're picking some pretty decent... They could go with anything, couldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Dumbo, oh, Dumbo really is well. an obvious one, yeah. I reckon. I think Mulan yeah. will be a good translation as well. Yeah. Especially for the Asian market. I was never into Mulan. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, the, it was good. Yeah, yeah and two. There was, there was a direct-to-DVD mm. sequel that actually was pretty good too, Mill and two. Can yeah. I tell you, what? A, like Tim Burton, speaking of working with Tim Burton, yeah. look at his cast he's got, which you've mentioned a couple. Colin Farrell, Eva Green, who's been in his films a couple of times, Michael Keaton, <laughs> and Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just such a Tim Burton cast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Where's his wife? Yeah. Her name are they still, are they still no, he's married? not with Helena Bonham oh, Carter no. anymore. No, no, no. You just broke my fears. movie heart. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you first found out they weren't married? <laughs> so I think the reason Michael Keaton said 18 months or so ago that they weren't doing another Beetlejuice at this point was because of this. Right. Dumbo. Right. Yeah, they were too busy. Yeah. But he hasn't said no to it yet. No, I reckon that will happen in the next three years. That would be really interesting because who knows Beetlejuice anymore? Dumbo, people know. Yeah. Yeah, the thing with Beetlejuice too is... That makes me sad, Sean. Who knows Beetlejuice anymore? No, but I'm saying... I guess this generation does. The generation. Like, who knows what that is? It's a VHS cult classic, right? 88. Yeah, and you can't can't find that. And the other thing is it's really suffering because of the... suffers a little bit because of the early FX. Like, I think it was a little bit of... Stop animation and some um, CGI, yep. like early CGI. Yeah, yeah. And some of it looks quite. Uh, when was the last time you watched it? Quite a while ago. Yeah, a couple of years. Okay, probably saw it on Foxtel flicking, but yeah, it was about a couple of years ago, okay. and still fun though. Still yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and Winona Ryder's in it as a goth. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> she's hot. She's, she's awesome. Yeah, you've got a Winona Ryder crush. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since seeing Heather's as a kid. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. yeah. that probably <laughs> got me over the edge with her. Reality then, bites. Yeah, yeah, reality bites. All those. Yeah. Even look, even Stranger Things. I'm, I love her in that. That's it. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so lastly, for uh, for March, we have this really interesting film called The Beach Bum. It is interesting. There's a lot of things to talk about here. <laughs> do you want to? Do oh, you want to? So a stars Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I'll go there. You go with the rapper in your set. So stars Matthew McConaughey, who is taking a turn from doing his usual kind of rom-coms or just, you know, dazed and confused style films, um, once he met his partner and he went into this real drama acting um, path. And he's done yeah. five or six films, which are all amazing acting feats, right? Including True Detective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this one just seems to be, on paper, seems to be going back to, you know, some of those, you know, uh, Ed TV and stuff like that, right? Surfer Dude. Was Surfer Dude. One of his last ones, he was in that mindset. However, yeah. we'll, we'll just add two little ingredients for you to just, you know, spark your uh, attention. <laughs> it's directed by Harmony Corinne, right? He directed Kids and Spring Breakers. And Spring Breakers, yeah. Kids is like fucked up. And Spring Break, well, they're both fucked up films, right? They're pretty out there. Also stars. <laughs> Snoop Dogg as lingerie. <laughs> and Zac Efron, which is crazy. Why like, not? Yeah, what, what an <laughs> awesome. Um, as Flicker. 
Uh, oh, and Martin Lawrence, just for any of those uh, bad boys. Martin for, Lawrence, really? Yeah. So okay. you want to get some bad boys three, like get ready for that. You're uh, we're in. Yeah. Blue streak. <laughs> blue streak. <laughs> remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Streak, I, I really yeah. enjoyed it when it, it came out. It wasn't too yeah. bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. What about uh, when we all forget Big Mama's house? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd I like mean, to yeah. forget that. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I did get to see this trailer. Which is just super insane. Yeah. And there are two things with it. And one, just to give you an idea, this this to me tells you what the whole film will be like. And that is Matthew McConaughey uh, you know, going into a tiny little sort of convenience store and asking for whatever he's asking for, cigarettes or, you know, whatever. And then he sort of stops and looks up and he's like, you don't sell any acid, do you? <laughs> That's it. That's what the film, the film looks like. It's on acid. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, I was reading through the comments to see what people thought about this movie, and my favourite one uh, was, you know, starring Matthew McConaughey as Matthew McConaughey, because yeah. <laughs> that's what it was like. It was like this is this, it, when you see the trailer, it'll be even funnier when you yeah. watch it because it looks like this is what he does on his days off. Hundred <laughs> percent. So everything about it is just going to be so sort of meta. Um, Did you guys see uh, Spring Breakers or? I did, but I don't remember yeah. it very well. Oh, okay. I think I saw it on DVD, but yeah. I don't really remember it. I know James Franco was out there. Mm. Yeah. He was a bit nuts. The dreadlocks. Yeah, he was. I don't remember the storyline or anything, so maybe I'll put it on late after having a few beers or something. I just yeah. haven't seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I'm watching that. Yeah, I think this guy, you know, as you say, with Kids and Spring Breakers, they're a bit different, and sometimes you need to – like with a good wine, you want to reset the palate yeah, before you go into another they call one. It you know? a disruptor. <laughs> yeah. So if you're watching Transformers and you're watching all these Marvel films, mm. reset the palate with a film like this. Yeah. And you you'll hopefully like it, but if you don't, that's fine because when you get back, you'll appreciate whatever you're watching even more. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> April. April. April is going to be uh, quite a good one as well. Easter. Do you know why? Uh, DC. You have to say it. Shazam. Shazam! <laughs> Shazam. Uh, you, yeah, got, you obviously so, haven't watched the trailer like me 120,000 uh, <laughs> times. Well, I mean, you and I have spoken about this a little bit. Obviously, there was two steps back with Justice League. One step forward with Aquaman, we think, has yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, yeah well, and, I mean, a billion dollars doesn't lie. Oh, the success is great, but I think it's also a decent entry as well. And, uh, yeah, Shazam looks like a lot of fun. It's, it's big with superheroes, uh, directed by David Sandberg, who did Lights Out and the great reinvention of Annabelle in Annabelle Creations, which was like a prequel. The first Annabelle <laughs> I loved it. It was shit. good. Yeah. yeah, but the he just said, no, no, give it to me. I'm just going to make all this good again. Yeah. And he did. It was quite amazing. And now, you know, Annabelle 3 Annabelle is coming out. Did you know that Annabelle was in Aquaman? So, oh, really? Yeah. It's a James Wan. Did he put him in, put her in? Yeah, oh, so apparently wow. when you go down uh, into you know, the ocean, um, into the deep blue sea, and somewhere within the boat or something like that, Annabelle's just sort of sitting there as a you know, discarded Prop. thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. That made so, me go and see Aquaman again just for that, because <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would look it up first so you make sure you don't miss it. How many times have you seen Aquaman? Twice. Once. Oh, no, only once. That was all right. Yeah. I'm more of a DC guy than I am Marvel, so I am looking forward to Shazam. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it'll yeah. be good. No, this is going to be uh, very good. And obviously, Zachary Levy, Levi. Yeah, Levy. We, we're big fans on the show. Yeah. How do I know that name? Chuck. What else has he made? Chuck was his. Chuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I've not, not watched it. Oh, Chuck is 
Yeah, and it's got um, uh, you can say her name Yvonne for me. Strahovski. Thank you, because yeah, I, I could never say it. it. Yeah, and and she's brilliant. Yeah, he is so good in this, and he's so funny, and the whole the whole show is so funny and smart. Okay, um, I just great show for struggle watching a lot of TV shows. It's a great yeah, show yeah. for geeks and nerds because that's what they are in the show. And yeah. but uh, like it's in uh, what is it? Early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have four mid. seasons, I think, and look, it's formulaic. It's different TV today, but still fun. It's still fun and funny. So you say formulaic, and I totally disagree with that. Yeah, what I mean by that is, you know, there's no, well, I guess there is an overriding story arc and all that. But, you know, yeah, today's completely. TV is very much about that ending, whereas this ends with credits and, and yeah, ties yeah. the bow up on each episode. You know, that kind of yeah, thing. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, so, looking forward to that one. The next one, I have no doubt you're looking forward to, which yes, is yes. Let me just take this on. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. So this is a Stephen King um, source material. Says the guy wearing the Friday the Thirteenth, the final yeah. chapter shirt. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much read a lot of most of Stephen King stuff, and this was adapted to film in 1989, and I grew up on this film. I loved it, loved it, loved it. It was one of those ones I just watched all the time for some reason. Uh, and so they're remaking it, which I think is probably worth it. So I watched the original again probably two months ago. Yeah. And, you know, look, it's, I'm still into it because I grew up on it, so it's fine. Yeah, it I'm going to rewatch bit. it too. It has aged a little bit. So it's probably worth a good remake, you know. Yeah. Um, and the guys behind it uh, kind of indie horror directors. So they've done some indie horror, but they're not really known for massive – Massive films. Um, yeah, Jason Clark, as you mentioned before. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. That, that's what gets me in, is John Lithgow. Yeah, he plays the Fred Gwynn character, yeah. I assume, mm-hmm. from the original. See, that boy, I don't have kids, but anyone with kids who sees a little boy get hit by a truck, it must be, <laughs> even though it's a horror movie, it must be hard to watch. Yeah. What was the one you asked me to watch? And was it? And they've redone that, and it's actually in the trailer. In mm. the new trailer too, so at yeah. least it's up front about what it is. Um, I am looking forward to it though, and I'll rewatch the original. But, but if they're going to start doing Stephen King remakes, how about Children of the Corn? That was almost my favourite. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, Children good. of the Corn. Oh, let's not get us started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've just announced uh, making the Long Walk, which is you know, a, a book that I've been wanting to be adapted forever. You asked me to watch one of the horror ones, and I, I was it like Annabelle Stephen Creations King or something? Or? No, it was one of those the, the current ones. And a little girl right at the beginning steps back and gets hit by a car on um, like an old road. Anyway, oh, that's Annabelle Creations. Right? Yeah, and I so I stopped watching it there. Yeah, because exactly what you said. Yeah, well, it must be hard. Yeah, because they do it so realistically, and even the '89 version did it realistically. Yeah. Now the '89 version. So I was only uh, ten years old. Yeah, and I was quite young, so and it scared me. Yeah, um, it was right in the heart of um, uh, latex FX, which was what I was really into, like 80s. You can't do CGI, right? Yeah. So it was all, all latex and FX, and, and, and so you know, I had the Fangoria magazines, which had you know, pictures of Pet Cemetery and how they did the <laughs> yeah, uh, makeup. Yeah. And, you know, it was, I was into it hardcore. But, so I really hope they do a good job. We'll, we'll see. It looks pretty good. The trailer looks pretty good. And Jason Clark will support him being an Aussie. Oh, it's supporting him, yeah, of course, yeah. It's worth the money there. Uh, now, this next film is directed by Neil Marshall. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Neil Marshall does like um, a few sort of dance numbers, right? Like, 
Uh, <laughs> doesn't he? he? He directs oh, the film. No, that's no, you're like thinking of Rob uh, That's Rob Marshall, thank yeah, Rob God. Marshall. That's why I was like, correct me, no, because no. I saw the Neil Marshall. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I how is he going to take on Hellboy? No, can I give you two films for <laughs> yeah. Neil? Yeah. Dog Soldiers. Uh, <laughs> Descent. <laughs> so a little different from dancing yeah, well, uh, on A little stage. bit different to Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob yeah. Marshall's Mate, Chicago. Dog Soldiers was, was unreal. And yeah. Descent, I still think, is one of the scariest horror films of all time. Yeah. In my opinion. Um. So yeah, this is in. I reckon this is in grey hands. What's the film? Well, I said it. I said oh, it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Hellboy. <laughs> I just got a text from my mother. I had to look. Sorry. <laughs> when it's Hellboy. a text from your mum, you got to look at it. Um, so yeah, so Hellboy. Uh, David Harbour obviously stars in this. Mila Jovovich and Ian McShane. Ian McShane's a sort of favourite of mine. Yeah. yeah. Deadwood. Deadwood. Yeah. Especially because they're making that um, that movie as well. He just died died in the last episode of Game of Thrones I watched. Well, I shouldn't say that really, should I? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, David Harbour is from um, Stranger Things. Yeah. He's the cop. Mm. What a great turn in that in that show. Just amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's yeah. great Stranger Things. But how do you feel about him in Hellboy? How, how do you feel about Hellboy in general? It's a very good question. <laughs> it's actually a really good question. I yeah. have no problem with Hellboy 1 and 2 by Guillermo del Toro. Yep. Uh, I think they're... Great films. Yeah. I think Ron Pellman as Hellboy was great. Sure. There's nothing there I need to redo, refix or anything like that. Yeah. But obviously they've just stopped making it and they just want to continue the story, I guess. Um, David Harbour was an unusual choice for me when I heard about that. I'm like, oh, I don't see him as Hellboy. When I've seen the trailer, yeah, he looks like Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. The makeup does wonders, right? Yeah. Sure, I'm there. I'm watching. I, I enjoy Hellboys, but I'm not... I'm, Honestly, I'm not going to be running out to see it. Yeah, and that's how that's why I asked because I, I'm I'm just a little bit on the fence as to whether I want to see this film. I'm or the not. same with you. I'm I'll see it, but uh, do we need a new Hellboy movie? Yeah, probably let me not. Ask you this question. I didn't Shane. ask for it, but well, Shane, let me ask you this: They're making Hellboy. Why not make Blade? Yeah, remake Blade. Mm, but I think they've done more Blades. With TV shows, haven't they? And sequels. Do you, do you just no, want to... there's only the three the three movies. There's the three okay. Movies, yeah. I, I just I, I feel that you've got so many. Um... If we're gonna go there. I'll have the Crow. I want to remake <laughs> the Crow. There you go. Oh, they tried. So after our James Cameron conversation, <laughs> yeah. mate. So let me take you into the garage where I have all of my framed posters of the Crow. Oh, I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I can't answer that about Hellboy because the first two are okay. Um, Blade never really did it for me. I'm sorry, guys. So if I had to choose one of the two, oh. I think I'd be more interested in a Hellboy remake okay, interesting. than Blade. I mean, good for Hellboy. Mm. I've got a feeling that Wesley Snipes is is somehow um, attached to Blade, the Blade producer. Yeah, like he exact. gets first refusal. Yeah, yeah, because every time they've gone to let's do Blade 4 or reboot or whatever, it's like, well, is Wesley interested? Like... It's been so long that if you were, if you own the property, wouldn't you just say thanks, Wesley? See ya. Let's get a new dude. Let's get a new blade. But that, it <laughs> seems like they can't. <laughs> it seems like they can't because every time they go and say, "Hey, where's are we doing this or what?" You know, it's a bit yeah. a bit of a weird one. Because I I agree. I think I think Blade's probably good to go. You know, David. Uh, how do you pronounce his name? Kalulia. 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 No, that, that, you're speaking of um, the Get Out guy yeah. and Black David. Panther, David Kalula. Kalula, yeah. I think what I'd say. Uh, I'd really like him in something like that. 
But anyway, we're not going on Blade. <laughs> I just I love love vampire flicks. Yeah, and you mix that with comic books, and yeah. it's yeah. Twilight cool. fucking ruined. And also, it's like, what's that? Oh, uh, Twilight just ruined vampire. I'm just put it on the nose. Yeah, it's funny. I, I kind of got into that by the end because uh, there was nothing else. Like everyone was like shying away from making vampire films because of that. Yeah, I've like, always loved as sub, as a horror subgenre. Vampires was, was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Until Twilight came along. I'm not knocking Twilight for YA. It's Twilight's yeah. fantastic. So you even right? got through Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, but you couldn't get past. The- <laughs> well, I watched all Twilight. It's all fine for that age group, but it really just put vampires on the nose. I think as a general, they need to come out with a hardcore vampire flick again. All right. Like I, I showed. Sorry, I showed Interview with a Vampire to my girls. Yeah. For the first time the other day. I said, you want to see a vampire flick? Yeah. Watch this. They liked it, Be into it. You've got to watch it because it's slow and blah, 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 gothic. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, man, that was great. I'm like, I know. It makes Twilight. And how do you feel about Twilight now? And they're like going, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we've got another horror coming up with The Curse of La Llorona. Mm. Um, Do you know much about this one? Uh, Not really. Um, I'm not sure if it's actually part of the Conjuring universe, but it's directed by Michael Chavez, who is directing Conjuring 3. Yeah. Which is interesting. So James Wan is handing over the reins to this guy, and obviously uh, James Wan's producing this as well. So, yeah, yeah, clearly he's got a lot of faith in this guy, this director. He's a first, I think he's like a first-time director or something. He hasn't done much at all. But love the cast in Linda Cardellini. I love Linda Cardellini. I yeah, she's good. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. And apparently, she's amazing in Green Book. Yet to see it. Mm. She was good in The Founder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really like The movie. Founder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I the McDonald's movie. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. She's good. See, in things like Daddy's Home that she's in, and, you know, yeah, that yeah, I can yeah, give or take that, yeah, but she's good, good at drama. Yeah. Uh, and to finish off April, we're looking at uh, a film called Under the Silver Lake. Directed by David Robert Mitchell. Yes, he did a great little sleeper hit in It Follows. Yes. Uh, a horror indie that I really, really enjoyed. Oh, that's enjoyed. this guy, is it? Oh, yeah, good did stuff. you like that? Yeah, I loved yeah, it. it's a great film. Mm. It's anyone who's into their horror, um, yep. and indie horror in particular, um, watch It Follows. It's just a nice little... It's creepy. Yeah, nice little uh, gem of a film. Uh, so, and anyway, so this is like... His next, yeah, this is uh, another film for him. Now, I think this was at the film festivals and it had a lot of buzz, but I'm not. Can you recall how the um no the reviews on this were? No, no, I don't no. know much about this one. Um, I like the cast, Riley Keough. She's she's a really good good actress. Yeah, and look, you know what? I really like Andrew Garfield. I don't care what yeah, anyone good. says. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I've said a lot about not liking him, but Hacksaw got you back. No, no. <laughs> I could I could definitely be in with him on this one uh, because you remember a little uh, James um, Vanderbeek film called The Rules of Attraction. Yes, great film. That's with what Jessica trailer, Biel. That's what this trailer reminded me of. Really? Uh, in terms of you know yeah, he sort right. of goes a little. He just. The Rules oh. of Attraction is a great Brett Easton Ellis yeah. adaptation. It's a dark mofo though. Yeah, and that's what this. Trailer just gave me images of. I was no, like, I mean, if I had just to by you it, saying that, I'm in. I'm watching this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So I, when I saw Andrew's name there, uh, that sort of made me think, oh, okay. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I was like, hang on, mate, you could get me with this movie. So yeah, right. Great. Oh, he's a. I really think he's a great actor. Anyway, 
Uh, I'm not saying he's not a great actor. I just here's our don't problem like with this, with movie references and podcasts and everything. Rules of attraction will absolutely 100% fall in the category of you won't be able to find it. Oh, yeah. So all these people listening to the podcast, I'll oh, write that down because we've just kind of talked it up. They won't be able, no one can see that. Unless you're like me and keeps keeps all your DVD (laughs) copies or scours secondhand shops for hard-to-find movies. I can't tell you how much I regret getting rid of my DVD and VHS library. I can't tell you. Um, so to anyone in Australia who wants to watch The Rules of Attraction, it's currently on Stan. So, um, <laughs> just, just got uh, uh, contradicted there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, mate, for not proving my argument. I just wanted to have a look and see where it was just so I could go, you know, that's crazy. But there it is. It's a harsh movie. It's harsh though, it yeah. It's a, narrated. It's a harsh book as yeah. I read the book. Don't expect Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Do not expect it. This, is, this, this was him, you know, Britney shaving his head. You know, and yeah, Shannon yeah. Sossaman's in it. And I used to think she was gorgeous. Remember her? No. She was in A Knight's Tale. Shannon Sossaman was oh, her name. Oh, yeah, yes. She was the dark-headed yes, girl yes. in A Knight's Tale. Was she and, the one in uh, 40 Days, 40 Nights? Yes. Yeah. And was... in a M. Night Shyamalan TV series called Wayward Pines. Oh, yeah. Wayward Pines, yeah. yeah. I love the yeah. first season of that. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. get access to that at the time when it was out. First season's great. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. been back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, now we finish off. We finish off April. This little independent film. <laughs> yeah, just a small one. I think it's going to wrap up a little bit of a tale uh, called <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. So this is the fourth Avengers film and it's starring... Everybody. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone's in this Even film. Ant-Man. I'm yeah. glad he's returning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you, in, oh, I'm I not like going to ruin uh, Infinity War, but uh, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, had some really great answers as to where he was. Mm. Um, so I really look forward to, one, Captain Marvel, because maybe there'll be some sort of link there somehow. Probably won't be. But then this one, Endgame. Now, these, this up? was shot back to back with uh, Infinity War and directed again by Joe Russo and Anthony Russo, um, who did uh, Winter Soldier and, and uh, Captain um, and um, Civil War. So, yeah, it's got a lot of good. I love that it'll have that continuity, you know, and uh, yeah, I think I can't wait. I hope it goes for four hours. <laughs> Shane's like, oh, really? No, no, like, I'm looking forward to it, but um, again, I, I can, can, can I, you tell me, did you like Infinity War? Like, yeah, you've got to yeah. rate it, right? Uh, it's a pretty I, decent. I film. enjoyed it, yeah, yeah it was yeah. fantastic, but yeah. I don't just lose my load over yeah. the Marvel universe. I well, don't know what it is. I mean, to be honest with you, this is my <laughs> interpretation of it. I really look forward to a Marvel film. But I quickly forget about it as well. And that's with respect to it. I love the experience on the movies. But then I just, I I don't really care about it too much after that, to be honest, you know. Um, But this is a difference between that and DC. I still care about Batman versus Superman, to be honest, you know. Mm. I I do. I I still think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, man is still probably to a lesser degree. But um, yeah, anyway. I don't think about Suicide Squad too much, but anyway. (laughs) Um, I'm currently re-watching all of Marvel's films chronologically with my son. Dedication? No, with, well, with my son. And I said to him, he wants to watch different ones. And I said, why don't you watch them from the beginning? Yeah. Cause, what, what are you up to? Uh, we just finished Thor okay. first. So they're like four films in. Yeah. Um, but uh, Iron Man still stands out. Is a, like, oh, just it's a, a great, great film. Movie. Yeah. It's a great movie today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. You could almost just leave that, not have the rest of the Marvel Universe ever again, and just have Iron Man. It was just a great film. Yeah. <clears throat> Agree. Yeah. Winter Soldier is one of my favourites. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people it's love great. that one. but It's, it's good, yeah. Uh, and I think the Thor, the Dark World... Doesn't get the recognition it should. Sorry, <laughs> that is a I don't comment. Think it's, I don't think I've it's, never heard those words. Come I don't think it's yeah. come out of anyone's mouth. Well, you're coming from a more of a DC guy here, but no, I, I don't know. I, I like. Is it that worth movie. rewatching? Is that what you're saying? Is there something I'm missing? I hope you don't get hate mail <laughs> over this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you can read Shane at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought it was okay. <laughs> uh, well, well, let's move on to May. Um, I don't think I'm going to breeze past this one. Yeah. Um, Ugly Dolls. It's a little <laughs> animation, but it's got the voices of Kelly Clarkson, Nick Jonas, Emma Roberts, um, John Monet, and Blake Shelton. So, you know, big, I'm guessing there's going to be some singing in this. Well, it's from the director of Gnomeo and Juliet and Smurfs 2. Gnomeo. Gnomeo. Yeah. Yeah. Enough said, that's a Sony animation. Yeah, it'll be virtually direct-to-video. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so we move straight on to a film called The Hustle. Now, the reason why this is included mm, in here... This is interesting. Yeah. ...is because it's an iteration of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Michael Caine, Steve Martin. Yeah. One one of my favourite films. A classic comedy that... Yeah, it's probably unwatchable too. I don't know. Is it? I, I, I haven't watched yeah. it probably since... It was a very big film in yeah. the 80s. Yeah, 1988. Like, that yeah, that, that 80s. year again. Mm. Um, I have seen it maybe a year or so ago. Oh, okay. Does it hold up? Foxtel. Um, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it was actually a, a, a French film that they remade into Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Frank Oz. I just accept that any American film has been remade from... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That happened so much in the 80s, as as you know, working in a video shop. Uh, Yeah, I think this will be all right, but I I can give or take or leave um, Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah, I'm um, I'm the same, actually. um, Yeah. Nothing against her, but I don't find her very funny. Yeah. Well, she has a, a very strong type of comedy which can wear thin yeah, quickly. Quickly, yeah. Depending when, on the role. Yeah, yeah. When she's when she's been a sub character like in Pitch Perfect One. Yeah. Perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was that film she's in? There's, she's in like a rom com which is poking fun at romantic comedies. What's that called? I don't think it's on. Oh, uh, isn't it romantic? Oh, yes. Oh, it. no, no, there's another one. Because she's in, in Isn't It Romantic um, as a bit part as well. I know what you mean. I actually am into this film. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm, I'm actually keen for it. I'm yeah, just, well, have, have, have a look at that. But the next film is actually possibly one of the most interesting ones to come out. It's called Brightburn. Yeah. Yes. There's a bit of a story behind this, isn't there? Yeah, well, f- please. Oh. Let me know. Well... For those who don't know, Brightburn is directed by James Gunn. Yep. So he obviously is no longer directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because of stuff, uh, Disney. And he's gone and done this Brightburn, which I, well, I he, see I as I think like he's a, producing this one and it's directed by um, a guy named um, David Yerovesky. Yero mm. Did he write it? He wrote Perhaps, it as well. Yeah, he yeah. co-wrote it. So it's kind of like an X-Men Mutants, New Mutants meets Chronicles or something like that. Mm. Or they liken it to a Superman, but it's like a bit of a twist. Is it a shaky cam found footage type filming of it or not? No, no. no it okay. seems to be really slick um, right, and really horror, really horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, good. Yeah, I was, I was a little scared watching the trailer. 
So it's taking a superhero genre and just turning it on its head and putting it in the horror world. But it's not even just taking the the genre. It's taking Superman's. Like, it's not Superman. It's It's taking his... Yeah. 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 Uh, Except that at the point where you would imagine Superman starts, like, learning his powers and Kevin Costner comes down and says, hey, son, you got (laughs) to, like, lift trucks off people and save people in buses and all that stuff. Instead of doing that, he becomes sort of the devil. Yeah. (laughs) And... There are some great shots in, in this thing of this little, you know, the kid looks about maybe 10 to 12 years yeah, old at the yeah. point, you know, just sort of flying. Um, but you don't ever see him really f- like flying through the air, but you see his uh, feet maybe hanging into frame while something bad is about to happen. Mm. And you're just thinking, sounds yeah, good. This dude's about to make some blood. Yeah. <laughs> Fly. I think it could work out if it's right. Uh, sorry, that Rebel Wilson film is—you you were right. It's isn't it romantic? Oh, okay, yeah, right. That's what I was thinking of as a full parody on rom coms. Yeah, uh, and it comes out in Feb, actually. So yeah. yeah, there was a reason I left it off. I can't remember why now, but there was something like I'm going to push it back or okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But okay. anyway, and maybe it was just because it was her. <laughs> uh, the next one, look, it's pretty straightforward. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Well, I actually don't think it's straightforward. Oh, Ryan good. Reynolds is Pikachu. Reynolds it, yeah. That's not straightforward. But he's not as Pikachu. <laughs> he's the voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have absolutely no interest whatsoever in Pokemon. However, this trailer looks all right. Yeah, sure. It looks fun. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, be front and center watching it, I think. My- and Jay's right. Uh, why is Ryan Reynolds doing this? There must be a reason. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he's, he's... Money? I'm just money. I mean, hopefully, it's <laughs> script as well. Maybe you hope, yeah. yeah. But it's Pokemon, like one of the biggest things in the world. I mean, so I want to talk to you about that. So, yeah. po- Pokemon. Where is Pokemon right now in popular culture? Obviously, it had the phenomenon uh, three, four years ago, or three years ago, whatever, of the um, Pokemon Go. Yeah, the aug- augmented. Yeah, po- app. Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and people I mean, are still playing that today. Are they huh? still playing that today? Yeah, yeah. Every so often you read about in the paper. It still exists. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my older son is heavily into it because it's on, I don't know, it's on one of the streaming services. Uh, so he watches it on there and he collects the cards. Yep. So he's heavily into it. So I know that I'll be seeing this movie. Sure. Ryan Reynolds is in it. That's a draw card. But I don't know. Like... I think it'll do pretty well for the kids. It's just sure. animation. It's not like a Roger Rabbit thing of a mix of animation and live action. The trailer uh, is no, just no, animation, li- but I think he's in a live action, and he's like I'd a have to watch trailer CGI again. character. Mm, okay, I think it is live action. All right, like Ro- okay. Roger Rabbit. Sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Excuse me while I go to the bathroom. We are still in May, and uh, if you, I mean, we're recording this on the 19th of January, and if uh, you didn't realise, uh, I think it was the 18th of January, we had one little uh, poster mm. come out, and it was a trailer also dropped in within the week, but the poster yeah. is probably more exciting for me. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I, lo- I just love it, I love the image of it, yeah. of John Wick, <laughs> Chapter 3, Parabellum. Uh, Sounds like a Tool album. <laughs> which is great which is Parabellum I think <laughs> uh, but this looks really good 
How, how do you guys feel about? I mean, I don't want to. I'm not even looking at you, Jay, Shane, because <laughs> I know his <laughs> thoughts. Uh, I can't disagree. Can't wait. Yeah, they both been fantastic movies. Yeah. And uh, look at the cast: Angelica Houston, seriously, oh, yes. Halle Berry, and yeah. and the rest. That yeah. can't wait. I'll get Ian McShane again. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, John Wick Chapter Two was a great sequel. Mm. Um, it uh, lived up to the first one definitely. And then what it did at the end is opened up this new world, um, which is is John Wick Chapter Three, where essentially any assassin in the entire world can uh, get he kill him and get his bounty. Yep. Um, so he's literally on the run from every assassin in the entire world. Not just Ruby Rose this yeah. time. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I just. Um, I, I just can't wait. I just, I really hope that they just try not to go too much over the top. I just want, just give me the same John Wicks that you're giving me, just in a slightly different um, landscape. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I just don't want them to fuck this up because <laughs> I want this to be the greatest action martial arts trilogy of all time. It, and it yeah, could. White, white trilogy. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Raid 3 oh, come yeah, out yeah. soon and it'll be like <clears throat> the greatest. The Raid 3. Yeah, <laughs> the greatest yeah, yeah. thing ever. Yeah. And once upon a time in um, China. Yeah, right. Jet Li. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. One, two, three. Fucking I've got to watch all those again. <laughs> so uh, that, that's pretty straightforward. We're all looking forward to that one. And obviously we're heading into like big months here, right? You know, uh, American sort of spring and summer. Yep. So uh, now we've got uh, a film, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Bring it um, on, I say. Yeah, I'm so keen for this. Yeah. Directed by Dexter Fletcher. Yep. Eddie the Eagle and 30% of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. A good 30%? <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, um, Taron Edgerton's playing um, Elton John. Yeah, which, which if you um, haven't seen the animation Sing... Yes. He is uh, the voice of the gorilla really, in that. Yeah. And he, he sings... He can sing. And he sings I'm Still Standing. Yeah. Ah, and so I have seen that movie and I forgot that he played yeah. that role. And as yeah. soon as you hear that and you're like, this guy kind of sounds like Elton John. Then all of, yeah. all of a sudden someone else has had the same thought who's in the know and has gone, you know what, green light, <laughs> I've, I've found the person we, yeah. we need. And and in the teaser trailer that's come out, he really does look like him, like they've done really well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, put some funny fun glasses on and ball yeah. your head and, you know, but... It's still. a good teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you feel good. that he will take risks as well, Taron Edgerton. Like, I, I really like him as an actor. Yeah. We took a risk in Robin Hood. <laughs> well, he tried something. He, and... tr- he was trying <laughs> a bit in that. Yeah. It wasn't totally his fault, that debacle. No. But the thing, I won't, I haven't seen that film and I probably won't ever watch it. Don't. No, and that's that, exactly. But that's the thing is that you, it's not just because of him. Like, I, I can't tell what he's like in it. It's just because of the whole way the film's put together that yeah. I was like, eh. They missed the mark, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, unlike someone like Zac Efron, like, I didn't quite get into Zac Efron early on because of his Disney days, you know, that sort of... Yep. And then he had to have a transition. High school musical. And once he transitioned, uh, I'm all, I've, Zac Efron, put him in something, I'm there, I'm, I'm doing it. Whereas Taron Edgerton has just been there from the beginning because he, doesn't, he didn't have to deal with that whole... Yes. Change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he, that's a tough change to transition, actually. Not yeah. many actors can do it. So what I'm saying, he's the English Zac Efron. That's a good Zac Efron. My top five, actually. 
But he's the English Zac Zac Childhood Efron. transitioned. Okay, we can. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. We know Drew Barrymore's number one. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so well, she, well, she had a big, big, big gap in the transition. Dude, anyone who can snort cocaine and things like that, it's like six years old, and then she still was constantly coming out in That's movies that went straight old. to DVD yeah. and VHS. Yeah. Home fries. <laughs> Far from home, <laughs> all those. She she never went a, a year without making a movie or two. Yeah. So she transitioned because she was staying in the business. Staying in the business. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I'd like to look that up, Shane. Oh. I'll <laughs> shake on it. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely do a top five. We'll make sure you're there for that top five. Um, right. So so Rocket Man. We're all looking forward to it. Yes. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't yeah. Wait. Good. Okay. I'm a massive Elton John fan anyway. Yeah. So yeah. that helps. I love music biopics. Yeah. Love Tara Edgerton. Yeah. And I'm really liking what Dexter Just Fletcher's while we're doing. on this, boys, I'll ask, do you think this after Bohemian Rhapsody is, and this, and we've had others, you know, in the past, is it going to set a precedence? Are they, a film studio is going to start going back to famous singers yeah. or bands and go, oh, we could do a biopic on them? I, I think well, so. Well, I mean, uh, yes, yeah. but from what I, you know, obviously uh, we all understand is that you know, all the studios really know what the other studios are doing. They've got spies, they're all, you know, yeah, that sort of stuff. True. So the fact that Bohemian and Rocket Man came around at the same time is not a coincidence necessarily. Yeah. It's, you know, two people putting a product out that's similar to get people in the mood. Yeah. You would think that other people would be having something slated for later on this year, but they haven't. So I'm just wondering why. Okay. Yep. You know, like if someone brings a Western out, people are going to be bringing loads of Westerns out quickly because they're going to get over it. Quickly. The other interesting thing is, I, I could be wrong, but both Bohemian and Rocker Man, uh, I'm guessing, are English productions. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, yes, yeah. 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 And I, I think that's that's how they should be handling these biopics. The English should be making them with respect to Hollywood and America. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? If they got one of these biopics, like let's say if they chose, I don't know. David their Bowie. Obvious, their obvious one would be, yeah, maybe David Bowie. Well, that, that, that would be a good one. I think Michael Jackson's like almost untouchable. Really tough to do, you know. Um, unless maybe you're a doing band, a song, like a eh? unless you're doing a song made famous by Cameron Crowe in a little movie called <laughs> Almost Famous. Hold yeah. me closer, tiny dancer. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. Sorry, Elton John, American. I'm just yeah. trying to oh, bring no, up a little no, link there. Great. Anyway, um, where were we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was my fault. No, no, no. It's good. It was good rabbit, so rabbit, oh, we also yeah. need a top five. What other bands should be made into? I know. I'm yeah. thinking. Can you, you write what? this down, please? Uh, can you? Have you got uh, a pen? Yeah. No, I don't. See, yeah. I, I, I would say you too, but then I could just say no. Let's watch um, Rattlin' Hum again because yeah, that was that's pretty much it, right? That yeah. Do you know? Um, Loved it. Do you know what would be really good? Yeah. ACDC. Uh, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, Bon Scott dies. Bon Scott dies. Do all yeah. that, you know. I think that's a. You could one. do somewhat of a similar thing to Metallica. Anyway, this is a whole other episode. Who am I going to head on actually, this? Sorry, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think ACDC right is probably one of the best. You remember ones that too. ACDC movie Thunderstruck, yeah. the Australian movie where the yeah. guys went across to yes! the funeral to go see what, uh, yeah, not the, the funeral, the gravesite. The gravesite. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. movie too. You just mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Another Aussie movie people forget. That'd be a good subject. Yeah. Hang on, what was it? What was in my top five? Australian movies that people forget? Yeah. Is that the actual top five? Well, that's what I was yeah, thinking. You can put a the lot of in there? Aussie movies that yeah. we know from the video shop that yeah, yeah, like no Thunderstruck. Bad Boy Bubby. <laughs> yeah, another one. Uh, okay, so okay, we'll quickly move off Rocket Man now. Uh, we're gonna move into another film with someone who I think 
I don't know about Shane. I want to speak for Shane, but certainly I know that Jay, if he's in a lead in a film, he's going to watch it, which is Brad Pitt. Yeah. This film is called Ad Astra. Yeah, interesting name. Uh, James Gray directed, who recently did Lost City of Zed. And uh, one of my faves uh, with Joaquin, uh, We Own the Night. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Great little cop drama, oh, crime drama. It's been drama. years, been years. Yeah. Right up your alley. I don't know if you've seen that. I, yeah, I don't know if I have, actually. Yeah, you should watch it. We Own the Night. Thank you. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, pr- uh, good director. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Donald Sutherland's in it. Uh, so this looks like a, what is it, like a space sci-fi? Story of an engineer, Brad Pitt, who embarks on a fantastic voyage in pursuit of his father, Tommy Lee Jones, who took a one-way trip to Neptune 20 years prior. Yeah. This could be an interstellar Neptune. style. Better than Mars or <laughs> yeah. Jupiter. Like, that's hear, great. They don't use Neptune very often no, in, in no, movies. They don't. I hear no. it's pretty cold there. <laughs> uh, sounds good to me And yeah. I'm with you Jay Brad Pitt gets me in Yeah Yeah oh, You he, are Yeah Yeah okay. he gets me in I do, I just such a solid actor He's solid mm. yeah. yeah Yeah Okay so Ad Astro We all agree We're going to go see that Good Now this next one Could throw a little bit Of a spanner in the works We've got another Disney film It's one of three films I think this year That are, are Back catalogue Live action Going to be big Adaptation yeah Adaptations Um the first thing is it's directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. That's probably the first bear in the works. Uh, and some of you won't agree, of course. The second thing is it's Aladdin. And how could you touch the canon of Aladdin? <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams, like he, he's no longer alive. Leave it alone. That's all I've got to say. Mm, big shoes to fill. Yeah. Let's talk about Guy Ritchie first. No, okay. Let's talk about Aladdin. Okay, let's talk about Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought Aladdin, the anime Aladdin, Disney Aladdin was great. Mm. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You all agree? Agreed, Awesome yeah. film? Yeah, yeah, loved it. Guy Ritchie is one of the most, for me personally, one of the most hit and miss directors around going today. Yes. He can be really on. Or like he, Some of my favourite stuff like Lockstock and Snatch, just brilliant, brilliant films. And then King Arthur, which I never saw, but I... I think you said, Sean, you didn't love it or? I, I despised it, but yeah. I've heard other people lately who said they actually quite liked it. Did you so. like King Arthur or? Yeah, I didn't despise it, Sean, but I thought it was a bit miss, yeah. but also watchable. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. It wasn't too bad, actually. And that's fine, yeah. and I accept I that. I have issues with it, but yeah. um, I, don't, I agree that he's hit and miss, yeah. but he's a very interesting choice to take on a property like Aladdin. Yeah. Um, it is. I think um, I kind of see why they did it. But uh, so let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Will Smith having to do the genie take over Robin Williams. What are your thoughts on that? Will's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think depending on how they, what angle they do it, I think he'll be good. He's not going to mimic Robin Williams. No, no, no. No, it'll be his own thing. I, I actually think it's a really good choice. Well, Robin, I'm really comfortable yeah. with it. And Robin Williams' voice only works because it was an animated character. Because yes. it was so out there, they could do that with an animation. They'll have references, yeah. I'm sure, with lines and things. But I think yeah. Will Smith will probably make it his own. Hopefully. And he can be larger than life given the right character, I think. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm too close to it. Yeah. Like this film meant so much to me growing up yeah, and yeah. the soundtrack, I could I know it back to front. I yeah, could almost yeah. sing you everything still today. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just feel you? that I'm just going to say, oh, I'll watch it. 
I have yeah. to. But yeah, I'm going in with preconceived hatred. <laughs> it's well, it's coming out pretty close after Dumbo, yeah. so maybe Disney are thinking, well, they're going to get that flow from people on a high from Dumbo, and then they'll have the trailers on before Dumbo, of course, and that yeah. to pump people up. And Disney had three biggies this year with their traditional film, Disney films in um, Mary Poppins, which was hit. Uh, uh, what was that one? Um, Nutcracker. Nutcracker, which was a miss. And um, Wrinkle, Wrinkle in time, time, which was a miss, right? This year they have three. We're about to cover another one, so I'll just... <laughs> yeah. But these two, I think, can, I think Dumbo and Aladdin... Are hits. I think they can be hits, definitely. They've got a built-in audience. Who's not seeing them if you watched it as a kid or as a teenager, as an adult, you know? Yeah, all right. So, I mean, we're all going to watch it. Everyone's going to watch it. It's going to make a lot of money no matter what happens. Instant money. Yeah, and I accept all of that. Gosh. I just just (laughs) hope, you know what, I just hope it's not terrible in my eyes. No one else's eyes in my eyes. Um. Just so I can get past it. <laughs> we're talking about it for the rest of the year. It has a massive reputation because it, Dumbo was so many years ago, people still love it, but Aladdin's more in people's memories. Yes. Yeah. Like yourself growing up with like my, me remembering to seeing it when it was released, getting re-released because it was so popular, coming out on VHS, DVD, special editions. Yeah. It's, it's beloved. So it's, beloved, it's yeah. a big risk in a way. Yeah. Uh, but I think Will Smith is pretty good. I, I always give him the benefit of the doubt. He's done so many oh, cool movies. Yeah. I think there is a film coming up a little bit later, which uh, you could say is a bit of a risk, but Aladdin definitely is the biggest risk because everything about the first film relied on the humour. Mm. And so it would be interesting to see if they don't go with the same humour angle in this, whether it still maintains being a good film. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you look at this genre, um, two things come to mind. Jake Gyllenhaal in... Prince of Persia. Prin- Prince of Persia, <laughs> with a dog. And what's the game adaptation with Michael Bass- uh, Fassbender? Oh, yeah, um, Assassin's uh, Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. You could say that they're kind of comps, not, not in the light-hearted, fun genre, but the look of a film. Yeah, this right. This is how I imagine it's going to be. Or The Mummy? The Mummy. No, it's a bit too, a bit yeah, too yeah, old Egypt. a bit heavy, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. There's nothing, nothing. Well, Mummy was successful. Brendan though, Fraser, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first one was. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. Anyway, so Aladdin, we're all going to watch it. All right. I'll be talking about this later. Gorgia. Um, Yeah. And now we're into, what's the uh, Japanese name for Godzilla? Gorgira. Oh, right. You said it. Sorry. <laughs> I, just said that. I thought you, I thought you were saying the return of Jafar. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Aladdin. Uh, yeah. Direct video <laughs> sequel. Yeah, I thought you were saying Jafar, but it was Gorgira. Gorgira. <laughs> Uh, So yes, Godzilla, King of Monsters So it's Godzilla, there are a load of monsters It's a big monster movie Cool Nah Move on? No, not at all The first Godzilla (laughs) You're you're setting me up No, I'm not I really love the first Godzilla, Gareth Edwards, yeah? Yeah, it was alright Yeah, Yeah, I really loved it I love the fact there was a classic slow burn And then big ending, right? Rather than monster in your face in the first five minutes like Kong, Skull Island. Anyway, um, now there's two things here with this film. We're poking the bear on each other here. Uh, firstly, it's directed by Michael Doherty. He d- has done one of my favourite horror films, probably in my top 20 horror films of all time, Trick or Treat. Yes. If you haven't seen yeah. that film, watch it. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good, it's great. actually. Yeah. Then he went on and did uh, Krampus, which was, oh, yeah. wasn't as good. 
it was okay. It was okay. Uh, but yeah, so he's directing this film. Uh, great casting, Vera Farmiga, who I think is fantastic. Uh, Millie Bob- Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's the main player. Kyle Chandler, who's popping up a lot these days. I yeah. like Kyle Chandler. I think yeah, he's, he's alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, no, I'm keen. I'm in. So the first film in this, you know, new sort of Godzilla world, mm. um, I gave it's yeah, huge action. Yeah, slow burn, I get it. I, and I gave it every chance possible by watching it on my mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I lasted about 15 minutes and went, you know what? You're done. You're dead to me. Yeah, that's a shame. Basic. Now, I saw Godzilla, <laughs> it's funny you say, I saw Godzilla at uh, like a VMAX in George Street. Um, and man, it kicked my ass. Like it was a slow burn, yes. Yeah. But when shit happened, it was like you were blowing in the... You feel the wind of the, the roar of the Godzilla, you know. It was great. And I just loved it. I thought, I thought it was great. But um, Godzilla is the Michael of the horror world, whereas, you know, slow moving. You're like, dude, just run in a straight line, get in the car, drive, and you'll be away from this thing. Don't worry. Anyway, it'll be lead to the inevitable face-off, which is Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Hmm. So yeah, good as uh, June. We're not even halfway through the year, although it does get thinner. It gets a lot we, thinner yeah, yeah, as we okay. move on. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Flarsky. Don't know Flarsky. why I said Flarsky. Yeah. Directed by Jonathan uh, Levine. Yeah, Levine. I, Levine. I liked. Um, he directed uh, Warm Bodies. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was, okay. it was pretty good. Look, the zombie genre, zomcom genre, has been well worn. Yeah. Since Sean of the Dead. But I thought this was a good take on it. I was pretty comfortable with it. Um, did you yeah. like it? Yeah, loved yeah. it. It was good. Yeah. It went from a different view of what your normal zombie movie would was. Yeah, it was through the yeah, eyes right. of the zombie. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, and then 50-50, which was a nice uh, uh, dramedy with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yeah, so um, good director. Um, so this stars Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, Alexander Skarsgård, um, Andy Serkis. Good cast. Yeah. Complete. O'Shea, Jackson Jr. Well, that's one of the reasons I include it in this list, because of the cast. Yeah. And uh, Bob Odenkirk. And and it looks quite a funny sort of premise. You know, you've got an unemployed journalist who's looking to woo his childhood, childhood babysitter, um, you know, who's a powerful political figure named Charlie's Theron. <laughs> so uh, I think yeah, it'll be a bit of fun. So we're good on that. We're all going to watch Flasky when it comes out. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's. I think it won't do a lot of the box office. I wouldn't think. It, I don't think. I don't see it breaking up, but it looks interesting. I really liked. Um, has anyone seen Ingrid Goes West? It was about two yeah, years ago. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Awesome film. Yeah. A little indie comedy with um, Aubrey Plaza, and uh, and. Why am I saying that? Oh, yeah. Um, because of <laughs> O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, yeah. plays uh, her landlord. Yeah. And he's really he's really great in it. Um, completely different to Straight Outta Compton, of, of course. Yeah. And, yeah, he's just like a Batman fanatic. And yeah, <laughs> I really like this movie. It's a really dark black comedy hmm. about social media. Elizabeth Dawson? Yeah. Think, um, is she in it? Yes, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen, who is fantastic as well. Yeah. Good little indie black comedy if you haven't seen it. Uh, I believe it's available on either Netflix or Stan at the moment. Okay. 
Yeah. I've just popped it down. Uh, so then we are uh, going for another animation. Not a Disney title. This one, is it? Uh, no, Sony. No, Sony. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at mega the Mega hit, the first one. The, what was that? It was a mega hit, the first oh, one. Oh, huge. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kevin Hart was part of uh, that, the promoting yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So we've got The Secret Life of Pets 2. Um, yeah. How do you feel it's going to go? Oh, it Will huge. you watch it? Massive. Huge. Yeah. And the first one was funny. I like it. It was good fun. And yeah. why they hadn't thought of this kind of thing before, you just you shake it's your head Toy sometimes. Story. It's Toy Story. It's brilliant. I um, described it at the time as Toy Story with pets. With pets. That's what yeah. the pets get up to when the um, owners aren't home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's completely right yeah. what it is, isn't it? <laughs> and I think it's Universal. Sorry to correct you, Jay. I'm not signing. That's right. Ah, yeah, Universal. Yeah. Yeah, you could be right. It's been a while since I've been... In the game, yeah, it's <laughs> <And> slipping. <laughs> but those, uh, but those types of movies, yeah, people are going to go see because of their kids and and, and whatnot. No. Yeah, it'll eh. be great. All right, Dark Phoenix. This is yeah. this is something that should like in theory, when you go back and start planning out the X Men world, right? If you were like back in Marvel days when you're doing Iron Man and we're going to link and thread and do all this stuff, <laughs> if you did that with X Men. At the beginning and said, we're going to thread a universe and meet up with other people. Dark Phoenix is your Avengers Infinity War. It's, it's, mm. the, it's the peak of uh, X-Men of where you should hit in story. It's yep. the Dark Knight. It's, the, yep. it's all that stuff. Yeah, agree That's where that. it should be. Where mm. it's going to be. Is it set and forget. It's almost like a, yeah. And, and you know what it is? It's diminishing returns. Yeah. It's yeah, it's um, suffering from diminishing returns over it's fatigue. You know what are we up to? The seventh, eighth entry. Yeah, you know they waited way too long to to do this. Yep. Have, having said all that, I still really enjoyed the X Men's, and I'll still be watching this. <laughs> I know it's sad, isn't it? Week. <laughs> but I know a lot of people have kind of gone off them a bit, but I like them. Yeah, yeah. I won't say I don't care about it, yeah. but because I will see it, but yeah. um, I'm not don't care. Yeah. yeah, in a way. Now let's hope that this is the best thing that's ever happened to this movie because yeah. we're going to walk I'll, in like that. I'll, I'll, I'll support it. I'll, yeah. I'll, mm. I'll support it if it's got something to say, but I don't want it. And to what's be... interesting about this is um, Simon Kinberg's stepped in to direct. Now he is the Kevin Feige of um, okay. X Men. Yeah, right. Like he's orchestrated all this stuff, and he's gone. No, no, just give it to me. So that's interesting. I don't think he's actually directed before. Maybe he had to take over because whoever he assigned just didn't know what was going on, you know. That, yeah, maybe. That could be a good sign, but then again, it might not be. Well, Brian Singer was the last director, right? Yeah, they can't go with him anymore. Yeah. No, mm. no exactly. What, what, why is that, Shane? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep out of that. Yeah, I'll leave that one alone. No. Um, all right, so uh, we've got then a little... <laughs> a little Aussie film, <laughs> I want to say, um, uh, starring Christopher Hunksworth, um, <laughs> Men in Black International. Whoop, whoop. Like, it doesn't matter what anyone says to me about this movie. Even when I read reviews and they're going to be like, this is the most film that's ever been made. I am there, day one, paying my ticket price. Laughing out loud, yeah. but it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a paid laugher. I love these these films. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got potential. Yeah, I like the last one. I thought the last one was pretty yeah. good. And I like the chemistry between Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth in Thor. In Thor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, it's, it's got that ingredient already lined up. I thought Men in Black... 
three was yeah, it was okay. I guess it was it was all right. I mean, they're fun, right? They're just fun. They're and, just fun. Yeah. That, that first film was like for me, it was groundbreaking. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just yeah. it really holds a special place in my heart. The only thing I've got to movie. say, and you know how much I love Chris Hemsworth, right? Yeah, I'll be his biggest fan forever. But just with his comedy, just got to be careful. And I've only seen the trailer. But this seems like he's playing the um, uh, not so smart sidekick again. Oh, again. And yeah. obviously he did he did that to a wonderful effect in Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he doesn't seem like he's a full six and, pack here either. And in Thor Ragnarok, he does like he, he's still Thor, but he is slightly off the intellectual <laughs> scale a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And like he does it really well. Yeah, I think he does it really, really well. It's just uh, my advice to you, buddy. Or what am I saying? Well, get in contact with his agent. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I'm sure he'll listen. Yeah, he lives up in Noosa. He's living up in his shopping centre in Byron Bay at the moment. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, Byron Bay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the shopping centre. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, so we're all going to see that. Good. Yeah, I mean, um, next one is Shaft. Yeah, this is interesting. I really didn't even know this was on the radar. Really, yeah. To be honest, uh, we're looking at three different shafts in a film. Yes, yeah, so I it goes over three yeah. generations. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to, to work necessarily, but if you uh, recall, I put in Unsolved, The Big In, Tupac Murders uh, on Netflix is one of my favorite TV shows of last year. Yep. yep, okay. And in that, they weave together three different timelines to tell the same story. Yep. And it worked really well. So I'm hoping that they do a similar thing here rather than just seeing someone go from a younger to a sort of middle-aged to an mm. older Let's let's weave together a story that uses all three, but they're constantly moving towards the same point at the end. It's not like different universes or anything like that. Yeah, just, no, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, just, that, that would be great. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, we'll see. Look, I, I, um, it's directed by Tim Story. Yeah, how do I know that name? Fantastic Four. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Okay. Yeah. Ride along. Okay. <laughs> Ride Along 2. Ride Along was okay and Ride Along 2 was okay. I agree. I agree. Ride Along they, they 2 was bad. unwatchable. Ride Along 1 was okay. And both <laughs> both Fantastic Fours were not great, but I think they're fun. You know what I mean? That's why I'm watching them because they're just easy to watch. Yeah. Well, that's not a good reputation for this <clears throat> movie then, yeah. uh, unfortunately. <laughs> and I remember the shaft that... Samuel L. Jackson did. Yeah. And it was pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Christian Bale same and um, Tony Shaft. Collette yeah. were in it, yeah. which is a shame I'm not seeing their names here in this one. Oh, I'd like to see Christian yeah. Bale or Tony Collette back in this, but... Um, As if Christian Bale would do this again. Yeah, he, he wasn't very well known back when he did the first one. I had a really bad joke because he would be the real-life Tropic Thunder, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> You know, because he's so like, if I need to be big for a role, I will become big. If I yeah. need to, like the mechanist need to become thin, I will starve myself. If I need to be shaft, I'll find some sort of medical thing <laughs> that will make me shaft. <laughs> like, he's crazy, isn't he? He is. I, I mean, I saw stuff. him accept a couple of awards for Vice on the uh, Guild, Actors Guild Awards. And um, he's completely back to normal skinny. Yeah. Like, skinny as, as normal. Like, he's as always normal, quite yeah. thin. Um, but man, he he must have put on like thirty Those. kilos or something for Vice. 
to play Dick Cheney. Yeah, he, he's brilliant. Did you guys see it? Uh, no. no, but because it's one I want to watch at home. Okay, yeah. I, I enjoy those real thinkers. To it's already been and gone. Yeah. at yeah. the theaters. Didn't I knew political movies never do very well no. at the box office. Yeah, but you know the movie as a whole is not bad. Yeah, but um, he's he's flawless. He's he's great, and I don't know much about Dick Cheney, but just his role. His mannerisms, becoming yeah. the character, having a heart attack, and and all these things that happen to him—you just think it's happening. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. such a good actor. Oh, so good he actor. Deserves... how's it compared to the Big Short? Well, a lot of people say that, and it's similar structure, like but, all over yeah, the place. Finance versus politics. Yeah, 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 all over the place. Right. Okay. That's yeah. how it's filmed. And there's no linear. There's no like straightforward stuff. People talk to the camera. People do different things in it. Okay. Yeah, worth seeing. I liked it. Yeah, I'm keen for it. I can't wait. Uh, so this next film I put on there because it's a personal favourite, uh, and that is Child's Play. It, I don't, you don't even need to know anything about it. It's just Chucky yeah. in some world, and he'll be being Chucky, saying smart, you know, Alec lines, um, slicing a few people up when he can. And the thing about this film is it, it is meant to be like a reboot. It's not part six or whatever they're up to. So. You know, that's a bit of a worry. This, this will be direct video, I think. I, I, yeah. I can't see this being theatrical. But it has got Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's yeah. great. <laughs> she's great. But um, I don't agree with you. I reckon they've purposely put it up against another movie we're going to talk about next on purpose. <laughs> oh, really? And good programming. When I saw Ready Player One twice, just in a normal screening, and each time Chucky turned up in that movie, the crowd went ballistic. Yeah. Yeah, right. So they know him. Yeah. It, like, it, and like him. He's a popular character. Yeah. It's just that some of the films later on tended to go towards, like, we're only making director oh, yeah. videos. So yeah. that's what well, we're putting into it. The last two or three it. went DTV. They Definitely. did. But yeah. that's the effort they put into it. It was a director TV. They was, I still like them. Have you <laughs> seen the trailer to this? No. I've seen some footage on it. And like, it's, it's not reinventing the wheel. I can oh, tell you. really? Okay. It looks director video, but I could be wrong. Oh, I hope okay. it's theatrical. And yeah. I think that's a great call on that, Shane, with the counter-programming mm, of the I, next film. I have a feeling that's about. their idea, but like you said, um, that so, stranger, stranger things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, So what we're talking about, uh, you know, being programmed up against, arguably, will be in the, it's in the ballpark of being talked about as probably the biggest film of the year. Uh, Money-wise Yep Toy Story It's, got, it's got that potential It's yeah. got that potential so It's in a ballpark Of the conversation It's probably in, It's probably in the top three We should discuss that At the end actually Yeah well, It's pretty straightforward It's Avengers Endgame Toy Story 4 It's not for me um, For money Oh for, oh, sorry For money yes yeah, I think it's about money, The top money. fives no, Which we're, we're going to Look at at the end <laughs> No no money yeah. Yeah, no. Avengers, it's simple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Toy Story 4. And there's probably one other. That yeah, there's one other. Yeah, yeah, sure. Which we'll be we'll talking about definitely sec. soon. So Toy Story 4, there's not much you need to say. Like, we're, we were seeing this, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're yeah, all looking yeah, forward yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're all getting dressed up as either Woody or I'm certainly Buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kate, Kate's look, got the cowgirl outfit. I'd look like a better um, Woody and you'd look like a better Buzz just because of our height difference. What are you saying? We've got a height difference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hashtag um, me too, man. Huh? Hashtag me too. <laughs> uh, so so, size counts. Size so, matters. That's one. Size matters. <laughs> so then there's a, a, a another reinvention. Um, grudge. 
Do we, yeah, need, do we need it? Do we want it? Not, we... not at all. I really do not know why we're doing this. We've had no. the Japanese grudge, which was fantastic. Yep. We had the American Hollywood grudge, which was 2004-ish, maybe, 4-5. Um, and that was that was okay with Sarah Michelle Gellar. And we had a couple of sequels. Like, J-Horror is not a thing at the moment. And they then, just recently, they did the, the Rings uh, sequel, Hollywood sequel, Rings. Rings. The Ring called Rings yeah yeah it was horrible it was, yeah. it was unwatchable I, I, I put it in there because it's uh, yeah. it was like the, the originals were big I say the originals in terms of the Japanese version and then yeah. um, the American version we, we, we do not need, need this Shane what do you think you've been quiet on this one I've been quiet because I'm I, don't, I love my J-horror so do I that's it's really good but stuff but not when they do shit like Rings it wasn't complete shit oh. I, I, I didn't think it was that bad oh. <laughs> yeah. what, better, what better concept is to make everyone in an aeroplane with it watching a screen be part of the rings it thing? Makes I thought that was no a good concept. No sense whatsoever. This the whole thing. Hang on, the whole thing about <laughs> rings is it's it's on the v, the VHS tape, mm. right? It's the tape. But it was through the internet. It, it, it jumped <laughs> to it's we're, jumped to the. We're building era. Shane's date night with Winona Ryder. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jay Horror. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got to say I kind of agree with you, Jay. We don't need it. No one's going to see it. It'll flop, and it might not get a theatrical. It'll probably yeah. get pulled if it doesn't do well in the States. But I still want to see it. And Andrea Riseborough, you might not know her name, but she's an awesome actress. And we're really in, strong. And as well. Yeah, yeah, well. John Cho? I, I just think. Do you know what? I probably might, might do okay in the Asian market. I'm, I'm keen. Even though it's. I'm keen. Yeah. Actually, do we know whether this is like a, a Hollywood film no, or I, an Asian film? I wonder. No, Asian I production. Don't, I don't. Chinese production, maybe. I'm not sure. I just put it next. I thought you guys would like to chat about it because it's you know grudge. Well, we did. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm keen. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be a successful movie. Yeah. Speaking of not knowing about being successful, this next film they completely tripped over. Yeah, and well, you, you, you talk about it because you, yeah, you've seen it, haven't you? Uh, yeah. So we're talking about Forty Seven Meters Down. Yeah. And this is the sequel that's called Forty Eight Meters Down. No, no, Forty Seven Meters Down Uncaged. Right. <laughs> so this film was. Planned to go direct to video. It was a cheapy. It was like two, three million. Uh, Mandy Moore, uh, high concept. Yada yada yada. For whatever reason, they decided to. They, I think, it got a little bit of momentum. Decided to gamble, take it theatrically, and ended up doing. I don't know, like sixty million or something. Mate, it was and a it was decent released by a really small yeah. film distributor as well. So they made so much money on it. Yeah. So inevitably, a sequel has come out, and will will come out. Yeah, um, I still think they should have gone with forty-eight meters down. But. <laughs> um, the next one, a lot of people may not have heard about, but it's yeah, Ford versus yeah, Ferrari. Okay. Yeah, James Mangold. Yeah, so James Mangold's a, just a fantastic director behind Three Tender Humor. Logan, Logan, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Logan's one of my favourite movies. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just a great. Oh, and Walk the Line, my God. Yeah, of course. He's, yeah, he's yeah. got a. James Mangold's got a feel to his movies. Yeah. And has got a bit of a country thing going on, country western thing. Yeah. Which I really like. Which, uh, which could really work well for this because, you know, the, basically the story, um, you know, is based on true events, which, you know, um, I don't want to say, but back in basically like, yeah, the 60s. So this one's sort of around 66, where um, Ferrari and Ford would race in the 24 hours of Le Mans. And Le Mans is still going today. Yeah. It's one of the biggest races. 
But back then, you know, Ford and Ferrari were one of the biggest manufacturers on the planet for cars, and Ferrari were just hammering Ford. And the, the story really will hopefully take place around when Ford decided to, rather than keep building the same larger, um, like, Mustangs and things yeah. that they were doing, they wanted to build their own Ferrari, which is, I think it was the GT40 uh, from memory. And that's when it all started, like, the shit hits the fan because, yeah. like, people die at these races, you know, especially in the 60s when, you know, so, so that, you know, you're going to have the human drama of someone trying to be better than someone else, a country versus another country because that's really yeah. what it is. And the Western sort of themes of back then, especially the Americans, trying to build an automobile that can take on one of the fastest cars on the planet and then kick off a race as to who can maintain mm. being the best. And hang on, and then sprinkle this little cast on there and <laughs> Christian Bale and Matt Damon. <laughs> like, hello. Oh, this is going to be... What was that Ron oh, Howard uh, film with Rush. Chris Rush. I really love Rush. Yeah, it was good. Yes. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. But didn't find an audience. Daniel Brühl. Unreal. Yeah. Mm. I also Great. like Driven with Sylvester Stallone. Ooh, I was happy with that. Ooh, yeah, when he throws the coin out in the track and he ooh, drives along and then throws the back out Bert to pick Reynolds. up the... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and directed by Rennie Harlan. Yeah, Rennie Harlan. Oh, I haven't heard that name in such a long time. Oh, but yeah. It's in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I could talk about yeah, car films all, all the time. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, there is no official trailer out for this, but what I did do is I went and watched a, tra- uh, a doco trailer for oh, the Ford, same event. Ford versus Ferrari? For, well, it, it's, it's about the same event yeah, that they're yeah, going yeah. to yeah, right. most likely basis on, and it was directed by Adam Carolla, who's a podcaster, um, you know, filmmaker over in the States, and uh, a comedian, and he, um, yeah, he put together this, this doco about this sort of thing. I don't know how long ago it was, but... It definitely, definitely is going to be um, based, that this film will be based around those events. I have no doubt. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm pretty keen for this. The more I think about it. Now, the last film I have in June, the last film I have in June is an untitled film. And as, let me tell you about this. This, this, <laughs> this movie is essentially going to be about a guy who sort of, you know, wakes up one day and happens to be the only person who remembers the Beatles. Yeah. And he has to live in this English world. I feel sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> Where he has this brilliance, uh, you know, of these songs in his mind, but he's the only person that remembers that. Now, it's an untitled film by Danny Boyle. Yeah. But it's got Richard Curtis as well. Yeah. So they're co- co-directing or...? Uh, I'm not sure how, because there's not a lot of information on it, except for the fact that they have a June release date. So Danny Boyle is 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Train Spotting, and the list goes on. The, the Beach. Goes on, yeah. The Beach. Oh, I love that film. <laughs> yeah. um, Slumdog Millionaire. And Richie Curtis is all the working title films like Bridget Jones, Love Actually, Notting Hill. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. If they're working together, <laughs> this movie could be a gem. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully when more information comes out, so just keep an eye on this movie is all I'm saying, is that you've got great filmmakers behind it. It's a really interesting idea. I don't want to say unique because there's probably something else around, but it's definitely an interesting idea. Um, I think they probably haven't got a title for it yet because they'll want to use a Beatles 
uh, song name, yeah. <laughs> song title. So they'd have to get maybe some sort of permission or get the right song title. and Which is through Michael Jackson's estate. Yeah. So that's probably <laughs> why it's still untitled and it's yeah. being released in only five months' time. Hard Day's Night. That's what I'm going to go with. They've already done that. There's already a hard day's night. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one, though. Yeah. I think that could be good. If he wakes up after a hard day's night, you know, that sort of thing. And he's Let like, it be. Let it be. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. July! We have uh, another untitled Annabelle sequel three. Uh, uh, to, I don't, you know, what do I need to know about this one? Well, this, the last one was Creations, which was big, so this should be pretty good too. Although Slender Man was um, – oh, not Slender Man, sorry. What's part of the um, Conjuring universe? It was uh, – there's one coming up. I liked it. It was The Nun. Is that what you're thinking the of? No, yeah. The Nun. Well, that wasn't yeah. – It was average, it was, yeah. but it was still all right. Well, I wouldn't say it was scary. I liked its link to the yeah, Conjuring okay. universe. Um, this one will be interesting to know whether it's another prequel or it's in current yeah. time. Like they're not giving us anything. No. But I'm I'm in. I thought the other two were all right. Yeah. And now I know it's in Aquaman. She's, <laughs> she's in Aquaman. I'm <laughs> yeah. keen to see that again now. Yeah, I like the Conjuring universe. I think they've done pretty good there. They have. Yeah, they have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so James, just so you know, I'm not like James, James Wan confirmed it over Twitter that, yes, there was an Annabelle sighting in there. Okay. Uh now we're in July. This is uh, the heavyweights. The heavyweights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the next one I'm about to talk about, I've have seen the Toby Maguire version on July the fourth uh, in a New York cinema. Wow! And that was one of the best movie experiences I've ever With had. Screaming and cheering, cheering, yeah. Yeah, people just cheering. Like, this is the, yeah. it was the first Spider-Man actually, and people wow. were just cheering and loving it, and uh, everything about movie going or the cinema going experience. That's that's what it was about. It was getting to the, you know, get your popcorn and they squirt the pop the butter on top rather than anything else. You don't get butter with it. Yeah, they yeah. squirt it on. Does it run to the bottom of the popcorn box? It does a little and, bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've never had it like that. I like that. that way better. But you know what I mean? It's one of those things you see it in American movies. But yeah, you just you squirt all these flavorings on top, and then you sit there and people are just screaming at the screen and following through the Fantastic. adventures of Spider Man. Far from home. Yeah, I'm. God, they've reinvented this really well, Marvel. I'm so keen. Yeah, and <laughs> so, Tom Holland was just a great choice. Oh, perfect choice. Yeah. Too bad that Andrew Garfield wasn't that great. So um, I think it was fine. <laughs> he movies, was fine, yeah, actually. Yeah. The movies weren't great. No. No, no. Okay. Anyway, uh, um, yeah. I'll die for my friend. <laughs> So this is a really interesting take, isn't it? Yeah, it looks, looks is good. It's set in uh, Europe, yeah? Yeah, they go to London, London. and um, Bulgaria or somewhere yeah. in about three different, four different locations. And shit hits a fan and yep. um, Samuel wants him to stand up, Peter Parker. Yeah, and Jake yeah. throws his face into the mix. And Jake is in a Spider-Man film, but he's not Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Of yeah. course, is that link? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, I think he's he finally got him on. on that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh, I also got Marissa Tomei in there. Great, love seeing her whenever you get a chance. And I've, I've just been watching um, Seinfeld from beginning to end. I've never seen it before. That's right. She had one episode. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, one I episode. Yeah, that. with George. Yeah. George wants yeah. to date her. Yeah. And and so she she turns up in a bit of a dream, and then she turns <laughs> up in <laughs> for real life. 
George. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so but, that, that was great. But here's the interesting mm, thing. Mm, mm. Michael Keaton is listed. His build, yeah. Yeah, well, he was in the previous one, yeah, right? Yeah, Vulture. Yeah. Yeah. So why why is he in this one, though? Like, you know, I mean, like uh, most other... Well, he didn't, the, he didn't die. Yeah. But uh, usually bad guys tend to... Uh, spoilers, well, you look at Green guy. Goblin and Hobgoblin of the first they trilogy. They come and go. They come and go, right? Yeah. And so this would be in the Spider-Universe, one of the first times that someone mm. is carrying over... Well, here's the thing, right? Here's, what, here's my question. Is in the trailer they gave me the, our first international teaser or whatever it was. It seems like it's uh, like Sandman is one of the villains. Did you? Made out that? of water. There was water, but there was also like a sand dust version. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That, that, yeah, because this is what we were alluding to before when Mysterio seems like he could be kind of a good guy in the trailer. Yeah. Because he's fighting against some sort of sand thing. Yeah. But see, Mysterio can control things and your mind. So he is obviously Jake Gyllenhaal's character's Mysterio's controlling that water, controlling mm. whatever to make it look like he's a good guy maybe yeah. and that's what they're showing you in the trailer, but he's really not. He's a false cleed. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Because <laughs> he's part of the Sinister Six, uh, yeah. which is was also referenced in one of the your previous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I know so much, yeah. actually. It's not, it's not DC, but Spider Man. But you say Spider Man was your, one of your favorites. He, favorite, is, so, he yeah. is my favorite uh, Marvel character yeah. of, of all time. Mm. Um, so that's that's why I know that. Yeah, and I think that's why I like the trailer so much because I was yeah. picking oh. these things. And I think if Michael Keaton is in it, he had that um, access to all those pieces of space age equipment yes. and things and he knew how to get it so maybe the government hire him to help or yeah. something like that he might oh. have some more of that equipment and you remember to too he's still playing zendaya's father that's right and zendaya yeah. you know what I mean? yeah. so it could be all to do with that because tom's dating zendaya that's true yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be another billion dollar this will be the first spidey billion dollar if they if they can do it yeah It'll be bigger than Avengers. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll actually... Oh, I don't that's think a big call. Big. I, no, I, think I, it, think it I think it might be. <sighs> no. It's tough. But if you, if you take um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1 and 2 and inflate that dollar, surely that's over a billion dollars today. Surely. Yeah. Those movies to. were massive. Yeah. Massive. It's funny you brought up Sandman, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the third one, yeah. which was not good. But um, maybe I'm wrong because by the time this is on, Avengers has, would have done been, and people might be again a little bit over the superhero thing. Although Spider Man's going to be in Avengers, and they yeah. might link this. Yeah, yeah. You know, as long as they uh, keep knows? making good films, yeah, it won't matter. It won't, when you yeah. start making shit, yeah, there's diminishing returns. It's a problem, yeah. and the pr- Marvel has proven that. And even with Spider Verse, what a great film, you know? Yeah, no fatigue there. I'm happy to keep watching movies like that. Yeah, yeah, know. definitely. You've seen the Spider Verse. I have. Yeah, yeah no, very impressed. Enjoy, yeah, good very thing. impressed. Much more than I ever expected. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. And I love Spider Man, but I was not expecting that. It was great. Spider Pig, Spider Pig. <laughs> All right. Nicholas Cage too. <laughs> bonus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Noir Spider. Uh, all right. Uh, next one. Home. Are you sure you pronounce that? No, not no. at all. <laughs> That's just my ear. I, and as you know, my ear is terrible. I appreciate your courage. Because uh, you, know you went all out. I did. You I have loved to. it. 
If you're going to yeah. do it, do it. Yeah, I thought about buying a stuffed lion, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to go that far. And what you didn't see, listeners, that Sean just held his beer up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, well, it's a baby. Like it's the young cub. <laughs> Simba. Uh, wait, I, come yeah, on. Simba. <laughs> One directed by John Favreau. You, you could sell me on that before. Unless I had no idea what the, the Lion King was, but I knew John Favreau and everything he's done. Yeah. I'm sold on that just by, by having that. Um, then you've got, obviously, the voices of Donald Glover, Beyonce, Seth Rogen. Oh, God. Um, Chiwetel. Uh, AJ4. I need, to, I need to learn names. I'm sorry. James L. Jones. Um, big key, James L. Jones. He's back. <laughs> How good's that? He is back. Yes. You know, because you think about, a, you know, Say Robin Williams, if they were going to use him for Aladdin, they would have to try and just use all of the rehash stuff that he's done before. But you can get James, even now, to lay down, now that you, you can think about it, lay down five hours worth of stuff and cut mm. it into Lion King 2, Lion King 3, <laughs> just to keep doing yeah, it. Well, I wonder how um, old he is, right? Yeah. But the voice doesn't change. Well, no, they brought him back for Darth Vader. Yeah. I think him. the um, Chitterwell was around the wrong way, which is why he struggled. Because Chitterwell is here for. It's spelled. Yeah. Yeah, Chitterwell. When he won for yeah. five years oh. a slave, wasn't it? Or 10 years a slave? Uh, 12. 12 years a slave. <laughs> he Sorry. had a rough time. He had a rough time. I think he was, was, he was like saying to everyone, how, telling people how to pronounce his name and no one got it right. It's so tough. It's all good, Sean, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a tough one. Thought, yeah, but yeah. no, on, on, on our sheets, on our um, run sheets, it's actually misspelt. That's why you struggle. Oh, it is it? Oh, that was yeah. a copy and paste job. So uh, mm. that yeah, was... not you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would have done better, though. Anyway, <laughs> in The Lion King, man. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got to claim it. Please let me claim it. Where I saw Jungle Book, I was watching it going, like my having eye-gasms over the CGI in this yeah. film, thinking, holy shit, they need to do this with Lion King. I said it the first time I watched Jungle Jungle Book, and I'm so glad. And here we are. And here we are. Lion King, yeah. And John Favreau. Yeah. Who knew that John Favreau would be attached to I something know, like this? Right? But it's oh, great, man, isn't it? Swingers. And it's, <laughs> and it's dangerous territory too, right? Because we're talking about an absolute classic. Yes. Classic. But even though it's 1993. But with this or movie, all you need to do is is um, Gus Van Sant it. And yeah. do it frame by frame. <laughs> yeah, just a better, uh, it's a better looking version of it. Well, isn't that what the trailer is sort of doing? I don't think yeah. the whole movie will be like that, though. No, I don't think so either. <sighs> it's yeah. Favreau's got this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, trust in Favreau. I get it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, from a personal point of view, I just, I would, I would watch this, this film shot by shot. Yeah. I wouldn't do that for Aladdin and whatnot. No, no, I want no, something no. different, but. No. <laughs> But I definitely would watch this shot by shot. Yeah. In the way that they're going to film it. But yeah, trust in Favreau. Well, they, they can't use uh, Hatuna, uh, Hakuna Matara. Why is that? There's some legal bullshit. Really? Oh, oh no. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's a copyright thing with the, the um, I, th- I think it was like with the um, African people in their land and, and what it means and, and they just can't use it. But they can still keep going with the old version because they've paid it now and... Yeah. yeah, who knows? 
So it will be changed a little bit here and there. And how many songs they'll have, that's a question. But Yeah, they're the same songs. Yeah. Wow. But Seth Rogen as Pumba. Like, Good choice. On, that's a great choice. Yeah. There's some great casting choices in yeah. here. Your mate, your uh, news host guy, uh, the, what's his name? Oh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Oliver. Yeah. yeah, he's playing... Uh, Sazu? Sazu, Sazu yeah. or Rafiki? No, he's, uh, Sazu, Sazu, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was played by uh, Rowan, Rowan Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Originally. Yeah, so that's, I mean, he. the thing is, uh, uh, John <laughs> Oliver looks like <laughs> the two cans. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he really does, and uh, oh my god, it's brilliant. Anyway, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, the argument is: Can you wait to see that, <laughs> or could you wait to see the next one? I'd have to push Lion King over, over for, for this one. Shoot yeah. it and yeah. put it on Instagram <laughs> and be yelled at by everybody else. Why would you kill a lion? Because once upon a time in Hollywood. Quinta Tarantino is coming out like it's a Tarantino year. Yeah, it's a ninth Tarantino film. Year. Yeah, exactly. It's his ninth <laughs> film. We celebrate a QT year. And yeah, man, uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, almost enough said. Enough said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he, he, he why just, don't we he, just add Margot Robbie in there? Oh, yeah. Sorry. And Margot Al Pacino. Robbie. And Al Pacino. Ah, yeah, Al Pacino and yeah. every one of QT's buddies that come along for the ride come along. for their payday. Who's replaced Burt Reynolds? Does anyone know? Oh, um, no, yeah, I, I did uh, read about it actually, but I don't think it was confirmed and I can't think of the name, so it doesn't matter anymore. But yeah. I'm not sure it was Someone confirmed. Someone popped, popped in my head, but it was that guy who oh. released the uh, script for Hateful Eight on him. He oh, wouldn't cast no. it. No. <laughs> Do you know what? It was the, um, it was the joke uh, about why did you get Christopher Plummer to replace him because he oh, replaces yeah. everyone, right, else, everyone and else and he's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, that's who's going to be hosting the Oscars, Christopher uh, Plummer. Christopher Plummer. <laughs> oh, that's great. I like that. <laughs> yeah, um, so this is a uh, 60s heyday Hollywood Um Oh man, we've talked a lot about this on the podcast. Just sort of, this surrounds the um, the time when uh, the OJ, no Manson, Manson, sorry, Manson Killings. murders, yeah, yeah, Manson murders, yeah, yeah. So um, Margot Robbie is playing uh, Tate, Sharon Tate, Sharon Tate, yeah, yeah, and they move in next door to Sharon Tate. That's and right, Manson. So, so it's just there's all a bit of a tie yeah. there, and like it's about it, but who we're, knows what we're just in the neighborhood of this story. It's you know, it's that sort of. We don't really know exactly what's going on yet. Yeah. I do know that, and you do hear this a little bit, so I don't take too much from it, but there was some someone who's attached to the film, like a producer or something, saying it's, and he's the best script he's ever read. Yeah, I mean, but that, that could be just the best script he's ever read. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. only read one, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's why I said from the outset, <laughs> don't take this as, you know, gospel, but it's still yeah. good though, right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that means nothing to me when you've got Quentin Tarantino as directing. That's everything. It only means something after you see the film. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that guy. He was right. It was the yeah, greatest it was the script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll text you. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry I had to go. Anyway, um, July cannot come soon enough mm. for that reason alone. And also because he's threatening every you know every so often he's threatening this is the last film this is the this, no, no this is the last film mm. do you know what? I'm gonna make two more films and this is the last film no he's always well he's always said he's had t- ten films in his repertoire and yeah. he said he'll stop filming films at at ten so he's yeah. got one more left after this but take that for what it is what he's saying is I want to do ten and then do something else do that doesn't mean and he wants to do like um, screenplays for theatrical uh, for 
theatre and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean in 10 years' time, if he he wants to, just come back and do another couple of films. Write a novel. I've heard him say that. Yeah, write a novel. He just wants to move on from film for... I'm just. I'm saying Fine. this so I can sleep at night. By yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'd so, love if he turns around at ten and says, "Oh, just so you know, um, I'm doing Starscreen," which is you know the character in uh, you know the Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do a Transformers, but I'm doing Starscreen because that's kind of the equivalent of Bumblebee yeah, yeah, yeah. to Decepticons because. <laughs> They're going to pay me $100 million to do it because it's Quentin Tarantino doing Transformers. I just, all the films I made before, I made a little bit of money, not a lot. <laughs> so now I'm doing one Transformers film to make all of my money. And that'll be his 10th film. And that'll be my 10th film. And then we'll be like, going, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, thanks. Uh, uh, I don't know. He's so selective. But yeah. I mean, there was talk a while he was going to do a James Bond movie. You know, he was yeah. offered that, but he, w- he just wouldn't. He's no, always he been circling would... that and Star Trek, gonna... of course. But... Sorry. Yeah. You're not going to ruin yeah. your 10. With doing a film that's not yours. Yeah. That's why the why thing. would you? You've when he gets that. to 10, that's, sorry to yeah, cut no, you off, Sean, but I think that that's it. When he does his 10th, whenever that might be, his original, then he might, over time, think about doing the Star Trek thing, mm. doing some other property, yeah. making it his own. But up until 10, not, not till then. He would arguably have, and probably not even arguably have, he would have one of, or well, the best, box sets to ever exist that would battle in maybe like a Stanley Kubrick because yeah. of all of his He's getting there. I mean, you've got to like his kind of films. Not everyone likes Quentin Tarantino, you know. Yeah, but, but not everyone likes If you're likes into Stanley that Kubrick. genre, that crime genre, or mm. whatever, you know, dark crime comedy, whatever it is yeah. that he does, that hybrid, 100% agree, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got Hitchcock, Kubrick, QT's getting there, yeah. I think. If the next couple of films are hot. I mean, he's also had some films that are – not so hot as well, like Death Proof. It's good. Like, I still like it. I think yeah. I still think it's a great film, actually. Yeah, it holds yeah. up. But yeah. But, but you've got to have a weak one to have a strong one. Correct, yeah. So. When, you f- when your second fil- film is Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, Jesus. When your first film is Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah. Still one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh! Anyway, so right, so that that that's July. That's the that's the summer of uh, America. Obviously, winter here, and you know they only have those real, you know, three four films coming out because they're going to wait for June just to carry over. Yeah, into July, and then obviously you've got. Can I say one more thing on QT? So Leonardo DiCaprio, this is his first time in a Quentin Tarantino movie as a full uh, lead role. Obviously, he was just a support actor. In um, Django. Yeah. You know, so yeah. even that's exciting for me, that he's just going to be on screen pretty much every frame, or, you know, <laughs> within reason. Well, would you call Brad Peter a supporting actor in Inglorious Bastard uh, as well? Yes. Yeah, I would too, yeah. So he, yeah. Is, Brad Pitt would be equally Yeah, right, uh, yeah, yeah, equal yeah I lead. think so, yeah. 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 Can't it's wait. a real um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, you know? Don't you reckon? The look of Paul it. Paul Newman. And yeah. Who was the other one? Uh... Robert Redford. Robert Redford, gosh. They just remind me of those two of, of the, you know, yeah. 2000s. Well, they play stuntmen, don't they? Or one, yeah. one's well, a stuntman? Brad's a stuntman yeah. and Leo's an old I don't uh, know much Western, about it, but... Um, a Western Who actor. cares? I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Again, I already know I'm going to see it more than once. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> crazy? Just, that's the thing with a Quentin <laughs> yeah. Tarantino movie. You know you're going to see it more than once. Well, they just get better. the dialogue. They yeah. actually get better. They really do get better. Mm. Yeah. There's only one film... In actual fact, can I t- tell you this? Yeah. <laughs> Django Unchained was the only film that I liked, I loved the very first time. Like I, I got it 
Because like, you know why? Because the film is his only film that's linear. So it just tells a story. So you get it. You like you watch it. You go, okay, I got that. Cool. Great. Excellent. Love it. Yeah. Every every one of his other films are all mixed up and pulp, pulp fictionized, right? And they take a few watches to really get your head around what's going on and where that scene really belongs. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So mm. on the second and third time, they just keep giving. Yeah. Whereas Django, the second time, guess what? It's the same movie. <laughs> I still like that because I watched it recently. Oh, 100%. And, uh, yeah. It's a great film. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Oh so gosh. August, the time where uh, people are trying to, um, you know, Mooch off <laughs> everything is happening in July. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with slightly <laughs> lesser films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to look at uh, the new mutants. Mutants? M- <laughs> sorry, I'm, mutants? I'm American. Mutants. mutants. New mutants. Yes, uh, uh, X-Men. Yeah, universe. I mean, what, what do you really need to know about this? Except that it's part of the X-Men universe. They're going to have different types of characters. They're going to do different types of magic tricks. We've got Anya Taylor-Joy in this one as well. Yeah. Macy Williams from Game of Thrones. She plays Aya. And this is a weird one for me, directed by Josh Boone. Yeah, tell me about Josh Boone. Yeah, I'm not sure who that is. Sorry. Right. Fault in, the, fault in Our Stars. Oh, great film. Great film. Amazing film, yeah. It's completely different genres than this. This is like a super horror. Yeah. Yeah. Hybrid. That's right. Yeah. It, it, I... I do remember um, seeing a bit about this, and I was a bit intrigued by it. But mm. now that um, was it, uh, what's that Blight, Superman yeah, one? The, Broadlight, yeah, bright light, bright light, light yeah, uh, light. is coming up. Yeah. That kind of Gremlins, ticks bright the light, box. Bright light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ticks that box before yeah, it gets yeah. the new mutants. But uh, is it linked to the Dark Phoenix at all? Well, I don't think so. And it should be, shouldn't it? it? Should to yeah, gain interest. Um, thought, this is another movie uh, that's been put back. Yeah. It yeah, yeah, should yeah, have yeah. come out, I think it was last uh, last year. Last year. Yeah. yeah. Not a good sign. No. Uh, and then we're uh, going for a bit of a spin-off yeah. here. Uh, obviously, Fast and the Furious uh, was rejuvenated. Um, once, well, I mean, people argue, but I'll say once The Rock you know, came back into it, rejuvenated the franchise. Oh, 100%. 100% what happened. Yeah, because, yeah. Okay, good. Because of him, uh, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson... And Jason Statham. I They're, am really intrigued by this. I just, yeah. I'm just interested to see what it does. Yeah, you know. But it's just, it's a, it's a buddy, buddy, buddy film. You yeah. know, simple. Yeah. How big are your biceps? Yeah, we're gonna fight a little bit. There's gonna be a little bit of um, intrigue, backstabbing. Yeah. Um, some great action scenes. Yeah. Like, it's a, for me. It's a no-brainer to see at the cinema for fun. Yeah, and that's how they'll advertise it, Yeah, for sure. Obviously, they'll get the Fast and the Furious crowd, but they will just put it out there as an over-the-top action movie. Well, can I say, the one thing that really excites me about this film is the director, David Leach. Yeah. Who directed John Wick 1, co-directed, and Atomic Blonde. Yeah. 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 And if the action's like that... Like grounded kind of action. That's what got me in the Atomic Blonde. Yeah, link. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Like yeah. I love that. Yeah, I don't want over the top action. I'll just go to Transformers for that, and Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. Where the rock that, punches a missile. That actually would work really well with with who they are as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. I like that feel. Just kind of because Statham, you, know, you can it. definitely do a bit more grounded fighting oh, for sure. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm sure the Rock could. It'd be nice to see him do some really grounded stuff. Yeah. 
So yeah, like walking tall and old school stuff. Yeah, that's good. Then we've got uh, some people trying to take over like the void left by Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're still trying. Yeah, still trying. Yeah, someone's trying to fill up that squad. Um, uh, Artemis Fowl. It's directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, uh, I saw the trailer for it. It didn't quite tickle any interesting parts of my body. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I don't a little know. bit over this genre, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sort of the same. Kenneth Branagh does intrigue me, though. Yeah, he's probably the only thing that. that. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. He's yeah. a great director. He is. Yeah. So, and and Disney are not. It's Disney, isn't it? From memory, uh, I don't know. Sure, yeah. I think it's Disney. They haven't really oversaturated things yet when it comes to advertising. Yeah, yeah. Um, they might the closer it gets, but I like the look of it. But yeah, you're right. I'm not sure if it'll work. And being released in August is a Kenneth Branagh directed uh, sure Thor. About it. Yeah, the first Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Such uh, an interesting yeah. choice. Isn't that great? Yeah. So I was just reading because you know this is based on like. And I always hear popular fantasy book series. And I'm like, well, I've never heard of it. But Harry Potter... I have heard of it. I know, I know of the source. Yeah, yeah so you've heard, you've heard yeah. it a little bit. But yeah. Harry Potter, everybody knew about it. Yeah. There was, we couldn't hide from it, the books. Mm. Forget the movies, the books. People just yeah, knew. Yeah, they sold more than the Bible. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. So when people say popular fantasy book series, I don't know. What's <laughs> popular? It's... It's subjective. Yeah. It's a subjective term. Yep. Unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I put this one in uh, no for one you guys. Laughs. Okay, fine. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> shows you how popular I actually yeah. am. <laughs> <laughs> I put this in for you, all right? Midsummer. Yes. Ari Asta. Yeah. Fresh off hereditary. Yeah. Do you know much so I'm about this? I'm excited by this guy. No, yeah. not at all. Midsummer. No, nah, don't know anything about but it. I don't care. I'm watching it. So you got the guy who did Hereditary, Florence um, Pugh, uh, but then Will Poulter is in it. Yeah, I like Will Poulter. Yeah, and it's funny. Will Poulter isn't someone I would like. If I just saw a picture of him, I wouldn't think, "Oh yeah, I want to watch you in a film." But he's really he's a great actor. He's a good actor. He's yeah. got that uh, a bit of an odd look about him, but yeah. Uh, He's but that's good. good. I think that works for him. Yeah. Yeah. He did the Revenant, didn't he? And uh, yep. and yeah. he did uh, like Vacation. obviously Bandersnatch. Uh, was in there. He was uh, with his blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Millers? Where the Millers? Where the which Millers? is quite funny. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I, he's kind of someone that attracts me to watch the film he's in, just with his choices more mm. than anything. He he really has interesting and and spot on choices for him. Yeah, the last Catherine Bigelow movie, Detroit. Yeah, he was oh. in. Yes. That's where I was thinking. How great is that film? Yeah, he was really nasty. A nasty, yeah. nasty piece of work in that. And those Maze Runner films, he was okay in those. Yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah, they, I, they only allow you so much room to do anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he <laughs> Another did. young adult franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's, he's cool. I'm, I'm keen for this. So, yeah, midsummer. Uh, we've got that. All right, September. Uh, oh, and we're coming into a sequel. And probably one of the most mm. anticipated sequels uh, since it was the um, highest grossing horror of all time. Of all time and yeah. that is It, Chapter 2. Yeah. No, this would be... Well, big pressure on the boys and girls doing this film, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. It's Because um, the first one was such a great film. We've talked about it at length. But now they've got the adults and no one cares about adults, really. 
So when they die, you know, but hopefully they can bring in that flashback with the kids so you can really relate. But uh, I do know one thing. The cast is great. I was going to say, they really been, nailed it. I know that you don't care about the adults, but yeah. when you've got a cast like this, like this, you like, can't help. Call, talk about calling in some favors, eh? Like Jessica Chastain, yeah. Which we always said that she'd be perfect. Yeah, perfect choice. Player. Yeah. Uh, James McAvoy. I mean, <laughs> I'll watch him in anything. Anything. It just yeah. happens to be it. Chapter two, like it's so strange, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hatter, Bill Skarsgård, of course, again as Pennywise. Yeah, I um. I can't wait, but I just hope that I just want them to deliver. Yeah. It's a tougher end. It's a tougher part of the story too. You know, it's yeah. 27 years later and they rival it again. And I don't know, just, yeah. yeah look, I mean, if you've watched the first, how do you not go and watch the second? Oh, of course. And everyone watched the first. Yeah. So I think we're good there. Yeah. Uh, now, Downton Abbey is coming out with a feature film. The interesting thing about that is my wife is a, a big Downton Abbey fan, as many people in the world are. When Sex I said and to the her, City did the same thing. Sorry? Sex and the City did the same thing. Yeah, and, and yeah. So, so this is the and Simpsons movie and things like that. Entourage. They've got a bad rep. Yeah. Films coming, you know, uh, after the fact, is especially. Now, uh, so my wife, heavily involved in, in, in the TV series, loves it. And I said to her today, did you want to go see this movie when it comes out? And it was just, it wasn't even thought about. No, can't. What? No, no, why? She goes, I love the series. I'll just leave it at the series. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, I know. That's, but it was a problem when they announced they were doing a Downton Abbey movie. It just didn't seem like, obviously, people will go and see it, but. Mm, yeah, that is a worry. Yeah. I've never seen an episode. Yeah. But I'll still go see the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, just... so she, she loves uh, the series and just straight out, no. Why? Not one, just for the for facts. Not one TV show adapted into a feature film movie has worked on home entertainment. Not one. Sorry, there was one. Miami Vice. Thank you. Yeah, Miami Vice actually did okay. Yeah, that did alright, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Although it was so many years after, I guess you could say it was Mission like Impossible's a reboot. One as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mission Impossible. I'm talking more one. about this kind Starsky of modern Hutch, stuff right? than they're they're doing. Skin Hutch. Yeah. Well, that wasn't that. That was more of a parody, or yeah. would you call oh, it? Yeah, a, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. If couldn't you, help having Ben Stiller in it being a parody at the time. Yeah. Mr. Bean's Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've watched it recently. It's really funny. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah, Willem yeah. Dafoe is in that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, right, anyway, so Downton Abbey, there we go. Now, we've got a film called The Kitchen. I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. Uh, no, but I'm actually a little bit excited. Yeah. So it's a period crime drama, follows three New York women uh, in the 1970s, all wives to Irish mobsters, who decide to take up their husband's business when they're all nabbed by the FBI. Hang on, this sounds just slightly familiar. <laughs> Yeah, it does. I was going to say. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, widows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this film's called The Kitchen, and it's got a you no, know, it's got a great cast: Elizabeth Moss, Tiffany Haddish, Melissa McCarthy, um, Dominic Gleeson. Yeah, like yeah, Dominic Gleeson is great. Yeah, but if you put that cast up against Widows, you can see where the difference in maybe um, tone is going to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, 
Um, Andrea Berloff is it's actually her directorial directorial debut. Can't even talk. Yeah, directorial debut. But she wrote the screenplay for Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Okay. So that's a bit interesting. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad film. I'm just saying it's kind of coming off the heels of something that's similar. The cast suggests there's probably going to be a little bit funnier. Yeah. Especially with Tiffany Haddish in there. Like, Melissa McCarthy's shown that she can do something else now. But Tiffany Haddish is, is quite out there. I like her. Do you? Oh, no, yeah. yeah, I think she's funny. Yeah, I, I don't, but... No, you neither say, do I. This guy and not liking Ice Cube and, and that in um, Ride Along. Like, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. And then you're like, Tiffany Haddish is like one of the greatest she had an Academy Award. I didn't I mean, say that. I mean, that's terrible. At what point did I say that? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I heard off the playback. Speaking of Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Segway. <laughs> uh, Angry Birds movie two. Sure. Thank you, Nick. Did you watch the first? I did. I've seen it, but yeah. I don't. I, I don't want to see this. I really don't. Yeah, I, I won't watch it unless there's cameos by Smurfs in it. I don't want to see it. Um, yeah, or unless Ryan Reynolds is the voice of one <laughs> yeah. of them. Oh, Peter Dinklage, though. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. It, it was a, nah. And in a I'm year, I'm actually surprised there's a sequel. Right, but in a year with such strong animation and yeah. live action animation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like family films. You're you're falling by the wayside, really. Yeah. You're the pixel of the general. This oh, is the same company. <laughs> well, it's the same company that did the Emoji movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. remember so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I'll have to see it because I'll review it, especially if I'm getting paid to review it. But <laughs> yeah. and, and it's school holidays, so I always do school holiday roundups Stuff. and things for the paper. Um, yeah, I'll see it. But honestly, thank you for your service. So oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure that we we need it. Kids, <laughs> no. kids might disagree, but yeah, yeah. do we need it? No. no. Is Angry Birds still a thing? Like, is it still a game? Like, oh, I don't know either. Yeah. So, do we need I don't it? Know. No. I do um, know. Yeah. Then we're on to October. We're on to October, and we're gonna we're gonna clean out our palette now, and we're gonna bring back <laughs> in something that's strong yeah. in Zombieland Two. And I know this is right up your oh, alley. Man, Jay. this is like one of my favorite zomcom roms, zom comedies of all time. I actually, I've got a story like this, like you had with Spider Man. I saw Zombieland in Santa Monica at the uh, AFM. Wow. American yeah. Film Markets. Actually, it was yeah, actually yeah. a general session. It wasn't part of the American Film Markets. But, um, yeah. And I watched it with a general crowd. It was freaking amazing. Like, the experience that you had. And, uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, though, I just love this film. Yeah. It ticks every box for me. And, uh, yeah. So, I've just been waiting for them to do a, a Zombieland 2. And it's been a long time, you know. And, and Ruben... The director, he hasn't really had a massive run of hits no. since, to be honest. He had 30 Minutes or Less, which was a bit of a bomb bomb. Yeah, there were moments in that that were hilarious. There was hilarious. moments, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, he just recently did Venom, which was which was a fair... I, I liked it. I'm just, fair yeah. movie. So, yeah, yeah no. I just hope he... When the cast is all back, you know, and the cast is really what made this film, I think. Yeah. Such a great cast, you know. <laughs> I heard Kevin Smith talk about uh, a couple of days ago, Venom, and how, you know, he went to see it and he just thought at the beginning, I mean, this is not going to work and whatever. You know, they've got all of this new canon from different types of people, way to put together comic book movies. Like, yeah. it's proven, do it. And whoever did Venom just went, and obviously it's this guy, just turned around and went, no, we're going to do it our way and we're going to do what we want. And 
it made a lot of money. Yeah, still made a lot of money. Yeah. There'll be a sequel for sure. I really hope they do a sequel that's R rated. If they can do that, then at least they'll go to steps towards making it a slightly better. I, yeah. I know, I, like, I'm not under any uh, illusion what the film was like. Mm. I just personally really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the whole film could have been negated right at the beginning if they didn't send one of their, as they said in the film, one of their most prized possessions in Tom Hardy to go and do, again, as they said, a really mundane story that's yep. just easy. Who's going to send you along to do that? Why? Yeah. <laughs> send along, you know, little Mr. B who just signed up as an intern. A cadet. To go and do that. Yep. The film should never have existed just based on that. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, movie, uh, Zombie Land 2. Anything else about Zombie Land 2 you want to? No, I just can't <laughs> wait. Are you, are you keen? Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the boat. Right. I'm on the boat to see that. I'm, I'm not hanging for it like you are. And I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. But you know, I think it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed the first one, but uh, I, I'm in between. Like, I, I really want to see it. I'm not hanging, but I do want to see it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one is interesting uh, Gemini Man with yeah. uh, Ang Lee yeah tend to like most things that Ang Lee gets involved with yeah yep and and the cast man Will Smith Mary Elizabeth Winstead Clive Owen you know that's yeah. strong and it's where Clive Owen should be is a supporting oh 100% actor yeah. besides Children of Men great in that and Valerian he was okay in that yeah but this will be better and King Arthur King yeah, Arthur, that's he's right. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. The original King Arthur. Well, not the original, but yeah, yeah. yeah. one before. Uh, Joel Edgerton was in that too. Yes. That King yeah. Arthur with Clive Owen. And we're going to talk about Joel coming up soon, actually. We are, yep. Um, anyway, so yeah, sure. So this is like a sci-fi, yeah? Gemini Man? Yeah, it is, yeah. Like um, uh, Looper style. Yeah, Looper style. Yeah. yeah, I don't know a whole lot about it. The trailer's not out yet. This is where we're heading into sort of that murky yeah, no territory tra- <laughs> of we know a little bit, we don't know a whole lot. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then the next one we know a little bit more about because uh, footage keeps being, well, was being released. Yeah, it's slowed down a bit. Yeah, and you would think that it's most likely a marketing ploy then. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That they've done that um, because everyone was, you know, talking about how much they weren't going to enjoy this film at the beginning and then all of a sudden things started coming out and everyone's like, hang on. Actually, yeah. So we're talking about <laughs> the Joker. Something here. A Joker. Yeah. The Joker, yeah. Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Wow. I keep thinking, uh, I don't know why. Why do I keep thinking of Scorsese? Was he somehow connected to this at some point? Uh, no, he's doing the other one. Remember, there was it's rumored that he was going to do another Joker with um, DiCaprio and. Oh, uh, maybe years ago. That's right. No, this is like three months ago. Oh, four months ago. Because and everyone was like, "How many Joker films are we making?" Yeah, I hope this works. And I don't trust Todd Phillips. Yeah, I don't trust yeah. him either. I don't trust him to to do it justice. I hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, I do too. I completely agree with you, man. Mm. I do, however, trust Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, wise yeah. choice. He'll go all the way yeah. as the character. Yeah, and that's what you need Full to Joker. do with the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just don't trust Todd. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we, we, we definitely will see this though. Like we're all going to. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. you got to. All right, and then there's uh, another sort of animated um, fair coming out uh, based yeah. on a canon that exists. So they can base it on that, the Adams family. Yeah. Is, is it animated? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's animated. Oh, I didn't know that. 
but yeah, it'd be nice if they did a live action. Yeah, again, that's but, changed um, my view on it then. Yeah, but yeah, it's just voices of, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's probably the way to go because why have a live action? Like, mm. it's, you know, we've been there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd watch it. It sounds like you would have watched it. Oh, I would have watched it, yeah, yeah, especially with that cast. I'm picturing them. I'm picturing them as yeah, the yeah. roles. Oh, and right. Um, then I thought maybe they've done, uh, it was a huge success on Broadway and around the world, Adam's Family, Family the Musical. Yeah, right. If they don't just do another Adam's Family but convert it into Adam's Family the Musical. Mm. That's what I thought was hoping that was going to happen. I didn't know it was a cartoon. <laughs> cartoon. Oh, well. <laughs> but, well, I'm still sad. <laughs> yeah, still sad. <laughs> uh, so then we were into uh, October. We're carrying through with October. And we've got the Goldfinch, which uh, just let me give you a quick rundown on this one. Basically, it's, um, it charts the life of a young teenager who survives a terrorist bombing at an art museum and eventually enters a life of crime. I think the interesting thing here is we've got um, Sarah Paulson, but then we've got Nicole Kidman in another film. Yes, again, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love what she's doing at the moment. And your mate, uh, Ansel Elgort from Baby Driver. My mate. Yeah, Baby Driver. So this is from the director of Brooklyn. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, Sarah Paulson has my attention in anything that she appears in. Te- television or movies. What is she in again? I'm just trying to picture her. She was in, um, she's in Glass. She yeah, she's in Glass. She oh. was the, uh, what, how, how do we say? She's she a psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the best way to describe no, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and definitely, uh, I don't know she is. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah, amazing. She's, I, I love her. Yeah, I'm great. in love with her and I love her acting. Mm. I just love her. Yeah. She's in all the American horror stories. Uh, you're right, yeah. yeah, I, know, yeah. I know her face, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, Nothing short of amazing in all of She was in The Post. I think she was Tom Hanks' wife in The Post. She was in, um, yeah, Ocean's 8. She was in uh, uh, Bird Box. You know, she's going to start hitting some big screen a little bit, big screen a little bit more. In that. Uh, You know, it's a fine, interesting uh, in there. And then, now here's one uh, where I've seen a couple of different names for the film. Mm. Um, The IMDb says, uh, You Are My Friend. Uh, but I have seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Um, this is what I thought we were talking about with Tom Hanks, yeah. Yeah. So it's a biopic, yeah? Yeah, on Fred Rogers. Yeah. Um, um, created Mr. Rogers' Neighbourhood, which I don't actually know. Is that like a family thing? In I don't know. The only fact I know a little bit about it is because there was a documentary released last year. Yeah, right. About it. Um, yeah, Won't You him. Be My Neighbour. Yeah, Won't You Be My Neighbour. Yeah. Which I didn't did not see. But it was massive in the US because people know who yeah. Mr. Rogers is. We over here don't generally know who he is. So, um, but being a movie with Tom Hanks, I'm sure it'll do too well. The director's yeah, only yeah. done a couple of films, but um, Mariella Heller, she did Diary of a Teenage Girl, is probably her most notable. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that a couple of years ago. Uh, so this is the one I've heard that you need to take your Kleenex. That, that's what they're aiming for. They're yeah, aiming yeah, to yeah. get those yeah. tear ducts working. Okay. I'm Good. Tom Hanks. Yeah. It's, yeah you're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> you just need that good script. November. November. Two months to go. Yeah. 
Now we're starting to hit some shits. Yeah. <laughs> November's, yeah, it seems like a bit of a dumping ground, doesn't it? Now, when I say that, oh, it doesn't mean for... you don't want to see it. No. You don't want to see these films. Except oh, you, for you Shane's st- favourite that we'll get to. But yeah. You still want to see these things. But uh, anyway, Charlie's <laughs> Angels. But it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, so that's got my interest a little bit. Yeah. The cast is... Uh, it's all rumoured at the moment, yeah. Kristen Stewart. No, that, I think this isn't happening. Oh, it's still... Okay. Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. And I think... I don't know who the third is. But also Elizabeth Banks is in it. Yeah. I think she's playing like um, their boss. You know, Bosley. Bosley, yeah. Okay. Um, Female-centric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bosley's... I mean, I, I don't know. Usually a... I know about this guy. Bill Murray in the Drew Barrymore version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a soft spot for the original Charlie's Angels. Oh, not the original. Sorry, the movie... The, uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, full throttle and Charlie's Angels. Those yeah. do with Cameron and yeah. Drew and Lucy. Yeah. Lucy. Yeah, I mean they're over the top. They're a bit silly. They were right, but I yeah. kind of like them. You yeah, know, they're fun. I'm going to teach you a little thing about pain. <laughs> What's uh, who was the director of that? Was was it McGee? McGee. Yeah, McGee. <laughs> Which, incidentally, we're going to talk about a, a movie in a minute, but he directed a yes. Terminator film. Yes. <laughs> nice segue. Yes. Untitled Terminator Project 6. Yeah. So Tim Miller. Yeah. So there's a couple of good things about this yes. one. First things first, James Cameron's fingerprints are all over it. Yep. Second thing is they've brought back Linda Hamilton. Yes. And Arnold. But why? Why have they done this? Do you know why? They are counting this as, even though it's six, yeah. it's the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're forgetting everything after T2. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a continuation. Yeah. They're saying so the other one's like an alter, alternate universe type. Yeah, thing. and that's all good. And as you said, directed by Tim Miller, it was Deadpool, you know, yeah. Deadpool 1, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he basically... Deadpool, but then got mm. fired off Deadpool 2. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I thought he just went to this project rather than okay. Deadpool 2. No, I, I could thought, be wrong. thought there was differences and he had to leave. Maybe that's why I didn't like Deadpool 2 because there were differences and he wasn't involved. Maybe. Oh, no, no yeah. you are actually right. I remember that. It was a Ryan Reynolds, Tim yeah. Miller thing. Yeah, there was a clash mm. somewhere along the line. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with this one. I'm okay with Terminator. But, uh, I mean, it's like Halloween. They forgot all those previous movies. Mm. Is it going to suffer the same kind of... See, I didn't watch the previous movies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the first one and then I watched the yeah the latest Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I think Judgment Day is a good one to follow on from, but, you know, I, there was elements of salvation and elements yeah. of There's Rise elements of, of the every Machines. There's elements of kind of fun. Yeah, they but are. Yeah. The problem with doing this is that you ruin the, the you know, legacy yeah. of it. Like, how do you then watch it as mm. a... Night out or a box set or whatever. Like, how do you? You know what I mean? Mm. It kind of ruins that part of it, doesn't it? Yeah. But um, the next film, however, well, just I, I just so you know, I'm in. Like, I've if I could pre buy tickets today to Terminator, I'm in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 They, they just need the music. They need the the <laughs> James Cameron stamp of yeah. approval, and yeah. that's halfway there. Yeah, and, and try and lay. Away from the feeling of we're trying to pass on any torches, mm. you know, just finish it. This particular story, finish it here, yeah, and then then let it go. 
Yeah. That's the trilogy. And Arnold in it, are they going to do the the Benjamin Button making him young again yeah. or how was that going to work? They already established in Genesis that there was that thing that they can get old and that yeah. was the excuse for his grey hair. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm interested. It's got me, but being November is... So in yeah. 2017... Yeah. Yeah. In 2017, Shane A. Bassett's number one film of the year yeah. was Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, stand by that. <laughs> and uh, now we're about to visit the follow-on from that, <laughs> yes. which they alluded to in, at the end of Murder, and that's uh, Death oh, on the Nile. I didn't know you were doing the list now. <laughs> <laughs> Death of the Nile. <laughs> Directed by, oh, Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Tell us about it, Jay. No, no, I've said everything I need to say. <laughs> I just wanted to comment on Shane's number one. It's true. Yeah, yeah no, I stand by that murder or an express. Yeah, no, it's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I think he has. He'll get a, an elaborate cast. Yeah, he'll base it on that. Uh, the Agatha Christie novel, of course, and the yeah. movie that came out in the late seventies, whenever it was. Um, yeah, can't wait. It'll be extravagant. Can't yeah. wait. Be great. Yeah, and we said it before. Kenneth Branagh, we're in. Yes, with a, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, now, the next one, I know that uh, this will provide UJ with loads of apparel if, if, they, if they provide it, if it's out there to get, yeah. uh, and paraphernalia, and that is Kingsman 3. Mm. And I'm in there with you, man. Like, I, I love this stuff. Yeah, look, it's interesting. I wasn't ready for a third part yet, to yeah. be honest. And when it was announced, I'm like, oh, okay. Are we doing that already, right? Yeah. And because I love number one. Number one's... It's just amazing. Number two, it's good, but it's much of the same, you know, but it's, I don't know, it just didn't quite climb those heights of the first one for me, um, but opened up some interesting worlds within that. So it depends. I think actually what they want to do with number three is Taron Egerton, or Taron, um, yeah, yeah, Taron Egerton, um, he won't be the main player. They're actually probably going to go back and look at the origins of the Kingsman and stuff like that. So that... If they go that way, that could be interesting. So another uh, prequel kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I mean, I love Matthew Vaughan. I think he's great but as a director. But, yeah, we'll see. Now, the next one uh, we can probably zoom on down the mountain with, which is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I disagree. Oh, really? Yeah. Two Why? things. Yeah. Live action? Yeah. Intrigued. Okay. Jim Carrey, villain. Yeah. That's it. I'm in. Uh, one of the biggest Jim Carrey's fans, along with you, uh, of all time, and I stopped watching him a little while ago. Oh. Yeah. Like, I can't get in, I can't even turn on kidding because I'm afraid I'm not going to like it. <laughs> it's all right. It's been oh. a couple of episodes in. Yeah, I'm just afraid. I, I, I wanna, it's very Michelle Gondry, you know. I, I need to stick with what I know Jim Carrey in my head to be and I can't risk it because he, he's, he's done some things where he's taken risks and it mm. hasn't quite worked. Yeah. Um, no, he's, good. he's very good in kidding. Very, very good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, heard, I've heard some good things. But you just, like, you just got to like inter- Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. It's very, very yeah, like that. You know, I do. Yeah. yeah. That's what you're watching. So, Sonic, I mean, besides work, would you see this film otherwise? Uh, it doesn't interest me, but I will see it because of what Jay said, Jim Carrey. Yeah. And it's live action. It could be all right. I don't know anything really about Sonic the Hedgehog. I know it's a game. Yeah. Never was into games. 
That sort of stuff, yeah. That lore. So. And it was one of the biggest games on Sega for yeah. a long time. So. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, James Marsden, he's all right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> Next one. This one's, <laughs> this one's interesting. This, this, yeah, this was, um, and I couldn't find a whole lot on it besides uh, just the little, this little write-up. So it's called Midway, and this the, there has been a film before, mm. The Battle of Midway. Yes. Um, uh, and, but it's directed by uh, the Independence Day director Roland Emmerich. Yeah. And he, well, like, the, he likes to fuck fuck shit up. Yeah. 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 He's kind of like. The Michael Bay with the different name. Disaster. He's Michael Bay Disaster. With disaster. Yeah. yeah, good. So his other films are like ID4, of course. He had Day After Tomorrow, 2012. He just blew everything up. <laughs> yeah. A more subtle uh, movie in White House Down, which I thought was kind of fun. And then uh, Godzilla. He did the original American Hollywood Godzilla. Yeah, you know, so he knows how to make a fairly good-looking film. Stargate, is, unfortunately. Yeah, I but never his liked character that. development and script are a bit how you doing sometimes. But there could be some really cool flying action scenes in, in this um, adaptation. It could be, yeah, it could be one of those cheap spectacles that you just love because yeah. it's so much, like, it's VMAX. It's one of the, yeah. it's a big cinema. It's good sound. Yeah. Let's hope. And, and stars uh, Patrick Wilson. Sorry if you said that. Oh, no, that. no. I didn't yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, so that's, ahead, yeah. that's intriguing. Yeah, I like he's it. not bad. I thought he was really good in Aquaman. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought yeah, he, he made a really right. good villain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um, Pearl Harbor was screwed up by Michael Bay. Let's hope Roland Emmerich doesn't screw up Midway's <laughs> legacy. I disagree. I kind of disagree. I really like Pearl Harbor. Mm. Yeah. Oh, fight. It, fight. It was, fight. <laughs> fight. It, was, it was a good love story. Yeah, great love story. But yeah, yeah. There's good. nothing I don't really like about that film. Mm. I liked okay. it all. Um, have you gone back and watched it a couple of times? No. Or? No. Ah, okay. not, for, not for quite a lot of years. Yeah, I've probably seen it four times. It's mm. a long movie, but no, I, I thought it was great. Okay. Film. Anyway. And then, uh, of course, we're coming up to um, Christmas time, and we need yeah. to start pumping out some of the Christmas material with some of the best actors, or well, best actors, some more um, profitable actors yep. <laughs> out there. Uh, Melissa McCarthy obviously is a draw card, yeah. um, and she's going to star in a, a vehicle called Margie Claus. Or Margie? Is it Margie or Margie? Uh, I would say Margie. Margie Claus. Yeah, I don't think if, if Margie would. Like, well, can't. it doesn't sound right. Fred's sister? Would it be Maybe. Fred's yeah, sister? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, you it know. could be a bit of fun if you're a fan of hers. Yeah, and, and I don't know what the rating is. So, if it's a PG, uh, yeah, it could be quite yeah. good. If they try and go a bit more M ish um, towards MA. Yeah, I'd think that that's when she'll lose me a little bit. And yeah. that sort of, no, know. I think they should keep it elf like PG. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Frozen 2. Ah! Yeah, original directors. Man, this misses a mega hit. Yeah. Actually, this could this could be in the top three box office of the year. This could be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coming around. Because this will flow. This will be going... By Boxing Day, this will still be on. Mm. Oh, end of January. End of January. Yeah, end of January. <laughs> this will be yeah. just... If you're a, if you're a freaking eight-year-old girl, you're watching this five times, aren't you, at the cinema? Yeah. I mean, my boys will go and see it once or twice. Yeah. Mm. You'll probably see it three or four times, won't you, Sean? <laughs> so <laughs> oh, no bite. No, no. no. So we the best way to diffuse something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it? we know that that's uh, going to happen. Frozen two, the world's in, and um, yep. 
Yep. Huge. And then just, just as go. it gets to the end of its box office run, they'll re-release it with the sing-along version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the bouncing ball. <laughs> with the bouncing ball. That's what they're doing with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That's coming out again. Oh, uh, really? With, with a sing-along version, didn't you know? No. no. Yeah, that's next. They did it with The Greatest Showman last year. Yeah, they did too. Yeah. Then we have Knives Out, which is uh, the director of The Last Jedi, who and everyone said to him, mate, watch out for all of the fans. Yeah. They're going to hammer you, my friend. They're going to hammer you. Don't <laughs> do it. Don't. He said, no, what is Star Wars? I'm going to put it on my resume. It's idea. great. And then yeah. he did it. And then he went, you know what? I shouldn't have done it. I should have left yeah. it alone. And this movie's probably going to be $2 million or something to make. <laughs> yeah. They're standing outside my house looking at me. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it Ron? Ron? Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, yeah. No, I'm going to have an issue with that. That's not, that's, you know what? I'm sure it's Ryan, <laughs> mate. Uh, Ryan's not spelt that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. It's not his fault. Well, do you know what? You can change it. His mum's. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he's coming out to direct a bit of a caper. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, good cast. Michael Shannon. Yes. We haven't said his Lee. name at all this year yet. Yeah. Oh, he'll be in a few smaller films. But look at that. Oh, Tony, yeah. Tony Collette back in there again. Oh, Don and Johnson. Don yep. Johnson. Don Johnson. Don yeah. Johnson, yeah. <laughs> We just talked about Miami Vice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you uh, November, it's, you know what? It really is one of those months where you can just have a lot of fun because there's no pressure on the film. Yeah. Just here it is. Yeah. Um, but a few biggies in December, though, ready for Christmas. Time. December. Jumanji 2 or 3? Uh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. That is true. It's, yeah. it's actually 3, but it's 2 in a new world. Yeah, but yeah. a new world that refers to the old world. Mm. What a surprise hit this was. I, know that's a weird, um, I find that weird saying that because it's Jumanji. But I think we all thought that this isn't going to work and yeah. it worked a treat, even though it's a little bit silly, but you just accept all that because yeah. you know, you're happy in that universe yeah what a great i can't wait for this film it, just it, that chemistry before the but between the four of them was just so good yeah they were good J- jumanji is um my most watched film of 2018 oh uh the the new one yeah. with the rock and gang yep on okay. dvd just watched it all the yeah, way through yeah because right. yeah, you know my kids kids are loving it right and then i liked it so i watched it every so often and we just yeah kept putting it on you yeah. just can watch it over and yeah. over again it's a no brainer. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so, well, do you yeah. know, sorry, it's yeah. the Jumanji, like what Jumanji was to me when yeah. it got released. It was just so easy to watch. I just watched it over and over and over and over again. Can they recreate that though? Is it, they're going to have to change up the story. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else can they do? They covered a lot of ground in that Jumanji last year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is obviously a cash grab. Yeah. So, I don't, th- yeah. It's a cash grab two years later. So, yeah. they haven't. Really rushed it, although effects can take up to two or three years to yeah, do. Hang on, I mean, trying I, to, hang on, trying to work the rock into a, your schedule. Yeah, that's true. Like that's what's pushed it out two years. Yeah. I would have done this. Well, th- I was just thinking about more about cash grab in terms of story. Like you know, you don't really need to go anywhere else. So you're really just trying to come up with something because you've oh, got a brand. Let's that's do the same thing again, but them four doing different scenarios. You know, same yeah. world. Put them back in there again. Yeah, and have other because you lose the whole first half and not first half an hour, but first half an hour of the game world Mm. of going. Oh, I'm a girl. Oh, I'm a boy. Oh, I'm a you know. Well, see, they did those jokes. So can they recreate those jokes? How do you fill that time? They can. You know how they do it. 
they all become different avatars, and that's fun. Oh, they've mixed. They mix the avatars. Mean, oh, they're, they're the up, same yeah. characters again, but this time they're different avatars. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the Rock is a, um, a woman, or whatever yeah, that's thing, true. Right? Jack yeah, Black's right. yeah, the Rock, all or that something. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or they just have completely different avatars, which are kind of fun as well. Okay. Yeah. There, there's <sighs> plenty of meat on that bone, I reckon. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a good comedy team there. They can yeah. they can play with. It's yeah. December. It's no doubt it'll be Boxing Day. Massive yeah. hit. Yeah. And, and yeah. Kevin Hart can fill, you know, 45 to an hour by himself just on screen. So, yeah. Yeah, with a rant. The others just have to do something. Yeah. Um, oh. Can I just say something? Yeah. I have the power! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Masters of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. You don't know. I, oh, I can't talk. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to cry. Uh, so I, I mean, growing up, this was a... a kids animation thing if you call it that that I watch you know what I mean yeah um, I didn't watch you know obviously Pikachu or any of that stuff but this was or you know Voltron a little bit but not even Transformers as much yeah this is what I watched all the time you yep. know what I mean it was a big favourite of mine when I was seven eight nine ten whatever well it was huge yeah and it, it holds up some of those old cartoons are pretty funny and they're well done and we all know the Dolph Lundgren movie yeah. that yeah. came out which I love. I, lo- I watched it as a right? kid. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was a kid. And I loved it. Trashy, and it was a budget, cheap budget film made that was done by Canon, of course. Yeah. Canon. Yeah. So I got to say though, I liked it in the, this remake, in this version, whatever. Can they please get rid of He Man's Bob, Blonde Bob? No. Yes. No. Oh man. Chris Come Hemsworth on. needs to be He Man, <laughs> except that he's played yeah. Thor. It's a bit too close. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he would be the perfect He Man. Uh, because of like the campness of the character, have they cast He Man yet? No, I mean, this, there's nothing on it, and it's so far away that I still wouldn't be surprised if they turn around and just cancelled it. It's been that sort of project for mm, so long, yeah, shelved, and yeah. Um, so let us hope that He Man, the Master of the Universe, there's so much they can do, especially with all of the effects that you can do today, you can put it in Eternia. You like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to put it in some suburban street. No. no. <laughs> I think I'm going to put a cast member out, cast idea. Florian uh, Montagnier. I know the name. Yeah. Oh, the. Um, Victor Drago from Creed 2. What? As, oh, yeah, as right. He Man? Yeah. Mate, you're joking. You just put a blonde wig on him. <laughs> you can't have a blonde wig on He Man. It's got to be authentic. <laughs> Well, like Dolph's? Oh, yeah, I guess I mean, Dolph is... Uh, if Dolph could come back and do it and it was an ageing He-Man story, a la sort of... Like um, Logan? Or yeah, like Logan. Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Logan. Yeah. I was going to say Mickey Rourke, the wrestler. wrestler yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Something uh, like that, He-Man. <laughs> oh, that would be the best. That would be the worst and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I still watch it. Frank Langella was the... Uh, he played uh, Skeletor in that, yeah. in that 80s version. Oh, no way. Yeah. I didn't know that. He was Skeletor. He was a pretty good Skeletor. I was, I was happy he with was. that. Yeah. The voice, Jay, you didn't see his face. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it was still him in the costume because mm. it was latex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was Frank Langella, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Courtney Co- <laughs> I think Courtney Cox was in it. Sure, yeah, Courtney Cox she? was in it, yeah. Was she in it, yeah. Yeah, that would be unwatchable today, wouldn't it? Uh, well, I did, well, I, it's camp fun, yeah. I would say. What was the name of his uh, tiger? Um, I was about to go. Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. What is it? Cringer. 
cringy. And then it becomes cringy, Battle Cat. Yeah. 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 Damn. <laughs> Memories are flooding back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's lots of good stuff to be have there with Man at Arms and or they never they didn't have Orco in their last one. In in sorry, Master of the University no, original. They didn't. because um, it was too hard for them to do. Mm. Yeah, Orco's a flying sort of character with magic. Mm. All right, so then we've got uh, coming up. Cats, directed by Tom Hooper, who I know has done some other bits and pieces like with music, right? Lame is. Lame is, there we go. Yeah. Anything else? I love Tom Hooper. Um, <laughs> he did King's Speech. He King's Speech, yeah. And he did Danish Girl. Oh, yeah, I forgot he did that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy's great, man. What, so he's going, okay, going back to, yeah, music. I so he's going to do a little bit of that. Now, if that, you know, if you're like, yeah, musicals, nah, you know, Taylor Swift was in it. Oh, okay. Tay Tay. I kind of like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't have any intriguing. of her albums. That's yeah. right. But at least you've got someone in that can sing. You know yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, oh, we're missing someone. We're missing a baritone. Well, hang on. Wait, wait. <laughs> then you got Judy Dench. All right. <laughs> you got Judy Dench. Because you've got to cover the older English acting angle. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she might be a little bit angry in the role. Yeah. She comes across that way in interviews and I could see her being that sort of way. Yeah. Now we need a baritone. They <laughs> need a baritone. Yeah. And who else could you get? Yeah. Anyone. Anyone. You could get anyone. Who would you guess? Who would you guess? Who's a baritone? Oh, no, maybe. John Goodman. John Goodman? Yeah. He could be a baritone. Yeah. What about... Um... He sang in Blues Brothers 2000. And he sang in... Vin <laughs> <Ben> Diesel. <laughs> oh, you could get... You could get... I am good. Yeah. But no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't just have those guys. We need to have the biggest black actor on our... Planet? Screens, planet. Idris Elba, <laughs> arguably probably the biggest actor. Like just, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Man. I love, I love Idris. Um, yeah, so no, that's, that's great. I'd love to hear him sing. Why not? So he's doing this before James Bond. Oh, <laughs> look at you go! Well, you never know. Uh, I think he'd be a good choice, but I actually, I don't, think he'd be a don't great choice. Think but you'll yeah. get it, but well, everyone's behind him. Yeah, mm. do you think he would take it? Do you think he would do it? Don't know. I don't know because Daniel Craig's got one more in him, right? Yeah. yeah. That means another three years. Yeah. I've got twenty-seven dollars on Henry Cavill. Really? Yeah. He's paying uh, forty-five to one or something. Okay. There's also a risk to take uh, to being the um, the first non-white Bond. Yeah. I. I've got nothing, no problem with that. I just mm. have a feeling that maybe in three or four or five years' time, will I still go with Idris Elba? Yeah. You don't know who's going to come up. No, exactly right. Yeah. I think Melissa McCarthy is a good choice. Well, they should have gone, well, they went with a female Doctor Who. So they you never did. know. Yeah. Anything can happen. That's, yeah, true. But we finish off the year with one of. Uh, a bang. Yeah, a real bang. Um, Better be. With, you know, (laughs) the Star Wars bunch, and this is episode nine, the Star Wars bunch are a fickle bunch, like the Star Trek bunch and all that sort of stuff. And then they love things, they hate things, and generally over the last five years, they've hated. Oh, they're probably the most spoken, outspoken group. They've they've caused, um, you know, people acting in this universe to turn off their Twitter accounts and and go (laughs) see uh, psychiatrists because of the death threats that they're getting. People standing outside houses and chanting. It's crazy the amount of hate that you can get from being mm. involved in this universe now and having social media as part of this. But what do you do if you want to try and stave off the haters to say, 
this is the best we've got. We, if you don't like this, we're yeah, done. Like, I, just, exactly. You know? Do you want the film or do you not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's bring back JJ. JJ. Yeah. JJ Abrams is coming to helm. Star Wars up. Did you say fix up? Oh, sorry, Helm. Uh, okay, look, you can say what you want. I really enjoyed uh, Last um, Jedi. I, 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 I didn't I know. It. I really liked it. Was it. Good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And I've rewatched it several times. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a little bit more going in The Last Jedi than there was um, Force Awakens. Heaps more, yeah. Like, like Force Awakens is a great starter. Awesome, well done job. Looked amazing. It was yeah. so exciting. But it was pretty kind of basic. It's yeah. pretty, you know, just going the same old. Whereas this one was just challenge you a little bit, yeah. and that's hence the yeah. groups are up in arms in some some of the things, you know. But and uh, Daisy Ridley's good. I'm still out whether is whether I really love her, oh, but, yeah. I, but I like her. Hmm. Um, well, it depends on Iraq, right? It depends. It really depends on what happens in Nine with yeah, true. You know, Adam Driver and and raising Daisy Ridley. <laughs> I was about to say Adam Driver. Yeah. I I'm completely sold on this guy, especially after Black Klansman. Oh, yeah, I've been a fan since. Um, oh, Girls? No, no, I didn't watch Girls. Francis Ha? He no, was in that, which no, was I good. I didn't see that. No, it was um, When They Leave You. No, what was the movie with um, Jason Bateman? Yep. When, you know, the one. Yeah, I know the one. He plays a brother. Yeah, it was the first time I went, oh. Yeah, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that. Mm. So, so the first time I saw him was in Star Wars. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Really? And, yeah, and I really liked him. I don't watch girls and you know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't seen that. But uh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, and so I didn't know of him until I saw him in, in Star Wars, and straight away there was, there was the connection he has. Yep. And I love him. So yeah, he's good. good. The jury's still out on John Boyega, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Now I'm going to run through these fairly quickly because this is um, the, the, the these are titles that are supposed to be released in 2019, but they could be very easily moved about because there's not a lot of information on them except for... Um, and they have know. no date. So they could be positioned yeah. in April or they could be November or it could be not in 2019. That's right. Push back. Yeah. Out. But at the moment, we think that they're 2019. So we want to put it out there, have a look out for them. All right. There's a Netflix... Uh, movie called The Irishman. Yeah, good way to start. <laughs> yeah. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty simple. Um, then, oh, oh, and it's also... The cast? It, you can't go on nah. without mentioning the cast. Yeah. It's also uh, the yeah. second time the pairing of um, Al Pacino and De Niro will be uh, put together on screen. And pulling Joe Pesci out of retirement. That's oh, yeah. that's That's huge. And um, again, sorry Good to fellas. correct you, but it's the third time they were in Righteous Kill together as well. Pacino oh, on, and on screen. Yeah, DTV. Oh, cool. Did I? Yeah, yeah DTV. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Forgot does that, that count? Sorry. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah, it does. does yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I don't want to. No, be, 50 lashes for me tonight. I don't want to be tonight. that person. You know, like, <laughs> no, you have to be. That's correct. You're sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait for this. I mean, I just can't wait. Well, what's awesome. interesting about this one, I believe, is it goes over like 60 years or yeah, something. Yeah, they've done the facial recognition yeah. thing again. So um, you're going to see a young thing. Bob, Bobby, young a young Pesci. Al, <laughs> young Pesci, a young angry Pesci. Love it. <laughs> so good. So Irishman, Netflix, uh, easily accessible. Yeah. We're done. This is really interesting. It's uh, Jojo Rabbit. And it's directed by um, uh, Taika Waititi, who uh, for, for most people will know from um, directing Thor Ragnarok, but has also directed other films like... Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People, which I haven't Boy. seen, but I owned a DVD. Yeah, it was good. Boy. Yeah. 
Yeah, boy. never saw boy. What we do in the shadows. Didn't what like it. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Jay. You probably love it. Oh, no, I, I didn't love it. I, I didn't, didn't think like it was it. funny. Yeah. It was horrendous. Yeah. I did not get the joke. But he's good. I mean, he's yeah. a good yeah. director, yeah. So so let's hope that this is good because it basically centers around a boy who um, has an imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler, mm. but he's not necessarily the Adolf Hitler that has committed all of these heinous Penis crimes, oh, yeah. and that's where the interesting and that's stuff played happens. by Tiger, isn't it? I and it's played by Tiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so strange. <laughs> but have faith and completely, and that's the thing. Uh, he obviously will be putting some sort of comedy spin on this. So Jojo Rabbit, look out for that one. Then we've got the last thing he wanted, directed by D. Rees, who uh, directed Mudbound. If um. If anyone has ever seen that one on there. Um, But we've got um, Anne Hathaway, Willem Dafoe in that one. Hmm? Hmm? Anyone? Any takers? No. Uh, I like Willem Dafoe. He piques interest. He takes weird roles. Hmm. Different roles. Uh, Then we've got um, The Lighthouse, directed by Robert Eggers. Um, Yeah, so he did The Witch. Yeah, did the witch, yeah, which yeah. is a very good, Ooh, okay. solid art house. It horror. was, yeah, and your Taylor Joy. Mm. Yeah, so, so I'm again, intrigued by that. We'll have some Willem Dafoe, possibly. Parasites. Now yeah. we're heading into a bit of. Um, uh, I'm going to say Korean, being that it's directed by um, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, I hear, is going to be quite the large film. Um, reunites him with the um, memories of murder and the host star Song Kang-ho. The film reportedly centres on two families who, despite being worlds apart, share striking similarities. Based on the film's title, we're guessing that things get a bit weird extremely mm. quickly. Well, he's a very bizarre director, but, but a brilliant director as well. Yeah. 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 And, and I love uh, the Koreans... Uh, especially their filmmaking because of their um, love of laughter. Yeah. It's a very childish yeah. laughter, but in, in a nicer sense. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's great. Uh, then we've got, um, I'm going to go down to Shirley, directed by Josephine Decker. Um, have, has anyone seen Madeline's Madeline? No. No. A biopic of author Shirley Jackson, The Haunting of Hill House. Hey. Yeah, with Elizabeth Moss in the lead role. No, she's fantastic. Yeah, she puts herself out there. Not a, not a, what you would say, a Hollywood standard beauty. No, no. But she is, like, I don't know, she's amazing. I love her. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm near the end of uh, season one of Handmaid's Tale. And why haven't I watched that before now? Where, where are you at to? Sorry? I'm near the end of season one of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I'm only three episodes in. Yeah, right. So don't, don't spoil it for me yeah, is what yeah. I'm saying. I'm getting to it after Seinfeld. Did you ever see the movie? No. Yeah, no, okay. I saw it back in the day. It was on VHS. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. There's, it, was, it was in Video Easy back, yeah, back yeah, in that time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, everybody, this is where you need to take your pens out, your mm-hmm. pencils, write down as I go along because these ones are just... They should be about. They really should. But uh, we don't know much about them. But they're very interesting. And I've picked these especially for you. 
Okay. The rhythm section, Blake Lively, Jude Law, Sterling K. Brown. A woman seeks revenge against those who orchestrated a plane crash that killed her family. Um, after, uh, what was Blake Lively's last film? A simple plan. Plan. Yep. After that, like I'm sold. I didn't know who Blake yeah. Lively was. Oh, really? Yeah. I just never was in her TV world. A simple favor? Simple favor, favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. plan was wrong. A simple plan, plan was Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob, yeah. yeah. When he said Sam that, I was Raimi. like, ah. yeah. Yeah. Bridget um, Fonda I miss her A Simple yeah. Favour I really liked A Simple Favour um, It was great so was Actually yeah It was good um, Then uh, <laughs> Bill and Ted Face the music That's yeah. the, uh, the title for, for now Unless they change it Keanu Reeves And Alex Winter Are, uh, are coming back Basically playing, uh, you know, aging dads trying to make a hit song and fulfill their destiny. And if you know anything of their uh, films, it's all about fulfilling destiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I gave rock and roll. Uh, if that comes in, if that happens, that will be, you know. I just cannot see John Wick as Bill anymore. Or Ted. Oh, look. But the thing is, He'll are they. They're not going to be the complete idiots they were when they oh, were I'm kids. I'm sure they will be, won't they? Were they teens? And then you're going to have to have some kind of younger actors in there because it didn't work for Dumb and Dumber too. No. It just didn't no. work. No. So they that can't, humor they can't, on, yeah. It has to come from a different yeah. area, I think. Yeah, like us fans might think it's funny and like it, but I don't know if it'll work. I would really like them to mix in Jack Black somehow because similar age group. Kind of, and uh, with his tenacious D's mm, yeah. you know, style yeah. of you know greatest song in the world, yeah. and somehow mix Battle that off. in like, not song because it's been in a film already, yeah. but yeah. but you know mix in just his folklore of of creating the greatest yeah. song in the world. <laughs> yeah, you know, have him in there somehow. <laughs> you know, anyway, that could be a fun mix as well. Uh, then we've got a movie called The King, which is directed by David um, Michaud. Oh God, I'm terrible with names. But it's the reason why this is important is because it's um, written by him, but it's also written by Joel Edgerton. Oh. Stars Timothy Chalamet, uh, Joel Edgerton, and Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, right. Um, R. Pat's in it, and Sean Harris. And uh, if you remember, Sean Harris is in the last uh, Mission Impossible Fallout as the bad guy. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I really cool. liked him in that. Yeah, he was good. Um, and it's just it centers around the story somewhere around King Henry um, the Fifth uh, in England. There's there's not much on on that, but just. Sounds good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that. Then we've got Lucy in the Sky. And I don't know, if you can't, if you can't say that with uh, Lucy in the Sky with diamonds. <laughs> crazy. Uh, Natalie Portman, John Hamm, just based around uh, Natalie Portman as an astronaut who um, returns, you know, from, from traveling and starts to lose touch with reality. You know, she's, okay. she's done that sort of stuff yeah. in Black Swan and whatnot. Yeah. And she's, she's good at it. She's awesome. Um, yeah. So... Um, the last thing he wanted, again, uh, I've sort of mentioned that one, haven't I? Um, with uh, Dan, director Dan Rees, but the, the other thing I didn't mention was Ben Affleck's in this one. And I believe it's, I believe it's going to Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the other thing. I believe it's going to Netflix. Now we've got an untitled... I'll, I'll pretty much watch anything that Ben Affleck's in. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. We've got an untitled project by uh, Noah Bombach with Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver, um, Laura Dern and Ray Liotta. And it just, it, it looks at sort of an unfolding divorce that spans across New York City to Los Angeles. Uh, you know. Ray Liotta. Yeah. yeah. Ray, right. you know. <laughs> uh, so it could be fun, like, yeah, with that cast. Good. And Noah's, Noah's pretty reliable. He's out there with his movies. Yeah. He's good. 
it just it, it kind of seems like um, a, a something that Woody Allen would do, but I'm glad that Noah's doing it. Hmm. Yeah, he's um, actually seeing Greta Gerwig, or they're married maybe by now. Oh, okay, I'm not yeah. sure, but they've been together a long time. Okay. You know, Greta Gerwig yeah, is, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and that he was with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee for years and years right. and years. Yeah, right. I think the There's last a lot of movie they in that relationship. Yeah, well, the last yeah. movie I think they made together was Margot at the wedding, mm. uh, which had her and Nicole Kidman, Jack yeah. Black. Great film to revisit. I seen that. Yeah, Margot at the wedding. I've got to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Another um, one to write down. Uh, it's different. <laughs> Margaret, the wedding. So the last film that we have uh, on our list of lookout for on 2019 is The Best of Enemies. Have you heard of this? No. This is good. This is directed by uh, Robin Bissell. Um, basically, uh, this is a directorial debut by this, this guy. Um, but he was EP on Hunger Games, um, Free State of Jones and Seabiscuit going way back when. So he's been around films. He's been around big films. Yeah. Just decided to make a um, a little film with Sam Rockwell. Um, yeah. to, uh, did you did we say it's Taraji P uh, Henson? Tar- yeah, Taraji P Henson. Taraji yeah. P Henson and Wes Bentley, uh, and it's it centers around 1971 um, North Carolina, and basically it's um, an activist in Taraji uh, faces off against a KKK Sam Rockwell um, over school integration. Well, okay. Gee, that's a mixed bag. <laughs> that doesn't you, get me in. No, but oh, Sam, no, uh, Sam Rockwell and Sam KKK Rockwell. gets me in. Yeah. Um, that could be kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sold on this already. Yeah. Are him you? playing, yeah. Uh, I can't remember there was a name for him, but it's this weird sort of thing where you're, you're exalted clown of the KKK or something like that <laughs> and he's he's that person and then she plays the activist who's obviously trying to get school integration um, right that's they're the films to look out for in 2019 there's a lot of them there so hopefully you've taken some notes did you um, have any others I got two yeah, 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 yeah. Two. is that oh, okay of course, if I drop yes. this uh, first one is do you remember the movie Before I Fall yes uh, like a time travel kind of movie with Zoe yeah, Deutsch yeah that was, was alright yeah same director um, has adapted. I've seen that a couple of times. Actually. It's really good. Yeah, and I just wanted to mention it because this female director is pretty watch. solid. Wonder mm. Watch. Um, she's adapted a book called The Sun Is Also a Star, and the cast largely unknowns. Like I could go through their names, but honestly, I don't even recognise most of them. So I'm not sure. Maybe the listeners will. Uh, Yara Shahi, uh, Charles Melton, Jake Choi. There's others. Um, it's just the premise is going to be really good, and I think that is one. If you see the trailer, you'll know what I mean. Um, it's due out in like March okay. yeah, 2019, yeah. maybe April 2019. Yeah. Um, and the other one is The Woman in the Window uh, with Amy Adams, Gary Oldman, oh, Julianne yeah. Moore, uh, and more. Women in the Window was a 1950s movie, cast. film noir movie with yeah. Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, right. Yeah. And if it is based on that, which I'm not particularly sure if it is. I thought um, there was a best-selling novel as well. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, might be. Um, But The Woman in the Window is a great, great 1950s film noir. Okay. Or great cast. Yeah, this looks good too. So I just thought I'd drop those two. Okay. I'm writing that down as well, A Woman in the Window, because I like a bit of film noir. Oh, it's really good. It's got a great twist in it. 
Okay. All right. I'm, I'm right down. All right, so you've uh, everyone out there, you've got a load of films now to uh, look out for, make a list, set your calendars <laughs> to, to what's coming up. But uh, what we would like to do just very quickly, we're, we're going to run off our top five of what we're looking forward to. And guys, if, if you want to just give a little explanation as to why you're looking forward to it, feel free. You know, go ahead. Okay. Um, five to one. And uh, would anyone like to go first or...? Uh, I don't want to go with the obvious, yeah, the obvious ones, because I, I am keen for Spider-Man, I am keen for Avengers, I am keen for, you know, Star Wars, but that'll take up my five. <laughs> <laughs> and Toy Story 4, so I'll go with 47 metres down uncaged to begin oh. with. I love yeah. that first one. Yeah, right. That was a, a claustrophobic, well done, low budget thrill ride. Yeah. And it had a great twist in it as well. And it had an Australian in it too. There was Mandy Moore and I can't remember her name, but the, the girl that played her sister was an Aussie. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. All right. Well, the rules have changed and I like those rules. So I'm just going to quickly chop off my uh, Avengers and the Givens of Shazam, Shazam! Uh, and things like that. That's what everyone's going to say. And I thought, oh, I'll use up my five if yeah. I say all those. Um, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is obviously a given. Yeah. So here we go. All right, all right. Number um, five for me is fighting with my family. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. The wrestling flick. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see Glow? Glow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, Glow's good. My favorite. One of my favorite podcasters is the main actor in uh, that. Okay. Yeah, Mark Maron. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Didn't realize. Yeah. Didn't link the two together. I haven't heard his podcast, but the show I've seen him in that. Oh, wow. WTF is one of uh, the greatest podcasts out there, but, you know, <laughs> give it a listen. And we're doing 5544, are we? Sure. Uh, my number five is uh, Us, Jordan Peele. Us. Yeah. Love, yeah. yeah if yeah. it's half as good as Get Out, we're yeah. in for a treat. <laughs> yeah, and, and the trailer looks, yeah, Batch full on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with Us as well because yeah, well, as well. it's in my... In my five, for yeah. sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Brightburn. It's my number yeah, four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, it intrigues me. I'm going to go with uh, It Chapter 2. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that's another given for me. Yeah. So I'll go with Rocket myself. Man. Oh, nice. Rocket Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not my top five, but it's, it's, it's a given in terms of I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Uh, I've got the Irishman. I can't yeah, wait for nice. Scorsese to bring out that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. There. Back to his crime gangster. <laughs> yeah. Number three, I oh sorry, number three. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had uh, Zombieland two. Yeah, yeah, one of my faves. I just can't wait to get Tallahassee back, and you know, the, one of the greatest cameos in the history of film with Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they're going to do another coming. I've already heard what it could be. I won't even say what it is, yeah. but yeah. Give me that again, please. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again because I don't remember the cameo. Oh, so I'm it's to... an extended cameo, though. It's like a 20 yeah. minute sequence. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I need to watch it again. I just, I, I actually don't remember what happens in the movie anymore. Wow. Okay. It's been such a long time. Yeah. Go there before the sequel. Death on the Nile. Of course, yeah. really Number looking one. forward to it. Okay. Uh, cinematography and the acting and the music and everything for, for yeah. Murder on the Orient Express, if it, they can replicate that in the Nile, it'd be great. Yeah. Can't wait. I think they could even do it like it better. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, yeah. yeah. 
I'm going uh, for number two, uh, what I feel is a, a 90s nostalgia trip, and that is Serenity. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just I really love that whole sort of... Um, uh, yeah, it's a real mixture, uh, in, or a confusing story where you know someone comes in and says, "Hey, can you off my husband?" But then so much more happens, and you have to just keep your mind on it the whole time because you yeah. don't know what's going to happen. That's always wait. fun. Love a good thriller like that. Yeah, big cast. Uh, my number two, number two is John Wick Chapter Three. Yeah, I am being obvious. As long as he's got his Mustang back in there, his dog, and, 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 and when he's facing the world of assassins, who do you want by your side? John Wick? Halle Berry. Oh, right. I think he want himself by himself. And Angelica Houston. She she's <laughs> she teams up with him and goes right. Let's fucking take Does this on. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's in the trailer. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Oh, sorry, am I giving something? It's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Yeah, Halle Berry, mate. All right. Join, well, on the trailer, it seems like that. I could be way off. I'm gonna go back and watch the trailer tonight. <laughs> I missed it somehow. Yeah. yeah. I watch it on my phone again. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's not obvious, and it's my number one, John Wick, because right. I love the other movies, but it's. No, like you said, they're not. They don't appeal to everyone, and they haven't been massive, massive hits. They got a cult following, so yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, oh, you cool. thought I was going to say Angry Birds too. Yeah, oh, that's exactly where I thought you were going to go. Uh, well, obviously, the Joker is uh, going to be oh, yes, a big one. Yes, um, so I get to mention that just there. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> leaf out of your book. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with my number one is Ad Astra. Um, oh, okay. Left off. Yeah, just because, uh, look, man, put me in with Brad Pitt and I'll settle into that seat and ask him to hug me all the way through. <laughs> I want I want that so bad. Uh, and and there's, a, there's daddy issues. My dad's left and he hasn't come back. Like, you've hit me in the heart already. <laughs> and then I'm going to go and try and save you or whatever we're doing. Yeah. Like, come on. Is Brad Pitt aging well? I don't know, but they can always fix it up now, can't they? No, no, I'm just—I think he looks great. Yeah, oh, he looks yeah. all right in. Like uh, he looked all right in the stills from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, which, which is a given for me. That's why I didn't have it in my five. Mm. <laughs> oh, see, see, there you go. You mentioned it again. Yeah, yeah. So is it my number one? Yeah, it's your number one. Who's so, that? I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's obvious <laughs> I could have had Joker or Jumanji two. Uh, no, hang on, no, no, you can't have Jumanji clearly, two at number one. You would never. Would I? I had I had Jumanji my honourables. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, The Lion King was right up there for me. But and you know, Avengers yeah. Endgame is. But in, but, everyone but, has. But you that, had right? to settle on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I had to settle on one, anyone who knows me knows that I don't care what. I'm doing that day. I'm watching this movie, and that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, PT, Leo, and Brad. Sorry, it doesn't get bigger than that for me. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's so big that we can't film the Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah, exactly. It's so big that we can't go see it together. We, I think, we have to be separate and like just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and here's the thing: like, I love Leo so much, and I love QT so much, but the two have collided, and they didn't Django, which was great. Yeah, but as I said, it was a support cast, right? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, my number one. Here we go. There are our fives. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to be the nice guy, and I'm going <laughs> to somehow list all of these films 
That's a lot to list. That's a lot to list, but I've already got it on Word, thank God, because I made this myself. I did this by hand. It's very impressive, Sean, Um, that booklet. So I will will go and list these films. I thought it would be a glossy cover, but... Yeah. (laughs) We do have a website, which we've uh, sort of popped up. Uh, Don't use it much yet, so this might be the first time that I'm going to use this and link it to that. Uh, so you can go and, and look at all these things. Do your homework, research. Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, it's, a, it's a big list and I really feel like I feel great after doing this. I think my 2019 is ordered now. <laughs> yeah. you know? And there'll be other movies that pop up that we oh. haven't talked about for yeah. sure. It's going to be oh, a, it just a, yeah, a quiet place we didn't know about the year before kind of thing. Yeah. Those things will pop up. And, and then all your Oscar stuff. Yeah, and names of a lot of the movies we've called probably going to get changed even. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things will drop in and out. I think it could be a bumpy year. I really do. Yeah. I'm confident. Yeah, but no matter what happens, uh, the billion dollar mark is going to be broken many a times in mm. 2019. Yeah, there's about I four or five so. films that could easily do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, if you've got anything to say, obviously go back to our um, Instagram, Facebook, um, off topic with the movie guys. Uh, Otherwise, you can if uh, obviously loves the, sh- the the sound of Shane's voice. Uh, <laughs> well, we love you, the sound of Shane's oh, voice. Thank you again for having me, guys. Had yeah, a lot of fun. For coming, mate. Happy on your birthday, birthday as well. Again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, dudes. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but they can obviously find you on Twitter and um, and Instagram. Yeah, any uh, interviews I do, red carpet stuff, um, reports, newspaper articles, whatever it is, are all linked to Twitter and Instagram, which is just at movie underscore analyst at movie underscore analyst i'm not a major social media fiend so i'm not on it no 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 entirely every day but i keep you know my movie related stuff up to date what i like about your uh twitter feed let's say is that i know when you're going to be on radio oh yeah thanks so i can can jump onto tune in which is an app in australia probably around the world i don't know but certainly in australia where you can jump on and listen to any um radio Yep. Station. So yeah, I just every time I see it on there, I just boom, jump on and give it was a little secret there because sometimes I've pre-recorded. Ah, yeah. So I'll say I'm about to go on, you know, like <laughs> on live, but I'm not really. Don't, live. don't let me behind a curtain. <laughs> Mod- <laughs> modern technology, well, amazing. The problem I report for six radio stations around Australia, yeah. so it's a bit hard to get them all at the same time. Yeah, I heard you on three prime times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot of fun. So that's good. Uh, so yeah, so that's a good reason to go and follow you on Twitter. Anyway, I think um, certainly. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye for now. This podcast is sponsored by Man Present. Ever struggle to buy a man a present? Want to get a present that is universally loved? Who the hell doesn't? It's usually so bloody hard, right? Socks and ties are lame, gift vouchers suck, and flowers will not be well received. Well, all your man gifting worries are a thing of the past with manpresent.com. Manpresent is a gift box delivery service that lovingly sends classy gift boxes of Cuban cigars and single malt whiskey to the man who deserves a touch of class. Whether it's a wedding, a new father, a birthday, or just because they deserve a gift, use manpresent.com for the win. With boxes starting at $69, it has never been easier to be a gifting king. Simply visit manpresent.com and ensure you use the coupon code OFFTOPIC, all one word for 5% off your order. manpresent.com, man gifting made easy.